The Horrible Gamers podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Horrible Gamers podcast, show number 426. We record on June the 19th, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Jesus Gonzalez. just walks out today. I'm joined by my friend from the West Coast, the Best Coast, Gunichi Renly Merrill is back. Welcome back, Renly. Welcome. Hey, back from the Big Apple, New York City. New York. <laughs> And from the East Coast, Beast Coast, the Mayo is here. Welcome, Mayo. Hey, what's up, Jesus? How's it going? Also known as Steve. That's mm. his legal name. We call him Steve. Uh, nobody calls him Steve. I don't call him Steve. Yeah, nobody does. My daughter does. <laughs> is, people. It, yeah. is your name Steve or Steven? It's actually Steven if you only wait for it. I'll start calling you Steven. Steven. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Steven. Anyways, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the podcast. We're here once again. You can follow us on Twitter at underscore horrible gamers. That's at underscore horrible gamers. Also, follow us on Spotify. Listen to us on there. Also, on Apple Podcasts and any other podcast platform. You can find us, review us, rate us. We really need those ratings. Go on Apple. Takes five seconds of your day. And leave a review for us or rate us, whatever. Also, Horrible Gamers Podcast Community is a group on Facebook you can join. It's a close group. So anything you post in there stays in there. And a big shout out to the Patreon machines who support the show by giving the show their money over on patreon.com forward slash horrible gamers. Like our friend, big friend, Leahy, big Leahy, big Jason Sams. Big Robert Noble, Big Sean Patrick, Big, big Sean, Big Chad, Big Chad, Big Henley M. That's you, Henley. You don't count. Big okay. Pork Chop Poo, Big Pork Chop Poo, Big One, the biggest you ever seen. So big, Big Nye Prong, yeah. the biggest prawn of the Nye. Nye, the biggest prawn of all the Nye prawns. He's a little prawn. The best HP host ever, which doesn't count either, Mayo. Okay, I don't count either. Big no. Mayo. Big Evan wears big vans on the big best coast. Shout out to him. And Bill, the biggest, Gardner the second, the first, the biggest. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to all of you guys for supporting the show with the money machines because I need the money machines because I'm I'm like broke now. Okay, I did a purchase why, why, today. Why would you be broke now, Jesus? You, <laughs> you buy a PlayStation 5? What happened? I, I did a big purchase today. Anyways, let's talk about what we've been doing. So it's been past two weeks. We've been on the show. Last week, we couldn't get back on because Gunny was gone. He fucking went to New York. All right, Gunny, you just go to fucking trips. Don't even announce it to me. And you're just like, oh, I'm on a fucking plane to New York. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know. What I, the fuck? I swear, I thought I I'm told all, you. I'm all I... ready to record. And you're like, oh, I'm going to get on a plane to New York in like 20 minutes. <laughs> I thought I told you. I know I spoke to Mayo about it, but I guess yeah. we didn't talk about that. No, we did not, Gunny. I, I wasn't expecting Gunny to tell me he's going to get on a plane in 30 minutes. Yeah, it was like I don't know when we planned it, like a month and a half ago or something like that. But yeah. that was a that was a great trip. I've never been to Manhattan. Uh, was it cool? 
it was cool. So I'll just preface this by saying that, like the last two times, Jesus, you can you'll find this funny, of course. But the last two times I went, it was pre-internet. It did not exist. I don't. Wow. Yeah. So I'm old. Um, yeah, I remember it was a good trip where I took my wife in. Okay, so she was pregnant with my son. He's 17. So 2006, and we just went to uh, the. You know, well, Twin Towers, Ground Zero, but there was no, obviously, no buildings there at the time, and just walking around there, and and it was just like this somber. I don't know. It was like everybody's just in this negative attitude, of course, and we didn't know where to go, and we didn't want to get on a subway. We didn't know how to figure it out. We didn't want. I don't know, but yeah, we just stayed there, and then we left back to New Jersey. Um, but yeah, now we have these things like smartphones and navigation, and you know everything's planned out. And so she got the Marriott Marquis, which is literally like. Right there. That's that's uh, Times Square. And I was like, oh, it's where everything is. Like, walk downstairs yeah. and bam, you're right there. And yeah, it was, I mean, 8 million people. I'm not used to being around a lot of people. Um, yeah, I mean, as soon as we walked in the hotel door when we got there, you know, uh, yeah, something bad happened to my kid, but not terribly, oh. but it was like, what the fuck? You know, welcome to New York. Or like, <laughs> did somebody touch him or something? Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Um, yeah, but I would say after that, like nothing, you know, I mean, a lot of crazy wackadoodle people there, but I mean, so, but there's a million other people. So other than that, it was a good trip. We took the subway uh, from the airport all the way to the hotel. That was fucking cool. I'd never taken a subway before. And yeah, that was that was those things are loud as fuck, by the way, just the wheel screeching and, you know, and ah, yeah, it was it was cool. It was a good experience. I was um, hoping to take one. You know, I went to D.C. a little while back here and uh, I was going to take the metro around because our, our, like you, our hotel was pretty close to the uh, White House. So we ended up just going to have to just having to walk. You know, we could have took the metro, but it yeah. really wouldn't have been beneficial because it only took us like two blocks over. And it was almost as easier to just walk there instead of like yeah. waiting on the metro to get there and paying for it and then getting off and then you know just to save two yeah. blocks of walking. So we yeah. just you don't you don't pay for it, man. You just go in. You just get in there, okay? Right. You yeah. Just, yeah. Like you could just real, hop it or yeah. climb over it or you do it like a real East Coaster. You just get in there, bro. You don't. No one's gonna <laughs> ask. Right. Yeah. But we were we were honest people. We actually, you know what? For you know, I don't know how it works on your Hobo Android Mail, but. With the iPhone, as long as you've got you got your card in there, right? Use this your debit card. Yep. Yeah, yep. double click on the right, beep, you're in. Like, that's Apple it. Pay. It was super easy. Yeah, Google Google has the same thing, right? You have Google Pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you got yeah, you got Android Pay. Card? You got I, yeah. they make so many pays now. I mean, they have yeah. Samsung Pay on my phone. I have Google Pay on my phone. That's they weird. want all the yeah, pays. On, on, on Android, you know I mean? they got like different <laughs> ones, but like on Apple, it's just Apple Pay. Yeah. And and that's pretty much accepted everywhere now. Like everywhere that I've gone, every anytime, anywhere, there's yeah. Apple Pay options. I just I used set that up the other day. I never used it, right? I always thought who who you don't really need it to use, you know, to like, ooh, let me use my phone to pay for shit, right? It's so, so easy. But But if you forget your wallet, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. I did yeah. that the other day. I forgot my wallet. I went to work, I get to work. And I went to buy. I'm like, oh shit! I don't have my wallet, right? I can't get. I can't get anything. I'm like, it's gonna be a long night. I can't buy anything on, on lunch or breaks or anything like that. Yeah. And one of my buddies was like, hey, why don't you just use Google Pay? I'm like, you know what? I think Google has my stuff saved from the Google Store from you know yeah. the Play app. I'm like, maybe. So then I opened it up, and sure enough, it did. It just needed the QVC code off the back, which I had memorized, so I was able to put that in. 
And right away it worked. So I was able to actually yep. buy like lunch and stuff while I was at work. That's what I do. Know. I mean, the only shitty part about that on the vending machines in my work is that like it'll it'll pre-authorize like five bucks. Mm. So it's like it's holding five bucks hostage for like a week or two. Sometimes I'll end up spending like fifty bucks a week on there and I'm like <laughs> I know I didn't spend fifty bucks on this shit, but it, I mean it's holding it hostage for that week, right? right? Yeah, and then I don't know where. Like a week later, I'll have an extra fifty bucks in my account. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. No, it's like a little savings plan for yeah. you. Just, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Apple Pay, man, I use that shit everywhere. Back in the day when it first came out, it wasn't really widely adopted, but now like everywhere I use that. Or I also found that on iPhone, Gunny. A lot of stuff you can just pay through the app. Like if you're like if you're going to McDonald's, if you're going to like a fast food place. Yeah, we used it a lot at Starbucks. If you're going to Starbucks, if you're going to the gas station, like I pay everything mostly nowadays exclusively either through apps on my phone or like something like that. We use I just use the card cap like at a restaurant. Yeah, um, when they were like food vendors, like and there were thousands of them by the way. Yeah. Uh, but they were all like the same shit. They were like, halal food, you know, hot, this kind of hot dog, that hot dog stand. Like a lot of that, we just use cash because that's what the YouTube people recommended. And I was like, yeah, but might as well just pay cash for all that stuff. But yeah, yeah restaurants were tap with a card or, you know, they come get it if it's a sit down style thing. Um, but yeah, I would say, yeah, mostly it was just Subway was just using the phone. Um, for sure. Yeah, but we we tried to like, I guess you could say, what was it four and a half days because by the time we got there i think we got there in the morning but we were so jet lagged and exhausted or whatever you know my old ass slept till seven eight o'clock at night but that place man i'll tell you Times square is just hopping all night midnight mayo nothing but like cars revving and screaming and horns and man it was just yeah um, oh man oh man gunny's over yelling out the window shut up know. shut the fuck <laughs> up sleep over here <laughs> And we were on the 33rd floor and I can still like, you could just hear like, you know, like, man, like what is going on down there? Um, nobody in New York or like the East coast really, man. Like maybe, well now we're male, male lives in Ohio, but like on the actual East coast, like DC and like New York, people don't even drive dude. people don't even really own cars. It just depends where you're at. I'm assuming, you know what I mean? Like you're downtown. In, in like New York and like There's like you no said like DC, the the amount of traffic and stuff is probably so hard to get around, and you can just yeah. use the metro or whatever. It, yeah, yeah, I can see it. I mean, it was I you're remember, right. I mean, I remember it was going mostly to, taxis, uh, delivery trucks. Yeah, there's nobody uses a car. I remember going to DC, and when I went last time, I was doing um, we were doing fundraising for like Oregon foster kids, right? So I met a lot of senators and governors, and like people working with like lobbyists and shit. I met all these people like in government offices and a lot of them were surprised that the people that went with me owned cars, like, like teenagers and shit that went with me. Yeah. They're like, you guys have a driver's license. And we're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, we're all, yeah. And like, they're like, we've, the like, guy was like, I've never even taken a driving test. He's like, he's wow. like, I don't, I don't want to own a car because I don't need to. Well, I think how much money could probably save you. I mean, a, a car lot. can be a huge money pit, really. Yeah. I mean, and like I have a coworker recently that moved from New York and he started working where I work, and he's from New York City, and he doesn't have a license. He's never driven a car, so he doesn't like to drive the forklifts. But I give him shit. I'm like, why not, dude? I'm like, it's so easy. He's like, no, bro. He's like, I don't drive. He's like, I've never 
I've never drove in my life. I don't have to. I'm like, that's weird. Yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like on the East Coast. He's like in New York City, you don't have to drive. He's like, you could just ride the bus, take the fucking train, take the subway. (laughs) Like, like there's so much public transportation. You don't have to fucking drive anywhere. Yeah. I'll say that like, um, as soon as we, even we left the hotel, that was at like right at 6 a.m. when we were coming back. As soon as we walked down the stairs, I mean, come out of the elevator, boom. The guy's like, you need a taxi? I'm like, yes, we do. Where are you going? JFK. Uh, Kennedy Airport. Let's go. You know, I was like, boom. Like, yeah, it was quick, man. Like, yeah. I mean, it took a while to get there from accidents and road construction, but um, damn, that was a busy airport at 7 o'clock in the morning. Um, but yeah, like, you're right. I think, uh, you know, it's hard to get around there, especially Manhattan. So, yeah. um, but we tried to do everything, you guys. We tried, we did, went to the Brooklyn Bridge and we took pictures and, you know, walked across it to a place called, uh, Dumbo, Brooklyn. Dumbo, Brooklyn is right across the bridge. I'm like, what the hell is a Dumbo? Well, that's like the area. And of course, we had to stop at this pizza joint downtown. I wonder if anybody's listens, like, hey, I know that one. How, um, how, is, how is the New York pizza in New York? Oh man! Was it, so, was it as hyped as people say it is? Yeah, it's all I, you ever hear: Chicago or New York pizza. Yeah, oh, like, it's so have good. Yeah, there was a couple of places that were really good. There's a chain called Little Little Italy. So that was close to the hotel. My I've kid that, loved actually. it. Yeah, I've matter of fact, I think I've seen them like around. I think they got one in San Jose near me. I don't live in San Jose, but um, there's probably one in Sacramento in there in my area. But yeah. Um, yeah, he loved it. And it's one of those places, man, what they do is they'll make like 20 pizzas at once and they display them at an angle. And yeah. then you just say, yeah, I'll take a slice of this one. Like, like a buffet. Like you go in there and pick what you want. And... Kind of, yeah. right? I mean, it's all behind glass. He just I takes know, it, picks really. it. Yeah, he takes it and reheats it. Yeah, he puts it in the oven. Yeah, yeah, it in the oven. Oh, okay. I've been yeah. to a couple of pizza places where they it's literally like a buffet. They make a bunch of them. And you just say, okay, like, hey, I want a slice of this or I want a slice of that. And they keep them under basically like heat lamps, you know, keep them. And they always make them fresh. And if you ask yeah, for one yeah. that's fresh. They'll make you a fresh one, or if there's a kind out there that you don't like, see, like say you wanted like certain toppings, they'll make it for you like as soon as right. they can. You, you can, know, like, yeah, you can you get can... a fresh, large, extra large, whatever you want. If you just say just I want a, fresh, do an all you can eat pizza buffet. You know, is that not too shabby? Yeah. Um, what was gonna say about that? The, uh, I mean, yeah, they were they were nice. I mean, there was a few like the second, third time we went, it was like okay, they probably didn't put it in long enough or. Oh, but they had like calzones and, you know, like things I normally would not see out here. Um, you know, like you could probably order a calzone from somewhere, but yeah, uh, really good pizza. Um, damn, I think that place we went to in, in, uh, Dumbo, Brooklyn was probably like the best pizza I've had and it was hot. It was fucking delicious. And it was, you know what? Another thing was cool about it. Jesus was here we go. We walk across this bridge. We come downtown. And I don't have to worry about, like, I can just order a beer. Give me two beers, you know? Like, I don't have to worry about it, because I'm always driving a car, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, I probably shouldn't, you know? I don't want to risk it. I'm a commercial driver, you know? Or the wife's got to drive. But no, everywhere I went was, you know, yeah. I got my water already. Get me a beer. I'm good to go. Yeah. Um, nice, man. That's yeah, cool. that was great. I, I'm glad you got to go to New York and, and check it out. New York. Uh, did you go yes, to the like? Did you go to the fucking Statue of Liberty and all that bullshit? Hundred percent. So I bought. Okay, so I bought this thing directly from the website, the Star City Cruise or whatever it's called. That's like the only boat that's allowed to dock at Ellis Island and Liberty Island. The other boats don't be tricked by this because they think, oh, just buy a ticket, you can go. No, you can't. It's kind of like going to uh, 
Alcatraz, right? You can't, you can just circle around it, but you can't land. Um, so a little bit of a misconception for, you know, some people that I don't want them to get scammed, you know? So you go there, they land, and I thought I bought tickets to what's called the crown of the Statue of Liberty. So it's kind of like you're almost at the feet, like you got to climb up like 200 stairs. You can take an elevator. And I went over to the guy and he's like, oh, you got the Ellis Island hard hat tour, but it does not include the crown. I was like, all right, well, fuck. So you can't really get close. You can, you know, like you can't really. Yeah, it's weird, but you can take pictures. You're really close to the statue. Anyway, um, I was a little disappointed about that. But man, that hard hat tour, Jesus, I'll tell you that that was great because not only do you get to go inside the main buildings, but it was like eight or nine of us. And he took us to the old hospitals and the old buildings. And they're all like just fucking, you know, waterlogged and the fucking doors are coming off the hinges and paints peeling and just showed us like all the different places of when people came in from these from Europe and other countries like, okay, this is where the mentally ill went. This is where people with this disease went. And they try to keep them all separate. And yeah, it was it was really like a cool experience to, you know, back in history. It was awesome. Yeah, that was probably cool, like man. the pinnacle. That was that was great. Probably where all of our ancestors came through. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure mine did come through there as well. So. No, my mine came from Mexico. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you figure, I'm sure they came from, like, Virgin Islands and Puerto Rico and Dominican and fucking all of Europe, so. Mike my, my came across on a Spaniard boat to Mexican lands. You were probably already, your family was already here, and then, like, U.S. Yeah. just bought this place. We're changing yeah, the name. Most likely that's what happened, yeah, like, yeah, looking at my, I remember I did that DNA test, and, like, uh, like, like my the one of the largest things that I was was said Spaniard on it or whatever like from Spain, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not surprised. Like, pretty much, Spaniards came over, kind of like they did in in like America, and they pretty much killed and arrested and raped and murdered and pillaged all the natives in Mexico, and created Mexicans. Yeah. Yep. I just learned that recently, by the way, Jesus, it, within this last year. I've just learned that. Uh, I like, did not know that until uh, a co-worker. Same, same thing that happened in the U.S. happened in Mexico. All the natives got killed and and they got betrayed and lied to. And the Spaniards sold them blankets with smallpox. Yep. And all that shit. It all happened in Mexico as well. But yeah, in Mexico, there's actually people that... uh. Believe it or not, there, there's there's people there that are still like really close to their native roots. So in that whole part of Mexico, they speak Spanish. Obviously, is the official language of Mexico, but they also speak like their own like dialect. Like, is they it have, like, like I'm curious they about their Mayans, own language. You know? Like, did Mayans have like their own dialect or something? Yeah, they did. And so did the Aztecs. The Aztecs and the Mayans, they all spoke their own languages. But these people, they speak like a, I think it's a Mayan or an Aztec, one of the two, one of their dialects. And like, they still speak it to this day. So it's kind of, I had a friend of mine who knew how to speak it. And it was weird, man, because like at his home, that's what his parents and like his mother and like, like his family spoke that shit at home, and it was really weird, you know, because you think you think, oh, it sounds like Spanish. No, yeah, no, it does not sound anything near like Spanish. 
It's like a, a it's like weird, man. It's like it's it's an its own thing, dude. It's it's so bizarre. It sounds like gibberish almost, but not really. But it's like it's its own dialect, its own language. Damn. And to be to be fair, the Mexican government still oppresses these people to this day. To this day, those people are like suffering from like bad government services, government going in and taking their land. Yeah. And like the government of Mexico, like just taking their shit and like saying, like, oh, you own this farm? No, fuck you. We own this farm now. You there ain't know, even like, an intimate domain down there. It's just, it's ours. It belongs to us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for people that give shit to like America, to like the U.S. for its border policies, right? Like, like the U.S.'s border policies in terms of like how secure America wants their borders to be and like the southern border specifically. Like, don't be fooled. The Mexican government is the same exact way about the southern border to, like, South America. The Mexican government is hardcore about, like, keeping illegal immigrants out of Mexico, right? But a lot of these immigrants are being let through, and they're actually escorted through by the Mexican government to the north border because these people are are saying, like, no, I'm not interested in staying in Mexico. I want to go to the U.S. So the Mexican government is like, okay, we'll let you through as long as you promise to not stop in Mexico. So you yeah. keep on walking all the way north, and you get to the northern border, then you get into the U.S. illegally or whatever you're going to do. And, and they're okay with it. So it's kind of a fucked up situation, right? Because Mexico doesn't want their immigrants staying there. So they're just letting them through to get to the U.S. But it's not just Mexican immigrants, man. Like, honestly, if you look at how many immigrants come through the Mexican border, yeah, there's a lot of Asians, yes. a lot of Europeans. They all come through Mexico because it's easier than going through Canada, man. Yeah, no, makes Canada, sense. That's true. Canada, That's Canada has very strict like. To go into Canada, they have very strict laws, right? You have to have a visa, a passport, whatever. Hence, hence right? why I can't go visit Ryan yet because I haven't or I like, have a passport yet. So, like, even if like in the U.S., even if you have like a DUI, yeah, they won't let you in. The Canadian Border Patrol will turn you away if you don't have a special permit. So, like, yeah, they're very strict about letting people into their countries. So it's very hard to get into Canada, but they get. Through Mexico, it's, it's much easier. So a lot of these immigrants are coming through Mexico. A lot of them are Chinese. A lot of them are from China, India, from, uh, um, from India. Yeah. yeah, all that shit. Like it's crazy, but it happens, man. And like it's nuts to me. But you know the funny thing about Mexicans, people, people, are, you know, this is the crazy part. A Mexican with a Mexican passport can travel to the can to Canada like they can they can travel to Canada easier than they could into the US they so they need a visa so, yeah so they travel to Canada and cross the northern border into yeah. the US it's actually easy to get a visa as long as you don't have a criminal record they're fine yeah, with it right Just exactly so yeah. these guys instead of going to like the, Mex the Mexican border to the US cuz you know they know that's being patrolled by border patrol and shit they just they fly to fucking Canada and come in that way. They come in through like Montana and Wyoming and Michigan and shit because it's easier. So they come that way. I'm like, what? 
And people are like, yeah, bro, like, that's the thing. Like, people just fly to Canada, and then they fucking come in through the northern border. I'm like, wow. Wow. Things you didn't know, but now you know. Yeah. So we should build a wall on both sides. Both sides, Gunny. <laughs> Two big walls, okay, man? <laughs> one yeah. big wall in the south, one big wall in the north. Yeah, right. That's never going to happen. There's too much paperwork and too much fighting, and all that shit will never probably happen. Too much government. But I'm glad you went to New York. I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad you had a blast. And uh, yeah, man, I'm excited. That was exciting to hear your trip. Yeah, it was a. I think it was cool. Like just, I know, like I'm near San Francisco and San Jose, and you know, in a very diverse culture. But it was cool to like just kind of see everybody, you know, from all different parts of the world and hear in different languages. I'm not a linguistic person, but. Yeah. I, you know that, but that's one thing I've always like. Oh, what is that? Is that, you know, is that Gujarati or Tamil or Bengali? Like, oh yeah, that's that's Bengali. I'm like, okay, I thought it was Indonesian. They were speaking. Nope. Uh. And the taxi driver was even telling me, he goes, seventy percent of like those taxi drivers you see are Bengali. I was like, oh, okay, thought I heard it. Yeah, a lot of German. Is that French what them, is, is that what them Arabs speak? No, that's Arabic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They this speak some, the Arabic. I don't know any Arabic language. <laughs> no, but uh, I'm glad, man. I'm glad you got to to experience that. That's cool as fuck. And good, good food. Good I, I'd, I'd love to go to. I'd love to go to New York City one day. I I, I want to. One day I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'll go with to Mayo. some museums. Uh, Central yeah, Park. See, you you can go with me. Well, you fly to Ohio, and we'll Maybe take a road trip. We'll take we the Camaro. Drive, yeah, we'll drive to New York. I think yeah. it's only, I think like seven or hours or so. We'll drive here. the Camaro in Manhattan. Yeah, we'll, we'll get down there. I don't know about, <laughs> we can be one of those guys keeping Gunny up at night. <laughs> like, yeah, revving your fucking Camaro. And every stoplight, we're going to rev the engine, Mayo. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll get robbed. Echo through town. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get robbed. <laughs> we have those stories that come up to a light, and next thing you know, the car will be on four, four uh, center blocks. And it'll have the wheels on no more. We get, we get fucking carjacked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Gunny, can you come pick us up in New York? We're stuck. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah, we're up here in Brooklyn. <laughs> ah, shit. Okay. I'll take the subway up there. Yeah. <laughs> shit. <laughs> I have to fly back from New York to Ohio. Mayo's car is <laughs> gone. Uh, shit. Anyways, that's cool, man. It's cool as fuck. Cool. I haven't been doing much. It's my week off. Yesterday was my 32nd birthday. Yeah. Now, happy yay. birthday, Jesus. Happy fun fact. Birthday. Fun yep. fact, guys. When I started this podcast, when I started this podcast, or when I was part of it in the beginning, I, you know, a lot of people started it, but I was one of the people that kicked it all off. Back in 2014, Jesus at the time, I was 23 years old. Damn. And now I am 32. Half of my age now. I am, I feel blessed and lucky to have made it to this age. Hopefully I make it another 32 years. That's to be seen, right? But... 32 years old, man, like, this podcast started when I was 23, and if you listened from the beginning to now, you've noticed probably the changes in my life. 
I've been you through know, like, a lot. Like buying consoles and then selling them and then buying them again and then selling them. And, you know. and then yeah. going, to, going to PC Master Race. Going PC Master Race, you know, talking shit about PC, then going PC Master Race. Now I hate Xbox. I'm all about PlayStation. Then I hate PlayStation. Then I hate Nintendo. Then I hate all of them. I, it's been a journey, man. And I want to say thank you to anyone who's been listening since the beginning. You really are amazing, you know, because you've been there since the beginning. You've been a part of my life, either maybe not directly, but you've been, you've, you've experienced my life with me almost every, every week, almost every week, I guess we've missed a few weeks this year, but almost every week I've been a part of this show for the last nine years. And that is crazy to me. Like, like I, I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, there's people that, that could have been nine years old when they, when the show started and now they're 18 and listening to this podcast, you know, like that is, that is insane, dude. And, and like, it, to me, it's amazing the people I've met and the opportunities I've had to people just like the people I met, the people I spoke with, the people I've made friendships with, including you guys, I am Zimbrink for sure. They're like two of my best friends, like the friendships I've made in the last nine years. It's been amazing and incredible. And I want to thank you guys for being a part of that. I want to thank you and Mayo for being a part of the show, for forcing me to come on when I don't feel like it sometimes. You know, it means a lot, man. It really does. Like, like I look forward to this every week. I look forward to talking to you guys. It's like I'm right. hanging out with my friends, you know. It's like so I'm getting to catch up with people, you know, that I don't see for a while. And I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. And it's been amazing, you know. There's been listeners... In the last nine years, of course, that started listening to us, were with us, and they're no longer with us. I want to thank them, too, for being at some point a part of this journey. And I want to thank all of you guys just for listening right now. Like, I really do. It's it's amazing. Like, it really is. You know, before, when this show started, Juneteenth wasn't even a holiday. You know, like, like people weren't celebrating it. It wasn't felt, it wasn't a federally recognized holiday you know is that new people, this year i think it, pe- I, people were se- people people were probably celebrating mm-hmm. it i'm not gonna say they weren't but like no man like juneteenth became a, an official holiday in terms of the federal government and in 2021 oh, so like geez, i didn't realize it until today when the wife was telling me that it's a federal holiday i was like i didn't know yeah it, it, like all the banks are closed today school is out school is closed like like it's a federal holiday today. And like that, that's, that's the thing, you know, and for people that are live in another country that may not know what Juneteenth is, it's the day that, that like all the slaves that were slaves at some point were finally told like, Hey, you're no longer a slave. You don't have to be a slave. Cause the problem was when the emancipation, emancipation proclamation, whatever was signed, Right by by Abraham Lincoln. It said that uh, pretty much all the states in the South had to free their slaves. Right? Was it eighteen sixty four? I can't remember the year. Yeah, eighteen sixty three was when it was signed. Right. It didn't take till eighteen sixty five for all the slaves to be freed. So even though this. This law was signed. It didn't take to the year 1865 because that's the year that, like, the U.S. sent troops down to Texas 
Because in Texas, there was people still holding slaves. Like, there were still people buying and selling slaves and having slaves on plantations in Texas. And the fucking army showed up, and they're like, yo, guys, uh, you can't be doing this shit. And by the way, all you guys are free people. Like, you don't, you don't have to stay here. You know, like, you're free. Yeah. And that is crazy that, that that even happened, right? Like, people don't realize that it took that long. People just assume... Oh, the Emancipation Proclamation was signed. Everyone's free now. Well, yeah, technically, yes. But yeah, think about it. back then, there was no internet, right? Horse there was buggy. Just, there was Tony newspapers. Express. Yeah, there was newspapers. There was Telegram. people on horses. You know, there was people on horses, fucking riding around horses, delivering the news. And, you know, that's the reason the South was rebelling also. You know, the, the South, you know, there was a civil war because of this shit. The South was like... What the fuck do you mean this shit's going on? You know, they're like, no yeah. way, no way, bro. We don't want this. And, you know, that whole Civil War thing happened. And, yeah, but, I mean, so so that's crazy. But, yeah, 32 years old on June 18th, Father's Day yesterday. Happy Father's Day to happy all Father's the fathers. Happy Father's Day, a belated day. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and happy Juneteenth to anyone who celebrates. And... I guess people should celebrate. People should be celebrating this, right? You know, it's a good thing. People aren't slaves anymore in the U.S. Even though, to be honest, if you look at the world right now, slavery is still a big thing in certain countries. There's a lot of countries around the world that still practice slavery. And that is insane to me. But, that is a huge thing, Gunny. I don't know if you knew this, dude, but a lot of the human trafficking people that are victims of human trafficking, you know what they end up as? Slaves. Hmm. They end up working for free for somebody. And You and know, I, I see on the billboards in California, when I went out to New York, here I am on the 33rd floor of the Marriott, and a big thing on the, on the door, when you close that door inside your hotel room, and I've seen it before, Stop human trafficking. It's on every door in all 400 rooms. So it must be a huge deal that. And, uh, and I've experienced it here at my apartment complex too, where there was a guy doing the same thing. Yeah. So top 10 countries that practice slavery, which this means like forced labor by the state, forced marriages, Forced labor by people owned by other people and all that shit. Number one is India. Yeah. Yep. They number number two would be China. Number three would be North Korea. So it's crazy to me that North Korea is number three on this list. From like number three on the list, you think North Korea, you think those fuckers are evil. They're over there putting people in labor camps. Yeah. And they're number three on the fucking list. It must be their population. It's not as big as India or China. Yeah. Nowhere near close. But like the other countries, you know, to be surprised, you, you probably wouldn't believe this. But on the list, Russia's on this list in the top 10 at number eight. And Afghanistan is at number 10. So, yeah, think about that. So. There's still people out there being forced to do things that, you know, without getting paid for it, without 
being recognized for their labor, their work, whatever it may be, human trafficking, sexual exploitation, whatever, still happens. So understand that it's still a going thing around the world. And that's insane to me. But yeah. Anyways. Besides all that, let's get into some happier notes here. Yeah. I'm 32 years old now. It was my birthday yesterday. I thought you were going to retire from video games. How did you celebrate your birthday, Jesus? I didn't really do much yesterday, to be honest. I just kind of chilled. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I, there wasn't a big party. There wasn't anything like that. I don't I don't know, man. I'm more of a chill guy. I'm more like just lay back and do my own thing, you know? I didn't really have like anything big. You buy yourself anything? But I did buy myself something. So today, Mayo convinced me through a lot of talk to buy this thing, Gunny. This fucking thing right here. This fucking thing. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, it's the special edition. Yeah, I got myself a PS5 once again. Once again. (laughs) (laughs) Once again, I got myself a PS5. But I, I got a really good deal on it. So, Mayo, I ended up buying the disc version, mm-hmm. PS5. But if you guys didn't know, PlayStation dropped the price of the Ragnarok bundle, the God of War one. They so there's a bundle with God of War Ragnarok that was about five sixty. PlayStation had a a price cut on it, and they dropped it down to five hundred four ninety nine ninety nine. In the U.S., of course, in other countries it's probably more, but. They dropped the price down to four ninety nine ninety nine, and I have an employee discount where I bought this, so I ended up getting like another fifty bucks off. So I actually ended up paying four fifty for it, which it's 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 a pretty good deal, right? I mean, I don't yeah. Know. I mean, I saved like a hundred something. I mean, bucks. you basically got got a war for free, mm-hmm. and then you still saved us a smidge. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's at least much. what seventy bucks, sixty, seventy bucks. I think yeah. I think I paid five fifty for mine, and then with state tax and everything, it was probably close a little bit over six hundred, probably. And you don't have state door. tax, right? Sales tax? No. So yeah, it was four fifty even. Nice. I feel like that's a good price for the the disc console. I mean, I was looking for a digital one; they just didn't have them. And I think the digital one, honestly, Sony doesn't make as many of those anymore i think they want to make more money so they add the disc drive yeah sort of reverse for xbox right add a hundred dollar fucking cost to it um but i'm okay with it whatever i guess i'll play movies on it or something i don't know yeah i will never use that disc drive i I bought one game when i bought my playstation and and then it went to uh ps plus so i didn't even need to install it and that was uh the new uh um, Horizon Zero Dawn, the Forbidden West. And yeah, so. so I'm like, whatever about it. Uh, I didn't want the disc one. I don't like the way it looks as much as the digital one. I like the digital one because it's even on both sides of the console. Like it looks nice on both sides. This one it has that weird hump thing for the disc drive. Whatever, I'm okay with it. I'm gonna keep this one this time. I hope. Ryan tells me I won't. I'm going to try to prove him wrong. What are you looking forward to playing on this? Of course, God of War, which is what I have with it. But I want to play the new Final Fantasy. I want to play the new Spider-Man yeah. coming out. I want to try out Horizon 
uh, whatever fucking Forbidden West. Forbidden West, whatever it's called. I want to try that out, and I want to just play random console games. I feel like, like I I want to. You know, the PC is cool, man. I like PC gaming. It's my preferred way to play games. But there is times where I wish I had a console. Like, I just wish I had a fucking mm-hmm. Xbox. Pop in, pop in the disc and play. A or, Nintendo yeah, just... or whatever, right? Yeah, to just get on and play. Grab a controller something. and go. Yeah. And that's what this is going to offer me, I think. It's going to offer well, me I think it gives you... You, the, like in my situation, the most variety too. Like not just because of having the PS5, but like being a PC player now. Like if you buy an Xbox, you know, like you already have access to most of everything. You yeah. just, you're only changing where you can play it. But if you spend the money on the PlayStation, you're gonna still have access to all those Xbox games. But you're gonna yeah. have access to the PS5 exclusives now. You know, I mean. Yeah, so and it's and it's funny you you credit me for help talking you into it. The the PC guy over here, you know. Yeah. yeah. The one but yeah, I've been using mine quite a bit, but like I don't think you use it as much as I did. You know, because I had all yeah. that backlog to play because I didn't play all the old stuff when you have. Yeah, I but, played all the old Spider Mans and shit, so I'm okay with that. But like, but we'll get into that Final Fantasy demo. Good stuff. Is it? I, I watched Nightcrawler play it. I was like, wow. I'm missing out. I don't, uh, talk to me about that demo, man. Without, without spoiling it for the listeners, the people oh, that are going to play this. So, yeah, for me, you know, the that was one of the things I played this week is, you know, I heard a little bit about it on VGO and they were talking about it. And I don't know, they, they were saying, I, I did not dig into this anymore, but they were saying that what piqued my interest was that when the guy doing the story and all that stuff, all, he had his whole team kind of start watching Game of Thrones. And they said it was kind of like Game of Thrones feel to it. So that kind of piqued my interest because I'm, I'm just not a big Final Fantasy fan. So I started hearing talk about that. Then they just talked about how like adult it was and, and like mature, like dark game. You know, like, okay, I'm like, that, that might be interesting because, you know, some of the Final Fantasies can be, you know, whatever. But like my envision of Final Fantasy is very much anime, kind of Japanese kind of feel to it and all that kind of stuff. So when I seen it was a medieval type game, with with sorcery and magic and stuff, I'm like, okay, I might be intrigued, you know. Yeah. And then I looked at, I I didn't even watch the trailer. I I, I heard, you know, like, hey, PS5 has a demo you can play early, you know, like free demo. Like, why not download it and check it out, right? And they're yeah. like, there's a lot to watch. It's a lot of cutscenes. You just got to be prepared to watch it and, and enjoy it as much Bro, as you are playing it. I, I played and enjoyed the fuck out of Death Stranding. Right, and that's kind of what you, we You can't tell me about cutscenes, okay? I watched, okay? This I watched <laughs> a 45-minute cutscene and moved every 10 minutes for like two steps, and that cutscene kept playing, okay? I know about cutscenes, Mayo. I would say, I would say probably in this, like, if I took, I, I maybe took, played it for an hour and a half, the demo, and maybe 45 minutes was gameplay, yeah. and then you know, the rest was cutscene. I mean, it's a lot of cussing, and then you'll do a little action part, then you go back to cussing and a little bit of action part. But uh, just like getting into it, I was I was pretty impressed. You know, it starts off like in the future, then it does like this little flashback thing, and it's telling you it's kind of the story almost leads up to where you're at. And it was just really neat. The graphics are really, really good. Kind of, I would say, you know, next gen quality. So I think it looks good, and it and it seems to play well. And then they they start teaching you about the combat, and the combat. Eh, it was okay. Like right now, I'll give the combat like a five or a six out of ten. Because, but it was also they were saying like when you play this demo, it will carry over if you buy the game. 
like what you do in here kind of it's like the very first beginning of the game so you're very limited on your abilities and you don't have like crazy weapons or gear or nothing like that you know so that i, I can see how it could change cool the combat shit, yeah, yeah. yeah you don't get all that cool shit like you would in a normal demo like you know how they are in some of the demos they just like load you up and you're like i'm badass in this game this thing's pretty sweet they don't they don't show you that but you still kind of get that feeling like you're badass but the combat is kind of like hack and slash you know, you have a little dodge mechanic by hitting R1. Is it? Okay, the one thing I should have asked, which I didn't, is the combat turn-based? No, no, it okay, is good. It is full live-action combat. I fucking you are hate that around. shit about Final Fantasy, like their combat when it's turn-based. I yeah, don't it, like turn-based. It kind of reminded me something that been like, uh, oh, I don't want to compare it to, because it's not as deep as like Ghost of Tsushima. It's, it's not that deep of combat. But it's that third person, you know, and you're like slashing and you, you kind of see him attack. They'll kind of telegraph their attacks and you'll yeah. hit like R1 to dodge. And when you dodge at the right time, it like kind of slows down time and you can do like extra bonus damage. And then nice. they, the, the enemies have like this stagger bar. And once you get them staggered, they kind of like will, will kind of stumble and they'll take extra damage. So like you can start doing extra damage and you have people in your party like you do old, you know, normal Final Fantasies and they're attacking with you. So they're doing stuff with you, and they can kind of be helping you out, and you can like kind of team up on whoever you're fighting. It does have boss fights. You know, you had, you have a pair of areas where you just walk into this area, all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's an ambush, and all these trolls come out, and so you have to fight. Like, say there's like ten of them, you know, and you're fighting one, and another one maybe shooting some spells at you or something like that, but you can kind of dodge, and the other guys are kind of fighting them off, and you're just kind of killing the guys. So when you get through them, you know. It'll it will automatically collect all the loot. So when you when you kill everybody, it'll drop down like little XP or gold or something like that. And I think you get, you just get the XP from killing the people, but it'll drop golden items, and you'll automatically collect it when you're done with that that sequence of battles. You know, like when all those enemies are gone, it kind of just automatically rakes in everything in your area. So you don't have to run around and grab each little glowing orb on the ground where you killed them. You know, like how some games make you do it. Yeah, it, it just automatically all flies toward you. And you pick it up, and you're like, okay, good to go, you know? And, and then they'll say, if you fight, like, a, a boss, there's a couple of bigger enemies, or I don't know if they were really true bosses or not, but they were, like, a big enemy, like an ogre, kind of like you would fight in Hogwarts, you know, uh, a troll. And uh, you, you would fight, like, a, there's this, the first one you come across is, like, a troll or an ogre. And uh, you kill him, and it'll say, like, it goes to his little screen, it'll say, you gained this much XP, and you did this, and it'll rate your fight, like, how well you did. So like, you even get like bonus XP by doing like by fighting better, or maybe not taking any damage or something like that. And and then sometimes they will drop items. So then the one then they show you an example. They give you like an arm piece for your character for armor, and you, it shows you how to equip it and stuff in the demo. So you equip it and you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, I got this. You know, you kind of go on. But it's a lot, a lot of cussing. But just the story was really good, and I can see how they had like the Game of Thrones, Thrones influence, if that's the case, because. It is it is a little darker and it has a little stronger language in it. And it and it just doesn't it did it did not feel like a Final Fantasy game to me. Like it felt like a straight up just medieval game with magic and sorcery in it. And it was kinda cool. Like I said, this one character becomes like a phoenix, you know, and he like transforms in this giant phoenix and you do this big epic fight and you're doing this fight and you're fighting this other like epic monster. 
and the, there's music playing and the camera's kind of spinning and you got to try to like lock onto them with your right analog stick and then you're you're hitting a button and you're firing on them and and the camera kind of flips around and then you hit dodge after he attacks it, you know he tries to hit you and you dodge it and the camera spins around and then you're firing backwards and you're you're just kind of hitting triangle and shooting some little fireballs at it and and it's this whole long like that fight was probably like a 10 minute fight like just going through and just fighting this other monster then there's this whole series of events that happens afterwards but it it was a nice i felt like it was a nice balance of gameplay and cussing really i'm like you could get some long cussings but when you would fight through the game you know the enemies and the actual fighting sometimes it would take a couple minutes and you would work your way through or you had to run around or you had to run around uh Another thing I thought was really cool is like during the cutscene, Jesus, you can like see if you're confused and you're you're not completely paying attention or like who's yeah. who's who the fuck is this guy? You know, this new guy just walks in and he's like, <laughs> oh, I'm such, a, and you're like, okay, what what is this? You know, you, yeah. when you when you pause the game and you hit that center touchpad button on your PS5 controller, it will pull up this little thing and you can see the game, the menu, the cutscene in the background and the cutscene pauses and it'll be like four depending who's on the screen, these little bubbles and I'll have the picture of that character that's on that screen and you can like analog over top of them. And you, like, if you hit, I think you have to hit the button then like if you hit, what is it? X confirm. I don't remember down the PlayStation, whatever the confirmation button is. You, you confirm it and it'll give you a little description of who that person is and, and why they're right. relevant. And so like, that's helpful, you, man, because no bullshit. Like in, in death stranding, you're like lost sometimes. There was yeah. like so many characters. Like, who the fuck is this, this dude with like the weird mask on? <laughs> Like why, right. why are you important? Like, so that was kind of cool. Like, and it's not like a special PlayStation thing or nothing like that. Where like when you hit like the PlayStation button, where you know, like sometimes you can do like uh, it'll say like get hints or something. But like it's, that. it's nothing cool, like that. It's just it's in the game. Cool game something feature. they thought of and built it into the game. That center that game had is awesome. I guarantee that. Like, I guarantee you that this game has it. Hideo Kojima's gonna put it on Death Stranding. Yeah, well, he yep, needs. I thought about he needs that, to yeah. put it in his game. Yeah. I guarantee you, he's gonna put it into Death Stranding too. He's and gonna... really, it was it was really nice. Actually, I feel like a lot of games should maybe start implementing this. Like it just like stuff in the future or like these big RPGs we get into. You know, sometimes you miss something, and then you're like, "What is going on here?" Kind of thing. Like, I hope like, Starfield just... has something like that. Yeah. So I don't know how much work that took for them to do, but it was you know it was appreciated. It was nice. It, it probably it just... didn't take much. They paid some. Some yeah. other dude, some intern guy to do it. Okay, like and it like, probably doesn't change much. So they probably have a set one. So like, if your main character is on screen, you know that same bubble is gonna be up every time. It's gonna say yeah. the same thing every time. And it'll tell you like the background that you're in. Like you're in this. You're you have like a map. Um, when you pull up your map, it has like set points, right? And you just hit you you mouse over top of it and you hit like X to confirm to go there. And say okay, it just so tell it's not like there. so it's open world, but like more like a hub. Yeah, yeah, it's more like a hub. You but see is, this map. is it okay? Am I getting there and I'm like, oh, this is underwhelming, or is it like I'm getting there and this hub is detailed? Uh, what do you mean, like underwhelming? Because like, some places have like open world, but the open world fucking sucks. Like the like, like when you're in the actual area. Yeah, it sucks. It's, it's like it's, it's lame. It's like what the fuck is the point of it? Good looking graphically, but it is linear. I would say it's like God of War kind of like linear. Is it like Deus Ex? I didn't play DSX. So Deus Ex had the same thing, right, Gunny, where, like, you're in these hubs that are sort yes. of open-world-ish, but it's just, like, this little hub, right? 
Think of like Dead Island 2 almost, right? Where you have these hubs, right? Like you go. Yeah, yeah, it'd be something like that. That's that's a good example. I don't mind that. As long as that area is detailed enough, especially in an RPG, I want like and the it's, it's really detailed. Like it looked really. I good. want the NPCs to talk to me. I want like random shit going on, but like, like I, I'm like I feel like I'm in a living world. That's what I want to feel like. I don't want to go into a hub where I feel like, ah, oh, this is fucking lame. Like I don't want to be here. Like this is this sucks. You and know, it I, looks. I want to I want to. When, when you get to an area, you run through it, and there's and there's some stuff you can discover. Like you can kind of get off the off beaten path just a little bit, and there'd be like money hidden. You'll see it glowing. It's pretty obvious. Like oh, there's something over there. You know, you can yeah. you can see it. It's like this bright blue, sparkling white, bluish white. You know, like yeah. I'm like oh, you can see there's something over there. So you run over there and you can. Well, like light, light as far as this game, is this a Jesus game? I think it is. If, you, if you like a good story, like I what feel like this is gonna be a mass, like a massive epic story. I think it's Game gonna be like this. Bro. What's that, Gunny? Medieval Game of Thrones style. It, that's this kind of, of what I think it's gonna be. I I don't know it's, yet completely from the demo. Bro, I love Game of Thrones. I don't know if you watch Game of Thrones, Mayo, but I've watched it all. I, I did not. Just a little bit of it. I even watched like the new series, The House of the Dragon. And I can't wait for the new season for House of the Dragon. I'm fucking hyped. And then they're making another spin-off show for like Jon Snow and like the White Walkers and like when he what happens to him after that shit. They're making all these shows from off of Game of Thrones. They're doing spin-offs. But I and love that series, dude. I fucking love like having the houses and like the king and like the people fighting for the power, like who's gonna be the next king and like people backstabbing each other and that's what I, now I've seen a little bit of that in this demo. I don't. I'm not gonna give any of it away, but there is backstabbing going on, and there's people dying. Like so, like there's want, people. I, I want, thought that was gonna kind of be in this series. Gore. I want like some like there is like, gore. Oh, I'm it betraying. Is, I'm betraying the fucking king, and I'm taking over the throne right now. Like, I'm there, gonna go there is there. things happen where you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they did this. Like, I'm gonna go in there already. with my fucking army and kill off all his bodyguards and kill the king, and now I'm the king. I want that type of shit going on, man. I want some so, Game of Thrones shit. The story, the story kind of is like, I, I'm going to probably talk about the story. Is like you have this king, but you, yeah. you don't start as that king, right? You kind of start in this present day, and you're like with this militia. And they don't, they don't really say what's going on. And you, and you go to this edge, and you're supposed to, and there's this battle that breaks, takes place on the ground. And you guys are watching. There's like four of you. And you're watching it from above. And, and all of a sudden, it goes back in time. And when you see this cussing about this phoenix fighting this other creature... And then you're like, okay, but then it goes back in time to earlier, and it shows you when you're a little younger. Oh, and and you know, it, it shows, also like so it starts off with like the ending, and it goes back in time to see how you got there. I believe so. Is that's what they're gonna do? So you think the At game's least, gonna you think the game's gonna end in that huge battle? I don't know because like I think they so. show that battle, and then they show like the Phoenix part, or maybe after the, demo. the game will probably end after that battle, right? Like you'll have that huge battle, and then the or game it could just be the first chapter because this game is chapters, and they said you're playing just a small part of the first chapter. So I don't know where uh, they're I'm gonna excited go with though. It. I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna it, buy it. I'm fucking sold. I'm like I said, I I, I played like it. Combat. I wasn't even like a Final Fantasy fan at all, and it sold me. Like I I'm pretty sure I'm just gonna buy this Plus, and play uh, it. Uh, another game that I get to play on the PlayStation Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah, I know. Listen, That's another one like, I don't get to play. That, like, that, that one didn't this grab me why, like this. Did. This is why I wanted a PS5. I wanted it for the exclusives, man. Because mm. I, I love the Spider-Man games. Like, not no bullshit. Like, I wish I kind of wish Microsoft would have bought Insomniac instead of Sony. 
they kind of dropped the ball on that. They should have totally bought them when they made Sunset Overdrive for them. They should have offered him money and just bought him out. They probably could have bought them for pretty cheap at the time, you know? Right. And, like, because those guys are a machine, dude. Think about it. They made Spider-Man, then turned around right away after making that hit of a game, and they made Miles Morales. Then they turned around, and now they've made Spider-Man 2. All in the matter of the last fucking, like, five to six or what. What? When was the first? Let me look up. I'm not sure, that, but Miles Morales, I thought was kind of short. That was the only thing that disappointed me about Miles Morales was was I only played the main campaign. I didn't go through and do all the side quest type stuff, you know. Spider Man on PS4. It was came like six out. hours, maybe. Spider Man on PS4 came out in 2018. So that means yep. in five years they've put out three games, two games, three games, dude, three big games, and three games that. Well, assuming that this next one's going to be great, which, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind it's going to be just as fun as the last two, right? They've put out three games in the last five years. Tell me any other publisher or developer, not not publisher, but tell me any other developer, any other, name one, that has been able to push out three titles. Three AAA. That fast, that good. That efficiently, I can't think of one. Yeah, yeah, they they have done it. Like I said, though, I still feel like Miles Morales is more like uh, an expansion than it was a. But it was a big. It was a. But it was a good expansion. Like Like, big expansion. Like that. That definitely deserved the the price tag it came with. Like the full price tag it came with it, because it was like a full game. I played. Yeah, yeah. I'm not questioning whether it was worth it, but like the time, like it took me to beat it. If you just play the main king main campaign. How long it was, it was short. It was only like six hours. Oh, let me look at Miles Morales. It, it wasn't that long compared time to the to, regular I'm gonna, time. I'm gonna, I'm time to beat. Sure. Time to beat right now. Main story seven hours and thirty six. Still, yeah. Still, okay, like, I didn't right. do all the like side stuff. I just kind of went straight through it. And if you compare it to like to the twenty eighteen Spider Man, I think that's like eighteen hours or something like that. I can remember looking this up. I'm gonna look it up. It was considerably shorter than like the Spider Man game was. Oh yeah, yeah. The Spider-Man, the first one, the main story was sixteen hours and fifty on average, sixteen hours to be. And they probably and didn't, did, you know, for Miles Morales. If, if you they did didn't the have to change a lot, was twenty-five. But still, like, like you these know, like games. The play think about style, this: like, like for insane. a developer to release three of these games back to back to back. Oh, not well, not back to back, but like in that short time span that they have, it's incredible. Well, the money they made on it—that's a thing, you know. I can't know, think uh, of—I can't think of another developer that's done that. That's been able to push out a game and have it be a hit like this good, and then turn around and make another one, then turn around and make a sequel to the first yeah. one. The only one I'd say you could really say in this cheating is like Call of Duty, you know, because they use multiple, yeah. you know, studios. Yeah, but they make of, one every year. But the studios, yeah, the studios, yeah, yeah. Like it's like, like how many studios do they have on Call of Duty? You three, got like right? the, the like the three main ones, but then if you ever look at the launch screen when the game launches, yeah, there's a they lot got of like yeah, yeah, they got like twenty support studios. They got right, like twenty other studios, and yeah, art and background and. They got a lot of help. So, like, it, to me, I mean, of course, I'm, I'm not saying Insomniac is doing everything, right? Like, I'm sure they have help from, like, the people who made Days Gone, and I'm sure they have help from Naughty Dog, and I'm sure they have help from 
all the other studios from Sony, right? They all probably support him. But for them to push these out this fast and this efficiently and this quickly, it's kind of impressive. And like I said, I kind of wish maybe Microsoft should have bought them instead of Bethesda. Maybe Microsoft should have bought them instead of these other developers they've bought. I mean, who knows, right? Bethesda yeah. might be the one, right, that like will pay off for them because of Starfield. But these other developers, what have they pushed out, man? What have they done? And it's so know. hard too, because you know I've heard the, the argument too. It's like Microsoft buying these developers. You just you don't all those same people ain't working for them anymore. You know those people yeah, move around, yeah. they quit, hearing, they leave. You know, that, you know, so like just because it's a game from Naughty Dog, you know, like see if Microsoft went out and bought Naughty Dog from Sony somehow. You know, like it came yeah. up for sale and Microsoft bought it. It doesn't mean all the people that are making them games are going to stay there. Mm-hmm. You know, so like that developer could change and it could you know, be different, you know, it's just right. the lead and the artist and everybody could, yeah, jump ship. Who knows? Like, like, you know, there's, there's developers that Microsoft owns and I'm like, why, why do they really need these guys? Like I get why they own three for three industries, right? They have to have halo. Of course. I know that the coalition, same shit, but like studios, like, uh, like Ninja Theory, the ones that made Hellblade, like why? Why do you really own them? Why do you own? I think, Unde- I think that one was like an eye candy one. Or- when when Hellblade came out, they were like everybody was talking about how good that game was. Yeah. So Microsoft was like, well, these guys are good and like popular right now. They're kind of like the end thing. They're kind of hot. So I think they tried to grab them while they could. Why do they? Why do they own? Why do they own Undead Labs? I mean, I don't get me wrong. I'm a fan of State of Decay. I am. It could just be now. Well, what, that we're I in mean, that how efficient world, have they been? We're now in this like digital age of they would get 100% of the profit. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to go to a GameStop or a Best Buy. I mean, and that's probably why even Sony bought, uh, yeah. who makes, uh, I mean, Destiny from uh, a Bungie. Yeah. From and, you know, those other studios, right? You can collect, get all those funds. You don't need to, yeah. there is no get 70% of the cut, you know? I mean, yeah, they're buying digitally. Yeah, but like, still, like, so, like to me, it's like, man, they really dropped the pawn Insomniac. <laughs> they should have bought Insomniac when they had the chance. Yeah, missed opportunity. Yeah, I like Jesus, I would, like I said, I highly recommend playing that demo of Final Fantasy, maybe before you buy it, because your progress does save. So if you do play it, it will, when you, if you decide oh, to buy the dude, game, from there. what do you think I'm playing tonight? Yeah, I was. Say, I, I want yeah. my challenge to you is I want you to play it tonight and text me your response because I I want to talk more about this and I can't. Yeah, <laughs> like I, will I honestly do. Play. It's one of those things like you got to watch something, and you really feel like it was a really epic story, a really cool thing to watch, but you can't spoil it for anybody else. You know, kind of thing. So like, yeah. I want to talk about it with somebody. I kind of asked Sniper what he thought of the game. You know, on, on our our one chat because I know he played it, so I know he he's seen it. And so I was like. You know, hey, what do you think about this? You know, kind of thing, and because there's some cool stuff that happens in that, and I was, I'm excited, I was blown away, and and then when the when the demo ended, I was kind of like, you bastards made me want to buy this game. <laughs> you know, it really yeah. worked. Hey, I went in skeptical. Sixty nine dollars. That's the point, of a, that's the point of a demo. That means they released right. a good demo. 
Yeah, I mean, that, did. I, I did not realize when I installed that demo, it just meant like a direct access to my wallet. <laughs> I mean, it was like, that's one of the good right. thing about Square. You know, when they did that Final Fantasy VII demo and I played it and was like, oh, like it wasn't super long, right? But it was like, ah, oh, I love this combat. I got to buy this game. And I went out and bought the disc. And, and, and until they no, didn't, I got it. Yeah. They didn't make up like it's some hyped up part of the game to get played to get you in. Yeah, yeah. They literally gave me the very beginning of the game. The start of the it. Basic like, so character. that means they knew from the beginning, like, yo, bro, we got a good beginning to this game. Oh, yeah. I thought we just let these people play this level. The, the intro, yeah. And we'll and get I don't know where on. the where it's gonna go from there. I kinda have an idea. But like okay, like but how involved is it gonna get? And it just like I said, it just was like, Holy cow, like I gotta see this. You know, kind of like what Game of Thrones would be like, you know, the person that watched yeah. it and the other person hasn't watched it till like the next day and you want to go like, go to work and talk about it and you can't because yeah. your buddy's like, I had to get to watch it. I had to yeah. go mow the lawn last night. So don't yeah. tell me. <laughs> but you're like, no, I want to tell you, damn it. That's how yeah. I am with, uh, that's how I am with IMs and mostly IMs. Brink sometimes, but it's mostly IMs. Every time IMs, like every time something new comes out that we all watch, right? That in, we're in the chat and we all watch it. I'm always telling him, I am you motherfucker. You better not spoil this shit for me, bro. Like, like, like I did that to him with the Microsoft presentation that they did on, on the other, the other day for E3, right? I, I, you know, the Microsoft showcase and Starfield. I told him, bro, you better not fucking spoil anything. I'm going to mute this chat. Oh yeah. I, I, I was careful. I was careful in the chat. Then he started spoiling <laughs> it at first. A little bit. And I was he like, realized, ah. he realized Jesus. What game did I put right in now. there? What game was it I put uh, you, in there? You put in Fable. Fable. Oh, okay. I, that's all I said was Fable. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I told you, Gunny, and I actually muted you guys. I muted you and I muted, <laughs> I muted Brink and Iams. I fucking yeah. muted it. I was like, I'm not looking at <laughs> nice. these messages till after work. I'm not looking at these. Yeah. And I wanted to so bad. And I'm like, no, dude, no, man. I gotta, you got to watch this showcase. Um, this is going to be hard. Like, if I, like I said, I'm most likely picking this up on Thursday. And then... I'll start playing it, well, but like, actually, I don't know how much time... I, I'm off to work next week, so I'll probably be able to play through it more next week if I'm not traveling it'll around. It'll be available so. for playing on Wednesday night at 9 p.m., no? Um, I just seen the 22nd on the website, I, on the store, PS Store, so I don't know. So let me look it up here. I'm going to look it up right now for you, man. But, uh, yeah, definitely... It, I haven't at work, Jesus, was like talking about this... like. I recall it was like two or three weeks ago, right? I was talking to a guy who's a huge Final Fantasy fan, and that's all he plays: Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy. You know, he's new, you know, excited for the new um, MMO stuff. He's he he played the remakes. He he played through all this stuff, and he's like, we were talking about it, and I said, you know, I go, do you think Final Fantasy is going to get, get Game of the Year? And this is before we played the demos and this stuff come out, and he said, no, probably not, because it doesn't have a big enough fan base and this and that. And I, and I agreed with him. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I said, it's probably not enough different or not enough new. It's probably typical Final Fantasy. It's going to be good, but probably not Game of the Year type stuff. And then I mean, we were talking, talking about like Hogwarts and my thoughts on Hogwarts about it being Game of the Year and, and that kind of stuff. And then you know we talked about Diablo as well being potential Game of the Year. I don't know if it could ever be Game of the Year because it's so much like Diablo 3. Yeah. I mean, it's cool they made improvements, but it doesn't really... It isn't like something, groundbreaking. There's yeah. only... There's only a few Game of the Year's contenders, and I'm going to tell you them right now. Okay. Number one, Zelda. Yes. Yeah. Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom or whatever. I think that game gets sold kind of short. Like, I did not play it myself. I watched this guy stream it, and they did like a fast forward, kind of like through him beating it. 
And it looks, some of it looked kind of repetitive, like the story was kind of meh. Of course it is. People are saying that it's more like a DLC to... to but it, it looked like it had a pretty cool, like, the fighting and some of the scenes were kind of cool. Like the cutscenes yeah. and stuff and stuff that was going on. It felt kind of epic. It felt like it was a big epic scene. That's number one. Number two, I, I guarantee it's going to be probably Spider-Man. Or number will, three. Will that count? When is that supposed to come out? Is that supposed to come out in September? Yeah, November, September, October. Okay. Is the, isn't the cutoff like November? This fall, right? November, I think, yeah. So it's going to be... Isn't the cutoff for Game of the Year for like November or something like that? It is, like the end of November, the middle of November. Yeah. But it's going to be on the list. I guarantee it will be. And, of course, I think Starfield is going to make the cut. Mm-hmm. I only think Starfield is going to make the cut because it's a Bethesda game. I don't think it's because it's a Microsoft game, an Xbox game. I think Bethesda has enough goodwill with their gamers to to get a Game of the Year nomination. I don't know if it's going to win, but it's mm-hmm. going to be on the list, I think, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I think, I think it'll be on the list because it does already have like a really rock-hard foundation on Steam, right? On and, and PC. Like, and like... It's Bethesda, bro. We understand that there's going to be bugs. And people are, like, to me, honestly, people are very, uh, like, in terms of bugs and, like, glitches and weird, like, animations and weird characters and weird shit that goes on in games. Bethesda always kind of gets a pass on it. They always get, like, that, oh, well, it's a Bethesda game. Oh, well, you, you experienced that glitch, Mayo? Well, I mean, it's a Bethesda game. You know, right. Like, they they, they like, get a like pass. They always get a pass, sort of. They're kind of like Nintendo, where Nintendo gets a pass on like the graphics and, yeah. and FPS. Kind of like Bethesda uh, gets a pass on the, the new Zelda. Like, oh, it's only yes. 30 frames. It gets no, it a pass, matter. though, because it's, just it's on Nintendo, a Switch. Bro. It's Nintendo, bro. Yeah. It's, it's, it's on a Switch. It's old yeah. hardware. It's okay. 30 it's frames is okay. It's Nintendo. 60 it's frames okay. on Red Ball? Bad. No, 30 fuck frames on Red Ball. Bad. Fuck you! How dare you? <laughs> you know, how dare Zelda? You? Yay, Zelda! We'll celebrate you because you did it frames. on the Switch. Yay, you know what I mean? Zelda, it's twenty FPS. That's no, fine. I made it's that on up. The hey, that, that's completely fine. Yeah, no <laughs> right. big deal, right? Like, but yeah, and like Bethesda is going to be the same way, right? Bethesda is going to be like, oh well, you found glitches, a bunch of glitches. Like, there's a ton of glitches in this game. Oh well, it's a Bethesda game. We expected these glitches. And this I think they're like gonna no get No Man's Sky. Why should this yeah. be Game of the Year? No Man's Sky already did this. No, they're gonna. I think they're gonna be. I don't think it's gonna. I don't know if it's gonna win. Nintendo has a lot of fans. They N- do. Nintendo has a lot of vocal fans. Those fucking fans will vote twenty times for that fucking game <laughs> before they will Starfield. <laughs> okay. Now Spider Man. Sony kind of has a tough year, right? Because people are gonna be like. Yeah, it's a great game, but you how already did this. How much yeah. different is it going to be from the other games? Think of like the, God of War Ragnarok, right? Like, yeah, it's a great game, but you already did this. And that's what I thought was going to hurt Final Fantasy as well. It's like, but then when I went and played it, I'm like, this is nothing like what I expected. And then it felt very epic. That, that, Maybe, just that little and, and I think little Final bit. Fantasy will be on that list as well. I think. Yeah. Well, it always seems to win music of the year. <laughs> you know, like it always has uh, the best soundtrack. I, I, I think that Final Fantasy will be on that list. So, like I said, it's going to be those contenders. It's going to be Final Fantasy, Spider Man, uh, 
Xbox's Starfield, Nintendo's uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Those are going to be the, the main four contenders now, where there'll be like an outlier, maybe Diablo, maybe yeah. something what else. About, yeah. Jesus, what about in September, the Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two? No. Is there enough fans for no. that? I mean, yes, but people are going to say, well, it shouldn't win Game of the Year because it's not the full game. It's it's the second part of the first game. Right. I mean, the first one, right? It did not win anything, right? It, it Maybe no. like soundtrack or something. Yeah. But it's it, not, it's not it the full game. Out. It's not, and so it's not the full version. Like, don't they have another? Like, don't they have a part three as well coming out eventually? Yeah, I like, thought it was part, broken part, up into three parts. Part, part two doesn't even finish the game. So, like, if, if you really want to play the whole thing back to back, you need to buy the fucking three versions. Was like, once it comes out in like fucking ten years or whatever. Yeah, but like, I, I'm excited this year, you know, because there's a lot of big games coming out, a lot of huge games. I mean, th- right. man, there's a reason about it. It seems like September. It seems like when September hits, there's something big coming out, like guys, all the time. Guys, let me get you the list here of games that can still beat Zelda for the game of the year 2023. Yeah. So yeah, these live. are the top 10 games that can beat Zelda, possibly. First one is Street Fighter 6. No. No. Uh, what about Mortal Kombat 1? No. No. Jedi Survivor? No. No. No fucking way, no. Resident Evil 4? Nope. Nope. Uh, let's see, Payday 3? That's not going to no. happen. No way, not even close. What about Hogwarts? Yes, like, maybe. Mm, okay, that one, that was a good game. And, it, and yeah. it came out this year, right? So Yes. I could see it on the list, but I don't think it's going to win. Yeah. Dead Space remake? Or no, it just says Dead Fuck. Space, right? Nope. No, no probably space, not. Nope. Uh, Spider-Man Two is on the list. Yes, that that's on the list. I'm telling you, it's on the list. And I, I don't Fantasy think I don't think it's, it could beat it, but I don't think it's going to. I don't think it's going to get game there. No. Final Fest, yeah. Final Fantasy 16 and Diablo Four. See, I don't think like these games are going to be on the list. I think for sure right. you're going to see Final Fantasy. You're going to see Spider-Man. You're going to see Starfield. You're going to see uh whatever the fuck else we mentioned. But I don't like Hogwarts, but you're not going to see like these games really win. I think the only one that really stands a chance is Starfield. I don't think Spider-Man can be. It is a new IP. So, yeah, it's. Yeah, I just don't think. I don't, in my honest opinion, think that Spider-Man can beat uh, Tears of the Kingdom for Game of the Year. I just. As yeah. you know, we haven't, of course, none of us have played it. We haven't even really seen much gameplay of it or, or whatever footage. We haven't played it. We don't but know. It would have to be a it. lot different from what we But it, it would have to be so much. And it honestly, from the demo they showed at that uh, PlayStation conference thing, it looked like Spider Man, Miles Morales, and the first game put together. Mm-hmm. Now you could now you can play as both Spider Man, and then you could switch and play as Miles Morales, and then you could switch like Grand Theft Auto and play as. Fucking well, the other Spider Man, regular Spider Man, or whatever, right? Like, you can switch between the both Spider Mans. That's fucking a cool feature, but I don't think it's going to win. I honestly think the only one that could beat it is Starfield. And Starfield has to deliver, dude. I'm telling you this right now, man. I said it before on the show Starfield was going to be 30 FPS. I, I called that. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that's, that's, no I feel like that's a guarantee. They did say that, that was later a guarantee. that day. They did. That's not a surprise. Later that day, not at the conference like they said they were going to, or Phil said it. 
big deal, right? Like I, especially people want to make a big deal out of it. I'm whatever. I don't give a fuck. I, because I feel I, like they just they just need to take that statement that, that uh, Spencer said about all the games being 4K 60 and just throwing it out the window. Oh, it's like the people window. say, it, it's a modern game. Yeah. It, it's you know, I mean, it's not a shooter per se. You know, it does have some shooting aspects it is, to it, sort of. But but it's more of an RPG. Yeah. You know, and and those story based things or something like that. You know, I feel, I feel like you know sometimes you get thirty frames. It was playable and it's smooth, and it works. That's fine. People are gonna like, you know, it. like like pretty much what Microsoft is telling you is, look, if you own an Xbox, you're gonna be able to probably play this at thirty FPS. That's what we're telling you. Okay, so and if you own here, a PC, you play it on PC at sixty. Okay, that's what I was going to say. On PC, it's probably going to be 60 at launch, right? Later on, it'll be all this unlocked and more features added. Uh, yeah, that's I think on is. PC, so using... it's going to be higher. It's going to be higher than 60. It could be whatever your hardware can run. Yeah. What was your question? No, that was, that was my question, right? Because we kept saying 30-30, but we're talking about on the Series S and X. Yeah, right? that's so what we're PC talking about. Be... Yeah, the consoles are going to be 30 for sure. But like I honestly am I am super hyped for Starfield and and and, and I'm excited for it. but anyways Gunny let's talk about what I've been playing real quick real quick I've I played some more Battlefield new season is out Gunny new map new guns excited because they've added the changes to the characters so they uh they kind of nerfed some of the things in the characters so Irish, the guy that can block like the grenade, like he has a little thing that shoots grenades down that so when people like you could set this thing up, right? And people throw grenades into that area, that thing will shoot the grenades down. So like the grenades can't get to your area and blow you up and kill you. It'll also shoot down like um uh like helicopter grenade launchers and shit. It'll take those out. But they added a cooldown time to this now. So now there's like a it'll it'll take out grenades. And then it's on a, like a reset timer. So it'll flash green for like, I think it's five seconds. And then it resets itself and then it'll shoot down more grenades. So like if you have a lot of people spamming grenades, then you're fucked. But it's still a good gadget to use. I use it and I like it still. Um, the ballistic guy, the shield guy, he uh, now his shield. Before, if you shot at the shield... And you were shooting at him, and he was holding his riot shield up. The bullets would reflect pretty much directly back to you, so they would kind of like ricochet and come back to you and do damage to you. They kind of they nerfed that in a way to where the bullets still ricochet, gunny and mail, but they ricochet to different directions now, kind of like more realistic, right? So they mm-hmm. they don't just come back straight to the person that's shooting at them. Like it'll ricochet off to the left, to the right, to the top, to the bottom. Some of it might still hit you, but you're not gonna get all that damage back reflected to you. Now they've also added new guns to the game and the game is good. I've been playing it and it, it feels a lot like battlefield four now. Like this, this is the game we should have got at launch. And I feel like if we would have had this at launch, the game would be much more alive now than what it is. Um, I'm like one of the last few players that's still holding out and playing it. <laughs> one of the last, the last 15,000. I'm in that count. I think, um, but I'm in there and I'm still playing Battlefield. I'm like I'm like Jonathan Hall with Titanfall, right? Like the last <laughs> yeah. one playing, you know. You see the last, numbers go down every day. Yeah, You're just kind of like last, I'm still hanging around. around. The last twenty people in the world playing this game. It's going to be me playing Battlefield 2042. Um, so I've been playing that, and and actually I have not bought the season pass, like the battle pass, 
Because I don't feel like I need any of those cosmetics, dude. Like the the player badges, the gun skins. I don't need any of that. Like at all. I don't need I don't need the double XP. I'm I'm, I'm a specialist rank 50 now. I'm halfway to specialist 3. And or specialist 2 or whatever. And I don't need that. I don't need the double XP. I don't need that shit. Doesn't matter, right? Doesn't If I get double XP, ooh, what's that going to change? It's not going to unlock anything for me if I level up. It doesn't unlock anything, but the number goes up on my thing. That's it. So it doesn't change anything. So I don't need the battle pass. All the things that I could unlock in the battle pass that are like worthy of money or like I, I feel like are free usually. So like all the guns are free. And that's about it, right? So like I don't need to pay for the battle pass. Now if I wanted like that cool character skin at level 100, uh, well I'm going to have to pay for the battle pass. But I haven't got to that point yet. I don't feel like I want that skin. It's for a character that I don't really use much. So we'll see when we get there, right? But I'm level 20-something in the Battle Pass right now. I'm level 26 in the Battle Pass. And that's like two weeks into the Battle Pass. So I'm leveling up pretty fucking fast in that Battle Pass. It's so easy to level up in Battlefield. Um, It's not like Call of Duty. Call of Duty seems like a grind to level up on the Battle Pass. But played Battlefield. I actually did an OS reinstall on my PC. My PC was running really slow, really sluggish. I think it was because my hard drive that I had it on, the OS, was malfunctioning for some reason. So I had to reformat it or whatever. So I ended up moving the OS to my M.2, and the PC is working like a fucking champ now. Everything loads up so fast, so quick. It's fucking crazy. But... Uh, when I did that, I did had to you have install. it on the SSD before? I thought you yes. did put it on the MVME. No, no, it's called. No, I I installed the MVME, but that was mostly for my games. Now I have it for the games and the OS. Like I think once I installed the OS on there, that took up like 200 gigs of it, and and like the rest is for games. And it's like a, I think it's a two terabyte MVME drive. So I still have like 1800 megs or gigs or whatever the fuck space so i'm fine for games right so i installed battlefield on there i deleted all my old shit uh, and i also have games running on my ssd now i'm gonna keep the ssd in there i reformatted it and reset it completely to see if that fixed the issue that I was causing with the os and why it was malfunctioning but i'm gonna try to keep it for games because it's like a it's like an 800 gig SSD, so it's pretty spacey for certain games, right? So I kind of want that. Um, like Starfield requires an SSD. You need to have an SSD if you're going to play on PC. So just a heads up for people that have a PC and plan to play Starfield, make sure your PC has an SSD because if it does not, the game is not going to run well. They already said it. They're like, look, minimum requirements is an SSD. If you have an M.2, even better. But you must have a minimum an SSD on there. With like I think they said uh two hundred gigs of space or two hundred and fifty gigs of space on it. So you gotta have at least a two hundred and fifty gig SSD just for Starfield. And it's probably gonna be bigger once the patches come out. Anyways, uh speaking of games I played on the PC, I ended up playing some more uh Battlefield. Uh I went back and played some more ready or not. Ready or not actually is a game you know that i've been playing for the last few years that have that i kind of come and go with it right i come i play it i leave i don't play it for months i come back and play it again 
So I, I kind of got back into it because I want to feel like I want to get my practice back up and my reaction times back up and all that. Um, and I realized I really suck now at it again. So I, I want to. I'm trying to play it more. Uh, the community is still pretty active on there. A lot of play, players still playing. Match is still working. Uh, matchmaking is also still working very well. Uh, but they actually just announced a new patch for it. A big patch coming out, I believe, this month or next month. It's called the the presidential patch or something like that. But this patch is going to have a U.S. governor. Or like they said, it's a U.S. like council person or something. Like a, some kind of senator or something where like like the, the the map is like a senator's mansion. And it says the senator was assassinated or he's been kidnapped by these terrorists. But they're like alt-right, like super hardcore extreme, like militant fucking people, right? So they're saying that they're adding new enemies to this map. And some of these enemies are going to be military trained AI. <laughs> so think about how hard the game already is. Yeah, no doubt. They're going to make it even harder. They say some of these guys are going to have like military gear. And they're going to know like military tactics. So they're saying on top of that, they're also revamping the AI in the entire game to where now more enemies look like NPCs, like civilians. They're going to, like the enemies are not going to dress a lot like civilians now, which they already kind of do, but they say like even more so now. And they're also going to add body armor to these military guys. So they're going to have like body, like bulletproof vest on. So they're going to shoot you fast and not take damage. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yes, but they're also going to have like tactical helmets on. Like I said, these guys are going to be like paramilitary guys. Because there's a lot of these guys were ex military that feel like like their Congress betrayed them or like their government betrayed them. So they turned against the government and became like a militia. And they went to assassinate the senator at his house. And your mission is to get the senator out alive or to go re- find the senator in his panic room or whatever. So the the level looks fucking cool. It's like a mansion, like a huge mansion with like dark hallways and like it looks like a fucking cool ass level. It reminds me of like the hotel level, but like on a bigger scale in a mansion. It looks fucking cool as shit. Um so I look forward to playing that when that comes out. Uh been playing a lot of uh also Star Starship Troopers Extermination. That's that FPS game on, on PC for uh Starship Troopers, the movie. Um, and this game, just been playing it regular, still the same modes are on there, Gunny, so the base building one and the other one, but they just announced this Thursday, Gunny, I need you to be on. This Thursday, they're patching it. Well, actually, I might be playing Final Fantasy, so never mind. I'll play with you Friday or something. <laughs> Anyways. I'll be working Friday. We'll play Saturday. We'll play Saturday. Anyways, uh, a new mode has been added to the game, they said, so there's going to be a new mode. On top of this new mode, they're adding a new map to Starship Troopers. And they're adding, like, some new guns to it, they said. And some other shit. Like, more level progression. Because right now, you you cap out at a certain level. I think it's level 15 or level 5 or something like that. Because the game is like Call of Duty where your character has a level, but then your guns also have a level. And, like, how high you are level on your gun unlocks the next gun. So they kind of have, like, the two different leveling systems. But they're saying they're going to unlock more levels for the actual character class and for, like, the weapon system class thing. Uh, so there's that. And I'm looking forward to that because that game, yeah. I feel like it's going to be a hit. The only thing I'm scared of before that game right now, Gunny, I'm fucking like, I thought about it. When I when I watched the Sony showcase, they showed a game called Helldivers 3. Yeah, yeah. 
And I did watch that, that game. That looked a lot. It looked a lot like Starship Troopers Extermination. It looked a lot like it. I was like, this game is Starship Troopers Extermination without the Starship Troopers license. Right. It's what it is. But it's are, you saying, are you telling me? Are you like telling it. me, Jesus, that X Microsoft needs to buy this studio and give them twenty million dollars <laughs> and, and get this game? And put it on Game week. Pass. Yes. And free on Steam. <laughs> yes. To get exposure. Yeah. <laughs> right? but this game is being really well done. Like honestly, dude, when you play Starship Troopers, you feel like you're in Starship Troopers, the movie. I love the aesthetic of the game. The look of it, the bugs are on point, right? Like it, it is like an onslaught of bugs, Mayo. Like just think of like fucking eighty bugs coming at you at once, and you're just trying to shoot them all, and you can't. And they're just like bullet sponges too, just like in the movie. They're just like right. bullet sponges. You're just like you got like your whole fire squad with you, like four guys with you. And you're all shooting at the same bug, and that fucker's just running at you guys like, fuck you, I'm going to run at you guys. It is insane. It is so chaotic. Everybody's screaming at each other. Not at each other, but everybody's screaming. Oh, I need help on the west wall. Oh, (laughs) fuck, they're on the east wall. The bunker's down. And everyone's fucking freaking out. We need repairs on the wall over here. And you got people repairing the walls. You got people trying to, oh, fucking hold the line over here. Just hold this side down. And you got people fucking screaming and freaking the fuck out. It's so much fun, dude. So much fun. Yeah, that game, yeah, like, I would say more, like, besides, I mean, it needs more maps and everything. Early access, but, yeah, it definitely needs more gun. More yeah. different gun styles. Mm-hmm. Not just the same gun. Could be a rifles and pistols. But obviously, the stuff. guns they have in there are the guns you see in the movie. Yeah. They have like the DMR rifle. They have like the battle rifle, like the regular rifle. They have like the saw gun. So it's all the guns you've seen in the movies, what they have in there. I'm assuming they're going to add more because there's more slots for guns. But these are all guns you've seen in the movie. But I'm excited to play more of it and I'm excited for the new patch. They have announced that it drops Thursday at like 9 a.m. Pacific. And then they're saying that the, the, the game will be down at the time for like for like server maintenance and the patch to go out. But they said the game will be back up in a couple hours. So they said like, yeah, we have a planned downtime for the game. There will be a time where you guys can't play it with like people at all. You you actually won't be able to play the game at all really because the game is only online. Um, but they said once the patch is up and live, they expect people to come back in and play. I'm fucking excited for it. Like super hype, bro. I fucking love that game. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, you know, besides I that, that I, update. Besides that, you know, that, that's all I really played on my phone. Fo- on my phone, on my iPad, I've been playing some more uh, FTL mail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got the game to the, so hard. I got to the end, bro. I got to the end. I thought I had a good crew. I thought I had my shields leveled up to level four, like with the four shields. I just didn't have the firepower. That was yeah. the downside of that run. My, my I had experience. all that shit, but no firepower, dude. So I couldn't, like, when I got to the mothership thing, I couldn't kill it. I couldn't even pierce their shields. Yeah. That's how powerful they were. So I feel like the game is nose, you know? I got to it one time, like, 
you know, you get to the last level, the last sector, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And you got you kind of fight this ship multiple times, right? You like have you have you, have you do that part? You you like fight it once, and then you kind of warp, you get away, kind of like thing. Yeah. And then you got to do another fight, and then you got like another fight going on, and like you got to fight it like two or three times. And I was doing really well. I was super confident, right? I was kicking ass like all the way through that game, and I was super gun and shield heavy, yeah. right? I'm thinking, yeah, I am badass. There's nothing that's going to stop me. I'm destroying everything on my way there. Yeah. What happens when I get there? They invade my ship. They get on your ship and start killing your guys. And, and they're like, like five guys, like teleport to my ship and kill my crew. And then I just lost because my crew all died. I'm like. I'm so mad. Like, I was so overpowered. I had all these great uh, weapons. I, I spent all this investment and make yeah. myself, like, high shields, high power, whooping yeah. everybody's ass. And next thing I know, they just go, like, beep, beam on your ship, and all of a sudden they just kill my... I had, like, one Manus guy who could fight, but his equivalent's like, five Manus guys that they put on your ship. You know, yeah. and they just... And they were, like, high level, and they just, like, murdered all my people. And I had, like, I, one person left, and I'm, like, uh, trying to, like... <laughs> Just new and just new. I stood no chance, but the game works amazing on the iPad. Apparently, it came out on the iPad like in 2014. It's still ten bucks. I was, I was wishful for it being on Android, and it's actually not on Android. I actually so looked when I heard you talk about it some last week. It'll, it'll, it's probably like if you have an Android tablet, it's probably on there. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Like I would assume. I kind of have a tablet. tablet. I mean, my phone opens up big enough to be one. <laughs> no, but, I know, but, but it doesn't count. Maybe, yeah. maybe on the OS, it doesn't count it as a tablet. But yeah. like on the iPad, it's only on the iPad. It's not on iPhone, so it's only on iPad. Into the Breach is on iPhone. I tried yeah, and it, that. That, I that as well is on on Google. I could find that. I didn't like it though. I tried to play it, and I was like, "This is lame." I like FTL though a lot. I'm playing the fuck out of it. Yeah. But that's really all I played, man. Like, like just been playing a lot of Battlefield and then that shit. Um, and, a lot of Vampire Survivors as well. Well, no, not a lot. Today was the like the run that I did today. Mayo actually saw me beat the the Heaven level. I beat that I level, and I then did. the next level was the next level. Gunny, the one you saw me play was that next level. Yeah, I'd not I'd not been to that level. Yeah, it's, just, it's it was like it's like a secret level. I don't know. It's weird. Everything like upside down. Like the text becomes like gibberish, and it's upside down. Like your game is possessed or some shit. I don't know. Creepy as fuck. Was, yeah, it was different. It was different. Yeah, way different. Like everything's upside down and weird looking. But it was cool, man. It was a cool level. Um, but I'm excited to play the PS5. I fucking am excited. Um. And then that's what I'll probably be playing most of next week. Yeah. Besides that, that's all I played, man. I, I, I have Diablo installed. I own Diablo on the PC, and I have played it since launch. I, I ended up making a Necromancer class. Um. Um. I would say I would say I'm three hours into the game at this point, Gunny. Um. Uh, yeah, I've been playing the Necromancer class. So nice, I got to nice. the city. I got to that little city thing. I sold a bunch of my shit, and I took off to like the rest, to where I'm supposed to meet this guy on his horse. But then I ended up doing some other side quest thing. I ended up in some random dungeon, and I was in there fighting people. 
I killed them, and then I got back out, and then I was doing another quest completely. I ended up going off the beaten path. Now I'm, like, on this other quest. I should probably go back and do the main quest, because I think that's where you get your mount. And I haven't got there yet. I want my so Ryan, I asked Ryan about that today. Like, hey, when do I get a horse? And he's like, yeah, towards the end of the game. I was like, what? <laughs> I don't know if that's true or know. when. Like, it's it's part of the story, so I don't know when you can get it. I haven't I don't, researched yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know for sure, like, when my son got his. I remember him saying he got it. But I don't know where he was at in the game when he got it. But Ryan's 30, level 33, and he said he didn't have one. So that tells me, like, I mean, he's further up in the story than I am. But it, but it, when you go back, it'll tell you, like, you need to progress through the story more. Yeah, I, I'm thinking uh, I have to go meet that guy, with because he was like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take off now. I yeah, he just leaves. He's like, quest. you're on your own, buddy. Take care. Uh, good luck. Uh, meet me here and whatever the fuck. And he's not but afraid of you. I like... I like the cutscenes in the game. I kind of like, I was thinking, should I go to a different class? The Necromancer's cool because I feel like I'm never alone, right? I can always spawn like the little skeleton dudes that fight with me. But like, I'm like, maybe this class isn't for me. Maybe I should try it. But the thing is about starting a different class is you have to start the game all over. And I'm like, do I want to do that? No, I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I would say stick with it. Um, yeah. Because, I don't know. So when I played Diablo 3, I chose Barbarian. I don't know why. It was just like, ah, I'm, I'm always, that's just always my default for any game, right? I'm a warrior. I'm a Barbarian. Yeah. And I don't know. And then I fucking love that character, man. Like, I got him all the way to, what is that power level you get? I don't know. It was like 109 or some shit. Um, it doesn't mean much, right? That number just keeps going up. But I think your max level was. I'm trying, trying to think of what it was, 40, 80 or something like that in Diablo three. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so definitely. Then I went to Necromancer after that. Yeah. Uh, I like the Necromancer, dude. I made my guy look like a weird, like hipster with like red eyes. And like white hair. Oh, I gotta show you Biden. My dude's all fucking decked out. Fucking he has like blood tattoos. I made yeah. him like really white. He has like white. He looks like fucking God of War or something. He has like white skin with like blood tattoos. I mean, this guy looks like a total fucking emo. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's what he is—a fucking emo kid stuck in this world. And I'm like, whatever. I'm not. Yeah, I apologize. Yes, for yesterday, Jesus, you wanted Diablo with me and. Man, I was really my kid got me sick earlier. This I would have been down and, to, but uh, man, I'm not. A, not I'm not a big fan of the of the asymmetric view. That's like the top down angled view. I'm not a big fan of it. I wish Diablo was more like a third person view game. But I can see how that would be too hectic in these battles, right? Because you're fighting like as many enemies as you're bringing in. Yeah, it'd be rough. That'd be yeah. so hard to do, and it would probably tank your FPS to like nothing. Um, but I like I like the game. I actually am enjoying it, and it's actually fun. I just don't think I have the time to grind it out, like to do the leveling, to do the grinding, to do the. It's the reason I don't play Destiny. It's the reason I play Destiny once and I beat the campaign and I see the story and I'm okay with it. And I don't go back to it like Brink does 
where he goes back in like every week, every day, and he plays the same dailies, and he does the same thing every day. He'll play the different levels over and over and over just to get a new number on his gun or a new number on his armor, right? To get the better-looking armor, the the better numbers, right, Mel? You're looking at the better numbers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All and the numbers. That, and that's what he does. And that's what this game is. Diablo is that. Diablo is a game that... You, if you probably wanted to, you could probably play this for like a thousand hours. And and yeah, yeah. You, well, you can do seasons too. So they're gonna have yeah. other stuff, and they're gonna always throw right. A new and gear. you always got your rifts and greater rifts and whatever else they're calling them now. And I did fall into some of those public events in the area where like you're running around. All of a sudden, you see like those a are cool. I like thing, and it's like it's like this is now a public event, and you see like other people fighting the people with you. That was kind of cool. Um but I've been playing solo, and I kind of need people to run with, right? Like, I made yeah, a clan for a HGP. I made a clan for HGP, but I don't think anyone has joined it. Maybe they have. I just haven't got back to it. But oh, I need people I can, to play I can with. join it. Uh, or make your own. I don't know, and I'll join yours. I don't know, man, but, like, I need people to play this with. And I know this is cross-play, so, like, I could play with anyone on any console. So if you're playing Diablo, hit me up. I will play with you. I will, you know join you and and do this shit maybe i'll pick it up on the ps5 maybe i'll i'll play more on there you know what i mean i just don't know for some reason on the pc it's weird to me to like i have to launch BattleNet. i have to fucking like i i installed i added the game to my steam library but still a lot it's still open right yeah it still launches BattleNet in the background and it does all that bullshit, so I'm like, fucking Battle.net. I don't like Battle.net. It's, Hi, uh, are you saying you're so spoiled by Steam, Jesus? Are you becoming a I big I really steamer? am, bro. Like, like, Steam is so easy to you're use. You're like, oh, I, mean, I have to open up another launcher to get to my Diablo game? This fucking <laughs> sucks. Fuck. Let me tell you something. A few weeks ago, I was out of internet, right? And I couldn't even launch the EA app, Gunny. It wouldn't let me even launch, like, Star, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, right? A single-player fucking game. I own it. I bought it on Steam. And the game is like, no, you can't play this because Steam is like, you can't play this because we can't verify you own this. And it's like, wait a minute. I bought it through you, motherfucker. And they're like, yeah, but you see, when you launch the game, we have to launch the EA app. And the EA app requires internet. And you don't have any right now because you're a hobo. <laughs> and like, yep. EA doesn't think you exist. So EA is telling you to fuck off when you launch the app. You launch the app and it says, EA cannot verify your installations. And then I try to launch Jedi Survivor. EA cannot verify this installation. I'm like, I can't even fucking play Star Wars Jedi Survivor without the fucking internet. I'm, I was so mad, dude. I was so fucking mad about that, Gunny. I had to get like a special technician to come to our house to like reset the wires outside because the fucking construction people they made up they dug a bunch of holes out there and they fucking fucked with all the internet lines and they like cut them all or something and reset them all but they somehow fucked mine up where like mine wasn't plugged in correctly or something so it was fucked bro and tell you what living like a fucking person from the 90s pre-internet gunny sucks (laughs) okay it fucking sucks i don't know how i grew up in that generation man i grew up as a kid without internet in my house i didn't have a computer in my house we were too poor for that shit we didn't have a cable modem 
we barely even had cable, bro. Like half the time we had stolen cable because some cra- <laughs> I some, did that too. Some crackhead would come to our house knocking, right? And he'd be like, "Hey, man, I got this cable box that's unlocked." <laughs> oh yeah, I remember those days. I'll sell it to you guys for forty bucks. It'll probably work for about a month. Yeah, and it was cool as fuck because then. Yeah, because for like that month or whatever before the co- cable company found out, you, you had, had everything. You had, you had every all channel. the channels. Yeah, you had HBO and shit. You had Jesus is watching Skinamax at Young Jesus. Yeah, I'm watching <laughs> Cartoon Network and shit. You know, I got all the cool shit to watch. I'm watching Nickelodeon and shit. And then, like, yeah, man, we didn't have internet, right? So, like, I can't believe I grew up in that era, man. Like, it's crazy to me. I'm like, what? I actually went outside and played with friends. Like that is nuts. You touch grass? Are you kidding me? You actually, saw the sun. Praise I rode sun. my I rode my bike around the neighborhood for fun. The fuck? The hell was I thinking, Mayo? I mean, uh, you had your. I, don't know. I mean, your Sega Dreamcast, right? But I mean, that didn't connect to the internet, did it? No, no. I, I, no. Had my, <laughs> I didn't have the. My cousin had the Dreamcast. Okay, my cousin had all the cool shit. I You're had, like, like me, Jesus. All my friends had these consoles. I mean, I had Nintendo. I both, had, but... I had like the Super Nintendo, the Sega yeah. Genesis. I had love that Super two. Nintendo. I had the PS One and the PS Two, but like my cousin had the sixty four when it literally it came out. He had it. He had the Dreamcast as soon as they came out. He had the PS One way before I had my PS One. He had the original PS One. I didn't really get a PS One till like they made that. That remodeled little mini PS one thing, like the little one. Oh yeah, that's that's when my mom bought me my PS one. Okay, <laughs> you like, got the hobo PS one. <laughs> like, like I had the little baby one. He had like the big square rectangle one. He had that at launch. Right, so he had all the cool shit. So I'd always go to his house, and that's how I got to experience my games because he'd have like all the new games too. He had GoldenEye. He had fucking. Um, all the Tom Clancy games when they first came out, like the Ghost Recons when they first came out, he had all of those fucking things. What an era too, because you didn't have YouTube to see games. You didn't see no, trailers you, and stuff. No, you, you went to somebody's go, house yeah. and you saw somebody playing something. And you're like, this yeah. is fucking awesome. I and, need hey, this. And remember, <laughs> yeah. that was what a time when a friend would come in the door about two hours later. Hey, did you know? <laughs> like, yeah, you yeah. guys you can, can do, do this. this. Yeah, you guys can do this trick if you do this. Like, what? Whoa. I remember he had, like, Pokemon. Like, Pokemon Snap came out, and we went to go rent it from Blockbuster the, the day it came out. And Blockbuster actually had it in stock. They had, like, a whole shelf. Like, two shelves were just Pokemon Snap. That's, like, the entire two rows. And there was other games for the N64 on there as well. But, like, two of the shelves were Pokemon Snap. And we were able to snag one. I remember playing Pokemon Snap for the first time. I was fucking mesmerized, dude. I was like, what? We can take photos of all these Pokemon? Like, what the fuck? I remember playing Super Smash Bros. over there. All that shit. So I got to experience that through them, right? Through my cousin. Shout out to them. Because they got all the cool shit. And I got to play it all. But, like, I didn't have internet in my house, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? In my house. Yeah. we When we drove back to the ghetto part of town in Vegas... Okay, we moved out of the nice Henderson. You were just thinking, hoping that your yeah. shit was still there. Yeah. It didn't get stolen. Once we left the gated community where my fucking aunt and uncle lived in this nice gated fucking community area, we went back to the hobo part of town. And I was I was pretty hobo, man. All I had was like GTA and like 
of maybe some demo disc that I had <laughs> for the PS1. <laughs> okay, I had all the hobo shit, guys. You were you were in your neighbor's yard watching through the window. That sometimes, was your twitch. Sometimes I could convince my cousin to let me borrow some of his games. I'd be like, yo, can I borrow this? <clears throat> and he'd be like, all right, just borrow it and bring it back next time you come stay the night. I'd be like, okay, cool. And I'd, and I'd borrow like Ghost Recon or something for the week or something. You know, for the longest time also when I had a PS2, when I finally bought a PS2, because one of my aunts convinced my mom to let me buy one or to buy me one at the pawn shop because it was like for cheap or something. I think I think we sold my PS1 to get the PS2, like we traded it in. But it, was a, it wasn't like at a game crazy because we had a game crazy around the corner. But it was at a pawn shop, guys, okay? <laughs> so we went to the pawn shop and we sold them the PS1 to make a little bit of money to buy the PS2. And I think my aunt put some money up as well, and we bought the PS2. For the longest time, I kid you not, I played the same first level of Vice Grand Theft Auto Vice City because I didn't have a fucking memory card. Oh shit! Okay, we didn't <laughs> have oh, one, bro. You were oh, <laughs> okay, broke as fuck. My, <laughs> yeah. my mom couldn't afford to buy me a fucking memory card, bro. So I had to like borrow my cousin's memory cards. I would tell my cousin, like, yo, man, can I borrow this memory card, you know? And I remember the first time my mom bought me a memory card. I, I still remember it because it was a yellow fucking memory card. It had must have been, like, Mad Cats or something, like an off-brand. Damn. It wasn't yeah, even, like, it wasn't even, like, the Sony brand. It was, like, a third-party fucking thing at Walmart. But it was a yellow memory card, and I still remember because I fucking... I love that memory card. I took that fucking thing with me to my cousin's house. We played my save files there. That was my memory card, bro, okay? Meanwhile, my cousin over here has like fucking four memory cards and shit. He just loses them and shit. They're left and right. I don't know what the fuck he does with them. I'm over here with my hobo one memory card, okay? That was my experience, Gunny. And that I don't was know like gold I... in your pocket, though. I don't know how I lived through that, Gunny. I don't know how I lived with not having the internet, not having all these consoles. I, I was pretty hobo when I was a kid, right? I grew up pretty hobo. But hey, man, I lived, okay? And you know, and have you guys ever seen the uh, that thing about Vegas? Like how they had the Simpsons house there? Have you ever seen that meme? No. Of like, oh, this no. is the Simpsons house in real life. And they show, like, the Simpsons house in real life and the Simpsons house in, like, the cartoon. Well, that meme, that photo of the actual Simpsons house is where my aunt and uncle live. They live in that gated community. And back in the day, I remember going to that house. And when you drove by that house at night, you they had like cardboard cutouts of the Simpsons on the windows. <laughs> and like, it looked like the Simpsons house. And we were like, what the fuck? I was like, you guys live in a neighborhood that has the fucking Simpson house, bro? Like, Really? You yeah. motherfuckers, you I'm over yeah. there gunshots and fucking ghetto birds and shit around flying around all night and fucking cops sirens all I hear all night. And you guys over here living in a fucking gated community with like the all you hear is the crickets chirping and you got a fucking <laughs> right? Simpson, you got a Simpsons house down the street, bro. Central air conditioning, heating. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You guys got a fucking Simpsons house down the road and live in a gated community, man. Like where it's safe to leave your kids walking out around till like 11 o'clock at night because it doesn't matter because there's nobody out there but old people, right? Like, I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> but yeah, that, that Simpsons yeah. house is actually in their neighborhood. They uh, Apparently that house 
Because I remember when I was a kid, it had like a big mural of the Simpsons on the side of the house. That the guy, what's his name? Matt, whatever the fuck, the guy who created the Simpsons. He like went there and painted a mural on the side of the house, like a big mural of the Simpsons. And I think that house was part of a contest or something. I, I Like I looked it up on my Simpsons house, Vegas. And it shows it and it says, yeah, this house was part of a contest, a part of like a some kind of Simpsons contest where like if you were a fan of them, you could like win the house and somebody won the house, but they didn't like the house because too many people went there to take photos of it. So they fucking sold the house and like now somebody else owns it or whatever. <laughs> but I'm like, that's pretty wild, dude. Like, like. You won a fucking house that a lot of people wish they would have lived in, you know? Like, who wanted that house and you won it and now you don't want it? That's fucking crazy. Crazy, Gunny. That is crazy. I'm, I think I got the right house right now. I don't know if it's in Henderson. <clears throat> yeah. But it's, it's not popping up with the images, but it, they probably took them down. Simpsons house. Like the you cardboard know, cutouts. It does, yeah. Oh, no. The cardboard cutouts went down as soon as the guy who won the house moved in. When he won the house, they took out the the cardboard cutouts. But as a kid, I, I distinctly remember the mural. There was a mural on the side of the house that got painted over as well. But I remember the the cardboard cutouts. They had them like they had some on the yard, like on the actual grass. I don't think now they have grass there because I think they have to have rocks now by the HOA. They got rid of all the lawns because of the fucking yeah, city. Yeah, yeah, it crap. definitely looks like an HOA style type place. But yes, it's definitely an HOA style type place. And that's where my family in Vegas lived. I mean, they still live there, but that, that's, <laughs> that was the house, man. The Simpsons house. That fucking house is pretty popular, bro. Yeah, but now it has rocks. I'm looking at photos of it right now. And it has rocks in the front yard. Like, Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the one I saw. Yep. Yeah, yeah HOA back, don't play around once they find out. Let me out. tell you. Back in the day, that house had a lawn, okay? <laughs> okay, like, Vegas is in a drought, apparently, all the time. Like, they don't have any water because Colorado takes it all from the Colorado River. But, like, all these houses that you see next to this house, and this house included, they all used to have, like, perfect one-inch high grass, like a perfect lawn, all of them, dude. And then, like, I don't know, I want to say, like, 15 years ago, the HOA came in and said, okay, all this grass, we need you guys to take all of it out and install rocks. So they all had to take out all their grass and install rocks. I believe Las Vegas is like the most water efficient city in the United States. It is because they don't have a lot of water, but they're able to like recycle it a lot. Yeah, they probably find them like if you go overuse. Well, you know, water in Vegas is one of the highest utilities, man. Besides, like, gas and power, right? Power, yeah. of course, because of the ACs and shit. What's, but, like, What's the name of that really lake? Expensive. That lake in uh, Las Vegas. I mean, I've seen it there at the Hoover Dam. Lake Mead. Yeah, Lake Mead. So that thing was, like, I was watching those YouTube videos. Like, prior to last year, it didn't rain for, like, what? Like, nine years or some shit? It was getting down yeah. there. Like, they had to keep moving the dock further and further and further down. Bro, you can drive there. And as a kid, I remember specifically parking at a certain spot. I guarantee you, if I was to go to that lake today, that spot would be like hundreds and hundreds of yards back from where the yeah, water Yeah, they kept finding went. more and more dead bodies last year. It was insane. Yeah. Like that. Oh, another fun that, fact. 
Another Lake, fun fact about that Lake Me Jesus is the YouTube guys that I would watch on there. It yeah. got so bad uh, prior to last year that the government said you are no longer allowed to take pictures of the lake and post them on social media or internet. <laughs> yeah. They said, we will come get you. <laughs> it was no joke. I, I actually went on there because I thought, nah, these guys are fucking liars. And I'm like, nope, it was true. Yeah. Yeah. So that stop lake, that lake is pretty wild. And it's crazy to me because if you go to the Hoover Dam, you see how big the Hoover Dam is. It's fucking huge. And like you, you can see the water levels. Like like all the mountains around the lake have like there's like a big white line around the lake, and it shows the water levels of like how high the lake was when it was first made. That dam was first put there, to like now, and yeah. it's insane. Like it's like at least a fifty foot drop, dude, from like where the line is where it yeah. used to be into like where it is now. It's like holy fuck. Like, how much water is being used? And they're like, yeah, the problem with, like, it's not that Vegas is using the water. It's that California uses most of the water. And Arizona. I believe so. 47%. Yeah, Californians. Because I try to water. go there every three years. And every time I, I did go two years ago. And I do take the extra tour, which will, it generally will include you, like, you get into this, uh, like, an elevator. I don't know. It goes yeah. down, like, 30, you 40 go, You go underground, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. Um, and it's cool just being under there and just watching how these pumps work. Yeah. And, but they, they okay, I think they've done this twice now where we'll go and we'll see where, like, the people work on the pumps or whatever. And they're like, yeah, we're not allowed to go down there today or something. Like, every time. I'm like, okay, I wonder what's the deal yeah. with that. But that was when we were in serious drought up two years ago. I remember as a kid, we took a lot of, we took, like, a few field trips there. and. We took all those tours all the time, and that shit was really cool, man. Like, it was a big deal. That that dam is a big deal. That dam powers all of Las Vegas and, like, parts of California, dude. Like, that dam itself provides a lot of power for that whole region. If that dam was to go down, I would say most of Vegas, if not all of it, would have no power. They would have, like, no power. They would be fucked. They would have no power, no water. Nothing like they would be so screwed. Yeah, <laughs> a lost city in the desert. It, it would legitimately that city would die out. I would say in a month. I mean, I think the electricity thing they could probably get it back running in a solar few months with other parts of the yeah. U.S. But but water, yeah, I think that'd be a big issue. Water, dude. Yeah, they don't have like yeah, and then, like they said, like they said, Vegas is not the biggest user of the water. Vegas only uses like a little tiny percentage of that. It was water. something like three percent. I, yeah, it was so small. I was like, for, wow, for, I didn't a, know that. for like a city of like millions of people, right? Like, I think Vegas is like two million people or three million people now. It's a pretty big city. It's not a tiny city, but it. When I was a kid, it was way. I smaller. think Los Angeles and Orange County. I think probably yeah. takes a lot of that water as well. They, that's what they said. They're like, yeah, LA California. and like California. Just we love water, water, guys. San Diego and shit takes all the fucking water from the. And it's crazy. You fuckers are right next to the ocean, man. Right. The fuck? You got all that water over there, bro. The fuck you doing using our water? They feel like they have all this water to spare. You know, they got all these fires over there, just <laughs> dumping water on it, and they don't stealing it from from Vegas. Yeah, yeah, stealing, stealing the Vegas people water for your fucking pleasure. What the hell? For your fucking pools and your lawn, your lawn. But you have a lawn in your house, don't you, Gunny? Yeah. 
I bet yeah. he has like I bet he has a lawn at his. Do you have a lawn at your house, Gunny? Yes, we have lawns here. Yeah, see? Yeah. Son of a bitch. We got my, nice my green aunt lawns. and uncle. My aunt and uncle can't have a lawn anymore. And you're over there with your fucking lawn, probably watering it five times a day. Thank you, Hoover right. Dam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably no, but wash- we have restrictions, of course. You're, you're, but. you're probably watering your lawn five times a day while you're washing your car three times a week. I did wash the car today. It was with a load of laundry with like Water three pieces cheap. of clothing in yeah, it. Yeah, with the load of laundry with one piece of clothing in it because it's a <laughs> it's a delicate fucking piece of clothing. Yeah, you fucking Californians. Yeah. <laughs> Besides that, that's all I played, man. Really. And then, uh, sorry about going on a tangent about Vegas oh, and waters and 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 life and, and me being poor as a child. I was so poor, dude. I looked up photos the other day of my old house where I grew up. Bro. Bro, that is so ghetto. I I can't believe I grew up there, man. I honestly yeah. cannot believe it, bro. It is like some shit you see in a movie, ghetto. Like, I'm like, this is insane to me. I cannot believe that was my life. I didn't know any better. I didn't know it could be better than this. <laughs> now it is crazy. Sleepy, now you're in Sleepy Town, Oregon. Now I'm like in a tiny town. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows all the cops by their first name. <laughs> I know the milkman. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you go down to the store, the cash, you know, the fucking clerk at the store remembers you by name. Right. Starbucks has your order ready when you walk in. They know exactly yeah. what you're ordering. You're yeah. like, I live in like little tiny town America now. It is so fucking beyond me. I'm like, this is, this neighborhood is not even that nice where I live here you know i don't live in the rich part of town or anything but compared to like that vegas neighborhood this is like living in beverly hills dude (laughs) okay like (laughs) that shit was terrible like my house had bars on the window bro like a fucking jail like okay we had burglar bars (laughs) burglar bars yeah (laughs) that's what we called them i'd be afraid huh pulling in there with my jeep (laughs) oh shit you would be afraid to pull in there in your jeep gunny you would probably be robbed for that jeep in like fucking five seconds okay (laughs) i i think i would be afraid to drive down that neighborhood nowadays bro no that's 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 how ghetto it is (laughs) that's true no i mean now that i when we moved here what holds kyle 17 so 18 years ago from vallejo california the 707 uh, yeah, like when I go back there sometimes, I'm like, oh my gosh, I lived here. Holy shit. Yeah. What a difference, you know? So... Living, living here and not here to fucking <laughs> need a pin drop, you know? And, and hey, man, if you're living in the ghetto, shout out to you. You're making it, you know, the struggle is real. I've been there. You can get out of it. It might not be easy, but you can definitely get out of it. I got out of it somehow, and I'm glad I did. But fuck, man, I was like, I don't know what they're talking about. Hey, what's what's a ghetto? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? I've seen it on television. Mayo was like, what is a burglar bar? <laughs> I never had those growing up, but I mean, growing up we poor is dirt, those. but we never had those. Like, we just got broke into, had my shit stolen. Oh, see, we didn't get broken into, but like... Hey, yeah, don't we, judge. I, I lived, you know, we, we didn't even lock the doors in our houses where we lived when I grew up. Like, damn. you didn't... 
Wow. You left your car doors unlocked. You left your house unlocked. If they did break in your house because it was like you said, Jesus, it was small town. So like, you knew who it was. <laughs> you would have been like, <laughs> what are you doing here, Bob? Get the that was out. Joe. He's an alcoholic. and He's, he's confused. He, he just went in the wrong is. house and he was he's so just drunk. Lost. He's just lost. The cop's like, do you want to press charges? No, just take him home. Just yeah. take him home. It's okay. <laughs> you know you know that's funny. You say you can leave your house unlocked and shit, man. You can't. They still do it that way. Like you, They still that. do it that way. I've done that here where I live right now. I've left mm-hmm. my house unlocked. I've left my keys in my fucking door and had my neighbor come knocking one day. Like, hey, you left your keys in the door last night. Right. You know? right yeah. like, like, no worries, bro. Like, it's crazy to me, right? Like, you think about that to where I used to live. You couldn't fucking dare do that shit to now. It's like, whoa, man, this is, this is the high life, man. Where you used to live, Jesus, it was all about grabbing the baseball bat before you opened the door, right? Yeah, like you knew where it was. Making sure yeah. you had the gun loaded behind the door and pointed through the <laughs> yeah. peephole before you fucking opened it. Like, you the fuck? <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. It was so ghetto. And then, and then once my parents sold the house, we moved to the even ghettoer part of the ghetto. Like, we lived in the ghetto, but we moved to the even ghettoer part, bro. And that was even worse than where I lived. That was like literally a drive-by shooting every three days. Or maybe two days. Every other day sometimes. There was a drive-by shooting going on. Literally every other like week. Like every week, dude. And the cops wouldn't even come. Like no one would even call the cops. Because that's like, oh, it's just the gangsters shooting at each other again. Like, like oh, well, it's just part of this neighborhood. Part of the charm. Part of the charm of living here, Mayo. We're just going to hear gunshots every three days. Yeah. Someone's going to get shot. Damn, I maybe. remember, Jesus, I moved near down. What if we moved near downtown Vallejo? Like, we're sitting there just like, and all I hear is gunshot. And just hearing this lady saying, you fucking shot me. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Looking out the window and he's standing there with a <laughs> rifle. I'm like, oh boy, I didn't see nothing. Yeah. All you hear is gunshots and then you see crooked cops. Because the cops you did see in those neighborhoods, they weren't fuck. Those cops were more ghetto than the fucking people living in the neighborhoods were. Those cops were like thugs, bro. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. You know, shout out to the police people that are actually doing, like, the police work, right? I, I give props to them, right? They do a hard job. It's not easy. But these, dude, I've seen some real, real, like, I'm talking, like, training day crooked-ass cops. Like, cops that will, like, murder you. And rob you for everything, and then like set it up to us where you were shooting at them with the gun or something, and they set you up and you're fucking dead. And they're like, oh no, we shot him because he was shooting at us with that pistol there he has next to his body. <laughs> you know, What's like that blue, blue something, right? Blue code. <laughs> I don't know. It's some. I remember one time the cop pulling me over, and he, th- you know, because back in the day I used to run around with these these hoodlums, and he's like, oh, he's like, oh, you guys think you're a gang. He's like, me, my gang. And he had all his buddies with them, all his cop buddies. And he's like, we're the real gang around here. <laughs> I was like, you son of a bitch. You got a point. <laughs> I was like, yeah. you got a fucking point. And, yeah. he's like, and he's like, and you know what? He's like, I could do whatever I want because I can get away with it. And I was like, God damn fucking shit. He's right. He's fucking right. He could do whatever he wants. And there's nothing you could do about it because who are you going to call? The cops? Yeah. 
Who are you gonna call, Gunny? The fucking cops. You know who's gonna show up? He's gonna show up with his buddies. You know, it's like who the fuck are you gonna call, Mayo? There's probably a lot more mm. of them than there are of you. Oh, a lot more of them, and those fuckers were packing. They were packing, all right. Yeah. Anyways, enough of the ghetto and living in the ghetto. Shout out to the ghettos. I grew up there. I don't miss it though, and I'm glad I got the fuck out of there. <laughs> but yeah, besides all that. Let's talk about video games again. Guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I back, back to what this podcast is actually about. It's not about life in the ghetto and, and Vegas not having water. It's about video games. You want to hear about something cool, guys? Because you guys are yeah. giving me a hard time about it because I paid. Uh, I did go see me and my son went and saw Harry Potter, the cursed oh. child, the play. So that was a, a cool 250 Benjamins, I think, for both of us in hobo seats. Because we nice. were like back against the wall. But we weren't on like the top, very top part. We were on the second uh, balcony. You were on a balcony though, right? So like, were you in there yeah. privately, like just you and your family? No, no, it was just me and the kid. But I mean, there was a thousand other people there. I mean, it was it was a full seating. It was oh, full. so it wasn't like a. Pri- I'm thinking like when you say balcony, I'm thinking like like where like, Abraham uh, Abraham Lincoln got shot, bro. Like right. a little private fucking balcony. I, I was like, actually bro. right by that that place actually in DC there. Like yeah. our hotel is close to that. I didn't walk over there though cuz they said no, I'm, thinking, I'm, thinking like, I'm thinking of like a little room like this gunny with like yeah. a little balcony. Or know? what was like, it? Like, the Muppets. They did back, have those. The Muppets back have... in the day. Those two old yeah. men yeah. sitting in the top corner of the Muppets and they would make fun, you know. But that walk. was the style of theater that they had. Um, like the sides or whatever, you had to pay but extra you, but for those. You, but you didn't get one of those. You got by balcony. You mean you were in the second tier of seats that were up higher yeah. than the lower ones? Okay, okay. Yeah, and then all the way up against the wall. So, I I guess it would have made a little bit of a difference if we were on the balcony, like sitting in you know closer to the actual stage itself, like a private room with the butler. Yeah. I know, but they had those. They had those <laughs> private ones, and they were like on the sides, like you would see Muppets. How much or... were those? Like six hundred a fucking person. Gosh, right yeah, they were like four hundred and something. Yeah, without food, like they would deliver. Yeah, food yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could have had food delivered. I think you could order your food. So, inter- oh, so here's the funny thing. I something I knew about, but not because I'm a theater enthusiast or anything. But right when the sec when the act ends, and it said to be continued. And my kid gets up and goes, well, that's it. We're done. Let's go. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. That is just intermission time. He's like, what's that? And I'm uh-huh. like, this is a thing that they actually do. <laughs> in all these places. in movie theaters back in the day. Because this thing was three and a half hours long. So, yeah. you know, hour and a half in, it was intermission time. And everybody got up and went and got more beer and popcorn and soda. That's and cool. Stuff. That's cool, though, because I like that. You know, I wish movies yeah. had that. Because you're kind of stiff, right, from sitting there yeah, like. Yeah, bro. Like, I wish Marvel movies had fucking intermissions, man. Because, like. Star Wars did. It Star sucks. Wars would have intermissions. It sucks. Uh, AMC theaters. You, it sucks when you go to like watch this fucking Marvel movie and then it's like, oh, this movie is three and a half hours long, Mayo. By the way, you're going to have to sit for three and a half hours to watch all of it or now you're going to miss something. I don't know if they still do it with Star Wars movies, but they might. They don't. They don't. Mm. But it was a cool experience. I, I, you know, Kyle, he said, yeah, I've already, I already read the, the book. And I was like, oh, okay. I said, don't already, for me. He already knew the story, bro. He knew what happened to Harry and his friends. Oh, yeah. He's already seen all eight films. He's read yeah. uh, two other books. I'm, there's more books than there are movies. So, Gunny, let me ask you this. As a person who's watched this play, has never seen them. Have you seen the movies? Yes. No. I, I, I've probably seen all eight. Maybe. There might be maybe. one I might have not seen. You don't remember. 
No. Have, okay, having played the game a little bit, does this play make you want to watch the movies more than the game did? Or did the game do it more? I would say probably watch the movies more. Because this is a, what is this thing? A screenplay is what this is. And, you know, written by uh, J.K. Rowling and, and two other people. And, yeah, I would say probably just watch more of the movies or even, like, inspire somebody to even read was other it, books. Was it, like, game. really good, though? Like, was it the kid playing Harry, like, he looked like Harry Potter? A little. Not really so much. Uh, so, because there was a kid ver. So Harry Potter was older in this movie. Like no real spoilers, but people are listening. Like I've already seen it, already read yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's probably on YouTube already. But yeah, you he's he's already an older adult. He's got a son. I forgot his son's name, but um, yeah. And it's a pretty good story. And I mean, it, the production was really good, and a lot of the magic was cool. So yeah, definitely. Did worth they it have like? Did they have like some kind of effects with the magic? Yeah, like some of the uh, cool things that they did when people were cheering for was where, uh, let's say you wanted to change into somebody else, yeah. right? You would drink the potion, and then they it was pretty cool, because I was like, that's cool. Like, how the fuck did they do that? Like, when you're wearing a robe, and yeah. then you're just like, now you look like your dad or, you know, another character. Okay. And just the way they did it was pretty awesome. Like, I thought they pulled that off pretty well. All right, let me ask you this. Okay, this is an important question, Gunny. This is going to make or break the show for me. Did they have the fire wands? Yes, they definitely had fire wands. There was a couple scenes where... Oh, they, they shot fire. fire? Yeah. Yeah! Yeah! That was cool. Yeah. The fire wand! Yes! Yeah, like they actually had, like, they must have had, like, an actual nozzle with, like, actual fire coming out of it, because it... Bro, but they made it definitely seem like real fire. You could buy a fire one for seventy five bucks. I told you this already. Yeah, show. yeah. I remember when we looked this up online. We, we I mean, but these were this ones. was play production, so these were like bigger flames coming out. You know, Are the you sound. My fire one wouldn't be as good as this. Fire no, one? Not as good. No, no. What? This one was a little higher production. Like yeah. so, I but you could kind of tell. Like okay, it's not quite coming out of like the one itself, but behind it, you know, like it still they still pulled it off pretty good. Because nah. they, you know, it was, it was more, it was pretty fucking cool what they did. People go to firewands.com and you can, you can buy yourself a, a fire wand. I'm yeah, on Amazon. Stuff. Right I now, really buddy. enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. Um, you definitely buy worth a it. fire wand right now, Gunny, for $50 on Amazon. Yeah. But it was right there in the, in the theater district, you know? So they had everything from Life of Pi to uh, Life of P, excuse me. Uh yeah, all kinds of fucking plays that were out there. It was either gonna be that or the Lion I've King. Never seen I've, I've, I've never seen King. that. Is that movie good? Life of P or Life of Pi or whatever. Life of P. I know. I saw that today, and I mean, I was looking at it, remember, and I was like, I remember I'd seeing never seen so it. many. I remember seeing so many ads for that movie. So many ads for it. Yeah, but they it, had like school trip kids that were out there, and so they were probably there to see that in Lion King. Yeah. Uh, today I watched the movie. I went on a date and I, I went to the movies and we watched. Uh, uh, was that the Blackening? Never it's heard a, of that. It's like a new movie. It's, it's, a, it's supposed to celebrate Juneteenth, and it's of course a mostly black cast. I think it's actually all black, but it's about these friends that show up to this cabin in the woods, and it's like a comedy horror film. Think of like. 
uh, I would almost say scary movie, but not really, like more serious. But it's about like these guys that are trying to kill these people, right? In this house in the woods. And like they're obviously trying to defend themselves and figure out what's going on and like fighting the people back or whatever. And like it's kind of funny, but not really. I thought it was a weird movie. I, I didn't find it as funny as like the people sitting next to me did because they couldn't fucking stop laughing. <laughs> but I was like, I don't know, man. The movie was good, but it wasn't like that funny. Like it was an okay film. But the, yeah, they're supposed to be like the reason they're getting together in the cabin or whatever. And, you know, the, all these, all these black people, these black friends or whatever is because apparently they're like, they're like lifelong friends that they're trying to have like a get together. Like, Oh, we're all going to get together this weekend or whatever in this cabin because of Juneteenth. So we're going to celebrate Juneteenth by getting together in this cabin. Right. And they all show up there and whatever. Right. And, it has some comedy, but it wasn't the greatest movie. I don't know if I'd recommend it, honestly. I'd say watch it at home, maybe, when it comes to movie, like, on demand or whatever. I want to say go to the movies for it. Yeah, but I mean, was it like a spoof or, like, just to show, like, oh... It wasn't like... a spoof. It was, like, a comedy movie, but it was, okay. like, a horror movie at the same time. But they just had comedy in it. Like, like they'd make, like, jokes about, like, race, about... Oh, like, are we, we going to call the cops? And they, like, laughed about that, you know? Like, oh, we're not going to call the cops, you know? Like, like oh, the cops are just going to come and arrest us, you know? Like, that, that type of shit, you know? It was, yeah, yeah. It was funny, but not too funny. I don't know. I didn't really like it. But during that time when I was in the theater, they showed a lot of trailers for new movies coming out. There's a lot of... This year seems to be a lot of comedy movies. It seems like comedy is a thing, like, that's coming back to movies. And a lot of movies that are coming out in the next, I would say, few months, because these were all, like, trailers for new movies, they all seem to be, like, comedy-based. A lot of them seem to be, like, comedy dramas or, like, comedy, like, like think of, like, Will Ferrell movies, like, Talladega Nights and shit like that, you know, like, like not that much comedy, but, like, some comedy, you know? Yeah. You know, like, this is the funniest film of the year. That's the, the lines that I saw on the thing. Like, oh, I feel like we need more comedy, right? More comedy than we need horror. Good. I'm not a I big like, horror fan. I like movies. You know, I like the movie theater. That's how I like to experience movies. And like, I don't know, man. I feel like movies have kind of fallen off ever since COVID. And I'm kind of glad to see, like, it seemed like there was a lot of trailers for a lot of new movies. It feels like the world's kind of getting back to normal almost after COVID, right? Yeah. It's almost there. We're almost there, man. We're not there yet. But we're getting there. And that's a good thing. I'm glad yeah, to see I was it. able to, Jesus, I was able to see, uh, catch up on some movies um, on the plane. And I did see Anim, uh, Ant-Man Quantum World or whatever the fuck it was. Quantum, yeah. Quantum Mechanics. Quantum I don't, World. Something like I know. I named it everything. Qu- Quantum Universe. I was something like that. Called? That was really good. I was like, oh man, I can't. I missed out on the theater experience for this. Yeah. And the other one I really felt like I missed the theater experience, and my kid was a little bummed out because I didn't take him to see it. Was uh, John Wick Four? Okay. Yeah, that was good. That was, was that was good? like th- that was over three hours. That was really good. Really, really. No, good. you need to buy that on Voodoo so I can watch it. I, I, even, I already, I I already own John Wick Four on Voodoo. Yeah, oh, I do? fell asleep towards the it. end. I was like, ah, I woke up. I was like. I had to rewind a little bit. I like John Wick movies. 
Um, but what else have you played, Gunny? Uh, besides all that stuff, besides video games. Uh, so Ghost Nico, our good friend from our community community here, it's like a satisfactory fucking update eight is out, which I knew about. Like I follow him on Twitter, you know, subscribe on YouTube. And I, you know, like I haven't been playing the game, but I do follow on some of the things that, you know, what update eight will re- uh, entail. So, uh, so Ghost Nico finally got me. I was like, oh, fine. I'll just go ahead and make sure it's uh, updated. And I got the. Uh... So one of the cool things I would say with this update is. It's usually just like your vanilla game, right? Like you don't get mods. I mean, you could just add all that shit in right through through a satisfactory mod thing. But now, like. One of the things that's cool is where I think it's like advanced settings, like they add this thing where, hey, you can now get fly- the flying mod um, or uh, some other cool stuff that you can do like. Uh, uh, what is it um, like unlock a lot of things, right? Like it's, you know, they have God mode. There's God. mode, So that probably unlocks everything. And I'm sure I'm sure that right now, probably like very few if no mods actually work with this update um you know so it's not something you have to do you can always go back to early access with this game mm-hmm. like there's a way to do it in steam where you know you can just change your version of the game which is another amazing thing right so you know you don't have to play this new update if you don't want to um but yeah i guess it's uh unreal engine 5 mail oh uh, yeah yeah that's new unreal and so the other thing is where I've always gotten like, again, I'm not a frames horse, so I've always ran anywhere from that, like, you know, kind of that 60 to 70 range. And, you know, if I'm flying around, something's happening, you know, with my little 1070 Ti, I'm getting, you know, anywhere between 50 and 60. Um, but yeah, I was able to check one of these boxes. I forgot what it was on the uh, video options that, that, Ghost Nico recommended. I was like, ah, shit, nice, man. I'm getting now like getting like 80 to 90 frames a second. So I could definitely Mm. see it when, you know, shit's flying around, you know, in front of you. Like, ah, yeah, definitely. I could definitely see a big difference with frames. What if it was like a DLSS support or something like that? You know, like that's the new thing that we're kind of going toward. Yeah. But I think this option's probably already been there, the one I'm speaking of. Um, But, but yeah, definitely got some tweaks into it, you know, some great helpful tip so run, definitely run it on higher frames on that um but yeah like i was telling ghost nico i'm like here i am i'm you know i'm already like fucking going out through the world and like starting to collect things and i'm already gonna unlock stuff and i'm like you got me sucked back into this game again and i should you know you're cutting <laughs> yeah, into my diablo time here <laughs> right yeah yeah I'm like it's your fault so yeah it was fun though um but yeah, I was like, okay, I better stop playing this because I do have some things I need to take care of outside of video games. Like, I, it was hard to put it down, man. You know, it's 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 one of those games where, you know, you just want to play it for hours and hours. Uh, you know, especially for me. So, um, yeah, I'm just gonna leave that save right there and you know, go take care of some business. But I didn't want to stop. Um, but yeah, moving on. Uh, Diablo Four. Uh, fucking shout out to Ryan today because. I thought he invited me to his game and we went out and here I am hobo level fucking, what was I 18 at the time? And he's 33. So I'm sure it scales. Cause it wasn't like I was dying, like, you know, instantly or anything. Um, but for mine, if I didn't mention, you know, back on the last show is that 
I started in tier two. I want to make the game harder for myself, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, no, I'm going to make it much fucking harder as possible. Uh, just go straight to tier two. And, but I wasn't able to complete, like, the fucking chapter one or whatever. Like, when I get to the end and, you know, when I see Lilith and she's got this fucking lady possessed, I'm like, fuck, I just cannot get past that shit. So I went back, I think, a couple times, and I thought, okay, I'm going to wait till I'm level 20 before I even attempt to go back here. I'm just going to go grind, do some side missions. And yeah, there were some areas where, like, okay, I need to stay away from this area because they were definitely, like, higher-tiered fucking enemies. Um, but no, but playing with Ryan today, we went and did his stuff, and then I don't know what happened or if he joined my Whatever happened, he's like, I'm like, why are we in this area? This is where I need to be. And this like it worked out fucking perfectly. We went in there, fucking, uh, we each died a couple times, but we were able to complete it. That was fucking so much fun because, you know, yeah, if you're not dying in this game and you know getting higher, fucking better loot, you know, better weapons and armor and stuff. So I'm I'm pretty glad I did that. So, um, yeah, so I was able to complete that. That was like a big relief off of me, and you know, level my character up more. So. Yeah, like, I don't know. What do we play for, like, an hour? Shit, I went up, like, three yeah, levels. Yeah, it was probably, like, minutes. an hour. Yeah. I went up three levels. I was like, sweet. So. Um, but, yeah, just, man. Um, uh, but real quickly on, like, just, you know, being in the hotel and traveling and stuff. Uh, Diablo Immortal. I think I'm, like, level five now or something in the game. Um, you know, and I'm able to keep my... Uh, I don't know oh, if it matters much. Immortal, as as, right? Yeah, Devil Immortal, yeah. So, well, you know, with my battle tag or whatever it is in there, I think that's, I don't know if that's like my uh, battle tag from Xbox or not, because I've got like two different accounts going, right? One's like PC and the other one's like the one for Xbox. Right. Um, but yeah, man, I'll tell you, man, just, you know, not having a controller, just playing with that right thumb and moving around and doing everything with the right thumb. Um or I think it's the left thumb is like your movement. No, that's the other thing. It doesn't show you like on my iPad, but you can move around with the left thumb and then do everything else with the right, like, you know, your different abilities. But still, like, it just feels so unnatural just not having a controller in my hand. So, um, yeah, not not the best experience on that. Um, yeah, a lot of BeatStar. Uh, my kid's pretty good, right? Because he's younger, he's, you know, faster reactions. So always like the, the music in that game. And, uh, you know, you can, uh, one of the cool things, like you can always earn enough of these like crystal things to, uh, you know, to continue a game because that's one of the things about a mobile game, right? You, you get halfway through it, right? It's like guitar hero, right? Where you're just like, you know, pressing the corresponding fucking notes, uh, right. with, you know, your two, both thumbs, right? And if you mess up once, I think it's maybe once or twice, like, boom, that's it. You better go back. Or do you want to continue? So, you know, and you earn all those different, like, crystal things, right, through completing actual songs. Um, so sometimes I'll actually hand the phone over to my son, like, finish this for me so I can get through it. You know, fucking earn more fucking more shit, you know? Right. So, But, uh, yeah, it actually, I think when I first got this game, I actually un unlocked, like, a song pack. You know, it was, like, three bucks or something. So I really don't spend too much money on mobile games itself. But sometimes you see some cool songs and then, you know, they'll actually play it. Like when you click on it, you're like, oh, I like this song, you know, like I want to get this one. Oh, yeah, it's going to be three bucks, you know. 
you get three right, songs. Right. So it's not bad. A dollar a song, you know? Kind of reminds me of like what Beat, uh, Beat Saber is. did. Yeah. You know, like you could buy individual songs or whatever packs. And they were kind of expensive, but on the Beat Saber, but. I feel like Beat Saber was more expensive, right? Weren't they like 10 bucks or something for. But like it, it'd be like three songs or yeah, it'd be something mm-hmm. crazy or four songs or five songs. I don't remember. But yeah, they yeah. were kind of pricey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what else? Um, Vampire Survivors. I did play that on mobile. So that was another one, right? Here I am with the right thumb, just moving around. But I could have brought my Xbox controller. It would have been a lot better experience because I'm so used to it. But you might think, oh, you don't need that any with a controller. You know, you can just use your thumbs. I'm just, yeah. But definitely prefer that more, even though you're just really just using a right thumbstick. Um, yeah. But uh, I think that's that's pretty much really all I played. Not much just being out and about. New York, Manhattan. Nice. Uh, what yeah. about you, Mayo? Oh, so besides, besides, you know, like we've been talking about Final Fantasy, you know, lots of Final Fantasy, that, that demo played through a little bit. Um, I was also playing Hogwarts, and I finally uh, pretty much getting close to the end of that game, Jesus. Um, as I was getting through, I was kind of curious. So I pulled it up on IGN, like the walkthrough, and I wanted to see, like, how many more missions I have left. And I, I think it said I had three more left. So then I started playing again, but then like the back of my mind, I was kind of like, I almost don't want the game to end. <laughs> like, like so like, I started wandering around. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do some of the side quests, or I'm going to go like do the Merlin trials. And I went and did the um, the little things where you increase your, your ancient magic and stuff like that. So I kept going through and, and just kind of mm-hmm. like finding spots in the map, kind of exploring them. Picking this up in there, just making my character stronger, even though I probably don't really need to. I think I'm high enough level already where I could probably just go toward the end of the campaign. I think I'm maybe like 28, 29 in level. And so I feel like I'm close, you know, and if I wanted to. But now, now with the Final Fantasy demo, like I said, we talked about earlier, me playing that, and I kind of want to pick that up and play it. I think I'm going to go ahead and just finish Hogwarts in the next two days here before Final Fantasy comes out. So that'll give me something to kind of grind through and get finished. And um, just be looking forward to me, uh, you know, playing Final Fantasy. But I really I really liked Hogwarts, Jesus. I, I definitely contender for Game of the Year. Like, I... Even, like, with Ghost of Tsushima and stuff, when I played them games this year, I felt like I was ready to be done with them at some point. And like Hogwarts, I just haven't felt like I've been ready. Like I enjoy running around that world, and like that environment. It's just a great cool world. They really like they embodied what. And that, and it's just unique enough. Like there's enough unique enough things to do. You don't feel like, it doesn't feel repetitive. You know, unless that you do like every Merlin trial in a row. You know, like you do them over and over and over, and they feel repetitive. <laughs> you know, I did a few of those. I'm up to the last one. There's like one you got to yeah. like do the last twenty. You know, and so. And yeah, I have to like find them on the map even really to be able to like go get them and stuff or whatever. But I mean, I've been playing a lot of that. I also played uh, some Gran Turismo, but I kind of hit a wall in Gran Turismo. So I finally got to this one like World Cup, like championship race, whatever, right? And your car has to only be so many like performance points to get in. And And I felt like all the cars that I own, I like, don't like over qualify. 
or they're too far underqualified, you know. And you go in there and you get in with like some Lambos and they give me some of these other really good cars. So when I bought this other car, I thought it was like really close to the number, like it was maybe within a couple points, and it just didn't perform well. And I, I've been really fighting to get through the traffic because it's like a large field and you got to try to get you know in top three and it's it's like three different races. Or I do good in one, I don't do good in the others, and it's like. It actually felt pretty challenging to me. And usually that's kind of rare for a racing game where it feels really challenging. Like I hit a wall. Like I hit this spot. So I don't know if it's just something I'm just like not branching out enough or I don't play it solid enough to get the continuous really good feel, getting a good at it. You know, or we could just overpower your way through it or something with a car. Yeah. So I, I don't feel like, you know, you can't do that. So like I just needed to like maybe dedicate a little more time into it. But. I just at this point like uh I want to uh move on to other things. You know, like that's kind of that game I, I just wanna play on occasion. So okay. the other thing I've I've been playing, um you know, a while back we seen I think it was on the Sony showcase of their games, um they showcased teardown. This was yeah. a game, and I recognized it, and I was like, this is something I've played before, and I owned it on Steam. And it's kind of like this open-world game. You can kind of do whatever you want and continue to just kind of play this game. So you go in there, and it's a voxel graphic game. Where everything is destructible. You know, everything in the environment can be broken. And they give you these missions. And, and you know, this one example of this mission is like you're at a boat dock, right? And the guy tells you you're supposed to go in there at night, and you're supposed to knock down this house so they he can have his boat dock built, like illegally. You know, you're going, you're sneaking in there, and you're gonna knock, they're gonna knock down the house, build this boat dock, and and go from there. So it's like, okay, so you, you, the level loads in at night, and it's like it's kind of like an instance. And you have this whole little map you pull up, and it's got this house, and you're like, you can destroy it like any way you possibly want. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna. Maybe just like knock it down by hand. So I ended up finding a boat and taking a boat out and around and ramming this boat into this house a couple of times and driving through it. And you <laughs> have to like knock it down to a certain height. So like it has like a meter. It has to be like one meter high or something like that. So you can knock down all the walls, but as long as nothing's higher than one meter, that mission's accomplished. But there's like side missions you can do too. And it's like on the other side of this map, there's another house. And it's a two story house. And on the top of it, there's a safe. And they're like, hey, if you can get it in the safe and throw that in the ocean for me, you know, it'd help even more. And so it's like a bonus like thing. Does this, so, this boat have like a wrecking ball or a crane on it or something? And you can, you can, there's like construction equipment around this, in this level, right? So I'm like walk over there and I find a forklift. So I, I drop my forklift over and I find out where the safe, the safe is on the second floor, but underneath it is an open like, like a uh, carport, as I would consider it, like an open garage. It's like open a couple of sides. You can drive vehicles in there. So I drive my forklift in there and I raise up the forks up in the air, you know, being the forklift driver that I am. And I go through the floor of the, in the room above it or the ceiling in the room that I'm in to get the safe to drop down. So the safe drops down and I try to pick it up with my forklift. My forklift can't pick it up. Like, so the physics, like, I get my forks underneath it, and it picks the back end of the forklift up. Like, if it was something in true life, it was too heavy. So I'm like, well, sh- well crap, this ain't going to work. And I couldn't push it around. I couldn't drag it around. So I ended up reloading the level, and I find a construction dump truck. And I, I steal that. I jump in that, and I back it under the carport, 
and I and I just hop on the bed of the dump truck and I can reach the ceiling and I use my sledgehammer and break out the ceiling so that safe falls in the back of the dump truck. And I just drive the dump truck into the ocean. And that's how I accomplish <laughs> okay. my goal. But like you can just destroy anything in this game. Like and you get like when you do your missions, they give you new stuff. They give you a sledgehammer. Like the reward for that mission, they give you like a shotgun you can use on a later mission. I don't know why I need a shotgun, but it's just like they give you these missions and uh, one of them was uh you have to go in and uh, get some kind of equipment out of some some building or something like that. So you go in there and you can look at it, and there's security. So like as soon as you access the security panel, you have an alarm, and you have like like one minute to get all three panels basically like done, and then get out to your, your escape vehicle. So you gotta like plan your route that you're gonna go. Like okay, I'm gonna do this one. Then I'm gonna run around these steps, go up this hallway go to the other one, grab that one, and you know, you got to kind of plan it out. And then you got to get out. So it gives you these little missions that you got to do. And so you, you know, like I said, you do that, try to try to get out there. And it's really close. Like a security cars come in. And, and so you're like, you're doing these little legal things for, for people. And then you, when you, when you do it, you go back to your house. They're like, you have this computer and they're like, Hey, you know, we, we can now keep the lights on. Like you're trying to pay your bills and you can't pay your bills. And but these people are paying you to these, 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 Objectives, kind of like you would in House Flipper. You know, kind of in House Flipper, you go to your computer, and it it will sit there and say like, you know, do this for this amount of money, and you can you can take this or not. You know, if you want to take this job, it gives you kind of options like that. Like, you don't have to do some of these missions, but or the side missions. Is this something I'd be interested in? I know I remember when this first comes because on like on Steam, I I think so. Was, I think it's kind of fun. Yeah. Because it's a big sandbox, and you can, it doesn't matter the, how you do it as long as you do it. So, like, the safe, there's probably tons of different ways of doing that level. You See, know, that's what I, I like, right? Is it, like, one way to do it, or, like, do I get there options? is There is nothing that's not breakable in this game. But while I take it back, there is some, like, hardcore framework of the house. Like, when you, you like, like, the one house I was trying to break down, like, if it wasn't one that was made to be destroyed, like, the one that had the safe in the top floor... There were like a very corner pillar of the house was a steel bar you couldn't like take down. You know, the whole house wouldn't fall that way. Like yeah. but you could take out the flooring and the walls. Just that one steel pillar was kind of left. Like it was kind of permanent, you know. To let you but, know, yeah, something was there, but you leveled the fucking building. But know? yeah. I mean, but pretty much everything is breakable in that game besides just a few things. And the physics are kind of good, you know, like they're kind of you take out a leg to something, the whole thing will fall. It'll collapse. And so you like, you can kind of, you got to think through like, okay, if I want to get this done, how am I going to do this? Or you want to jump in this vehicle, like, you can take a vehicle and just smash it into stuff. Or if you run it into something on the way there, it's going to take damage and, and stuff. And it has like an integrity of the vehicle. Like you can break the lights out. And it's like I said, it's, can you repair it's the cheap... vehicle. What's that? Can you repair the vehicle? No, you, nothing gets repaired. So when you're there, you just, you just destroy a vehicle then it's just broken, you know, so. You better find another vehicle, right? Yeah, and there's other vehicles yeah. around on the maps. I've had somewhere where I found other vehicles and stuff. So, you know, you just go from there. But it's it's coming to Game Pass or PlayStation or both. I think it's coming to console. They did come with a new release, and I actually updated it today, where it has a creative mode. Instead of, like, why destroy when you can also create? And you can just, like, take these little, like, one blocks at a time, like Minecraft, but, like zoomed out in really small blocks and you can just build i I didn't really see the appeal in that um 
You know, they're trying to maybe steal off Minecraft a little bit, but it's nothing like that. So I don't know. I I feel like the cool thing about this game is the destruction and being able to like do the missions however you see fit and and just cause as much havoc as you want. So Yeah, I'd be throwing I, dynamite in there. And th- this game I bought last last year when it first came out on Steam. And they they did they did raise the price of the game. I think it's now twenty four or twenty five dollars. Yeah, because it went full release, and then, okay. and then it's coming to console now. So because I I was keeping my eye on it. I think it was in my wish list for a while, and I'm like, eh, maybe it's not for me. Um, there's another one I just sent it to you, Mayo, which was that uh, it's on Game Pass. It's that Hard Space Shipbreakers. Mm-hmm. And I know I talked about this on the show a while back. But it was just something I couldn't get into. I didn't like the zero gravity. You know, you, you've you got your, uh, you know, like your, your fucking welding rod thing and, you know, separate pieces and put them in the right places. And yeah, I just, yeah, just could not get into it. I just thought it was boring for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So that's why I was like, yeah, I probably, maybe I won't like, like the destruction of this game, you know, or might be tedious or, but like you said, there's different objectives in the game and different ways to do it different vehicles i might like it yeah it's just kind of a it's a sandbox really is what it is you can just kind of do whatever the heck you want and however you want to include you know succeed in that mission is how you can do it nice all right um jesus the only the only other thing i played i i gave it a shot i i did not like it i tried playing um bomber crew and I just got into the demo, and I just didn't like it right away. It was so much different, and I was just kind of like, eh, I, I don't know what it's going to be for me. Like, it was I'm that whole 3D sure. thing. I'm, like, trying to pan the yeah. camera, and I'm, like, trying to attack, and I was just like, I don't know if I just wasn't in the mood to game that day or what. Like, I fired it up trying to go and check it out. And it's I so good. turned it off, like, right away. And I know you said it's yeah. good, and you've talked about it a lot, and I'm like, I want to give That's this a all, shot. Um, and I just, I wasn't true. feeling it, so I stopped. So... I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll try to go back to it. So good, dude. But, but that Final Fantasy demo, like I said, it, it's pretty much sold me on it. And I want to kind of just go play that this week. I think that's the only thing I'm probably going to end up doing. Probably. Yeah. I looked it up, and it says Final Fantasy is about 38 hours to beat. So the new the one? Standard, yeah, standard RPG, yeah. That, yeah. I don't know. That's just like they said, if that's if you mainline the story. Right. And I remember too, like when you on the demo, if you're walking around, right, like you're in the main part of the, like the main hub, like your castle, like it tells you to go to this place and gives you an icon where you got to run to. And then as I'm running there, I'm running past people and little chat bubbles are coming up. Like you could go talk to them. And I just didn't. Like, you know, I don't think they were going to give you any side questions or nothing like that on the demo. But, no. But yeah, maybe. Um, all right. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's pretty much all I've been playing. Like I said, mainly it was it was Hogwarts the last couple of weeks. Like I know the last show I wasn't on, I was playing Hogwarts, and then you know Gran Turismo, and then I you know I got into Teardown again on on Steam, started yeah. playing through that, enjoying it, and then you know the next thing I know, I'm like, let me try this Final Fantasy thing, and and now I'm hooked. I'm, I'm gonna look it up. Teardown is. 22 bucks on Steam. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's a lot of fun. I, I, I thought it's, it's on cool. sale. It's on sale right now, 20% off. Um, Real quick, though, uh, last thing that I did play, though, was Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I actually went back to it. It is playable now. I'm still getting frame rate dips into, like, the 30s. 
Okay. I'm hovering around 44 to around 60. Once I'm at 40, I feel like I don't notice it. But when it drops to 30, I definitely notice it. Like, it's a huge difference from 40 to 30. I don't know what it is. But I actually feel, like, sluggish at 30. But when I get up to 40 and 40, like, 44 to 45 and higher, the game feels really smooth. It's really weird, like, how 30 really makes that much of a difference when you're jumping around like that. You know, you're going... you're you're drastically noticing the change right away, you know, and it's like, whoa, like, it feels really like, what the fuck? Um, mm-hmm. But Star Wars Jedi Survivor holds up, man. It is a good game. It is really actually a good game. It It's a lot of fun. I've got to the point now where you find out who your bad guy is, like, who the uh, the bad Jedi is, you know, like, the guy who probably you're going to end up fighting in the end. Right. I got to that part. Um, a lot of platforming. I feel like a lot of platforming. I don't. The last game had platforming, but I don't remember it being this much. Um, but it's just probably been a few years since I played it, right? So I don't remember much of it. Um, but it has all the typical platforming, like the the grabbing the ledges, grabbing the vines, climbing on shit. Uh, but I love the character. I love the Star Wars universe, which is why I'm excited for what um, when when who was it that showed it? Was it Xbox or was it PlayStation? Or was it Ubisoft? It was Ubisoft, wasn't it? But they didn't, I didn't watch the... show it. That that new uh, Star Wars Outlaws game. Oh, coming Xbox. Out. Yeah, Xbox showed that off. And then Ubisoft did the showcase on it, right? Like, like yeah, all, like, I didn't the watch the Ubisoft one. showcase. It's the only one I missed. So Ubisoft is actually they got a license because remember back in the day when EA was fucking up the Star Wars games and Disney said, uh we're going to pull this license from you. And EA was like, please don't, please don't. We'll make a good one. And yeah. And Disney was like, okay, okay. We'll give you another shot here. But, uh, so apparently that, I don't know how, maybe that exclusivity expired. And now Ubisoft is publishing a game for star Wars as well. And there's just called star Wars outlaws. I don't know if you've seen trailers for this mail. Yeah, I did. But that game looked really cool. And what I love is, what I like about the Star Wars universe is that it's in space. I love space. I've always liked space. I've loved space and like the fact that there's another universe and like just fucking all these aliens and people and weird shit going on. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for the new Outlaws game. Playing Jedi Survivor kind of fixed that itch, you know, like that I want to be in space itch. So I, I was playing the fuck out of that the other day and that game is a lot of fun, dude. Like when you learn how to beat people mm-hmm. and, and they keep killing you and killing you and killing you and you finally get in there and fucking wreck them you feel so good but the man i, I had to drop down a difficulty eventually because i was getting fucking murdered murdered left and right by this fucking enemy i couldn't beat them there was no way i could beat them there was like it was like impossible to beat. And i was like jesus what am i doing wrong dude and finally Finally, I was able to beat them, but I had to drop down the difficulty to like normal. So I was playing on Jedi. There's Jedi Knight. There's Jedi Master. And there's Jedi Grandmaster. I was playing on Jedi Master, like the second from the highest. But in that one, the enemies do more damage to you and your parry time window is, is a little bit thinner than the normal normal difficulty and i was getting my ass kicked so i had to drop it down once i dropped it down it was like kind of easy 
still struggled a little bit in some areas, but kind of easy. I think the areas that I was struggling in, though, to be honest, were like side quest areas that I had like found out about. Like some character told me like, hey, I heard there's this thing over here. You should go check it out. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go check that out. And I ended up wandering over there and I'm fighting enemies that are like too powerful for me still. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I'm in the beginning of the game, really, still, you know? I'm, I just found out who the bad guy is. Like, I'm kind of in the beginning of the game. But once I finished that, now the last thing I did was uh, I ended up going to... Uh, I jumped back on my ship because my ship got fixed, so I jumped back on it, and I took off to the next planet. So I'm going to the next planet, and I'm thinking, I'm going to come back and do these side quests when I get more abilities and whatnot. So I went to the next planet. That's where I left off at. So I haven't beat it or anything, but I played more of it, and I really like it, man. Like, that game is not in a completely perfect state, because I said, I'm getting frame rate drops like a motherfucker on the PC. But it is playable now. Like, it's not 20 FPS, you know? Like, like yes, it'll drop down to, like, 30-something, but it's still definitely playable. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah... Would I recommend it still on the PC? Probably not. I would get it on a console before the PC still. Um, but maybe they'll release another patch. I think they will eventually here soon. And hopefully that patch really just gets it super stable. I feel like they kind of got most of it fixed. They still got some fixing to do, though. And I think they're going to be able to do that with this next patch. Um, but yeah, definitely way better than when it first came out, dude. When it first Good. came out... First came out, that game was unplayable. It literally was. I, I was. I legit had to restart the game twice because I was so frustrated at just how bad it was running and how bad it was performing. I was like, "This is impossibly terribly bad." Like, like, what's the point of having a thousand dollar computer when they can't even run this shit at fucking thirty? I was so mad, dude. I was so mad. Yeah, right, I was yeah. mad, you know? I was legit, like, mad. I wasn't even, like, upset, like, oh, it sucks. No, I was mad. I was like, this is some fucking bullshit. And I'm glad they got it kind of fixed. So, yeah. You could probably find that on sale now, honestly. That, I mean, it's been, what, a few months since it's out now? Generally. Yeah, I was just checking. Yeah. It's, still, it's still full price. Um, I've I s- I seen it sale. on CD keys for a decent price. Um, yeah, CD keys is forty two bucks. So it's yeah, not. So it wasn't horrible. It's maybe I would say if you like Star Wars, get it for forty two bucks. You could probably still, if you want to wait it out another patch, it wouldn't hurt. Um, but it is a fun game, and it's a Souls like game where like the enemies are super tough, and then you die, and you have to go get your XP back from where the pe- person that killed you. A lot of times, you don't have to kill them; you just have to hit them once, and you can get your XP back. Mm-hmm. Um, but that could also prove to be difficult because then they start chasing you because they want to kill you, and you have to run forever to get away from them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it's cool though. I like it. It's a cool game. Can't wait to like nice. learn more abilities. I actually got the last thing that I was able to do in that first map was uh I got a mount so I could like ride these like they almost look like chocobos from Final Fantasy, honestly. It's like these creature things. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> and you could ride cool. them you could ride them around and like they makes they make the like, getting around the map so much easier. I still don't understand how the map works. The map really sucks in terms of like it sucks in terms of like uh, how like 
when you pull it up, how it's laid out. It fucking sucks. I hate the map the way it is. So it's hard for me to find how to get to like these side missions. So I just kind of have to work my way there. Like I'm like, okay, I guess I'll have to go the long way because I don't understand how to read this map. I'm having a hard time with it. And but eventually I find my my way to a bunch of enemies and I'm like, okay, I'm here. I know where I'm at. <laughs> I gotta fight all these guys now. Um, but yeah. I look forward to playing more of it. And yeah, let's get into news. It's news time. Pretty 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 News time. Of course, the biggest news that we're gonna talk about, of course, is Microsoft and Xbox team with the Bethesda team got together, they did a showcase, Sony did a showcase. And Ubisoft did theirs. Fan fest went on. Things happened. Okay. Talk about the PlayStation Showcase real quick. I thought their showcase was okay. It could have been way better. I didn't... I wasn't really hyped for anything they showed. I mean, the one thing that I was really hyped for was Spider-Man. They showed it. I liked it. I want to play it. I want a PS5 for it. That's what I told myself. I legit told yeah. myself. I was like, I need a PS5 to play this this year. And, and, I, and I told myself, thank gosh, I have a PS5. I don't have to worry about wanting one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's what I told myself. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that game looks good. Um, the, that little tablet handheld thing they showed... I don't know what the point of that thing is. If you know it's what? Not I, even I thought about thing, this. I think I know what it's for. And I could be for? totally off or wrong about this. I'm sure PlayStation fans are like, Gunny, you're so wrong about it. <laughs> but I thought, okay. I I thought, okay, maybe they don't want to go with another Vita or... They should. Vita. They should. Or, But okay, I think what it, what it is, like, I don't know, like, play your... Why not? I... But I know everybody's thinking, like, why the fuck can I just play this on my phone or my tablet? Like, why can't I just stream in the cloud? I think that Sony's probably thinking, like, man, we just don't want to deal with so many, like, accounts being hacked or stolen or whatever, where this this device eliminates all that stuff. So, and it, I don't know, it's not going to be for every PlayStation user, right? Every PlayStation 5 user is not going to be, you know, everybody's going to get one of these, especially if it's going to be, like, 300 bucks. But yeah, I don't know, man. Like myself, obviously there's no need for one, right? I don't live no. with somebody. I don't I don't have people taking on my TV time. But I could see this being a, an appeal for dads, male, for for Yeah, family, if you don't have man. access to a TV all the time or whatever, yeah. like you're at home, you just yeah, want to play like, in your room or whatever. Or... Kids and your wife, they're all hogging up the TV. So your is wife, it is it just playing the cloud games that you own or is it like no just no playing? no gunny no it's playing your ps5 through that thing it's That's sending it like is. through your wi-fi yeah. to a mobile device That's and all you it can is. play it it's not a cloud but isn't there going to be lag involved in something like that i know xbox did this be. with their early game pass thing or not their game pass thing but something their pc like, thing right there yeah but isn't there more lag shit. involved when it has to go to the vibe back to the server then to the device i don't know i just i would assume yes but maybe they got that figured out somehow yeah i mean i doubt it but yeah they <laughs> said, give them credit they said this is for your home wi-fi network you have to okay, be i thought you could take it to a friend's house no you across... can't be at, you can't be 
Like I don't think four we're cities so- over. No, no, that's not how it works. No. Yeah, I, don't, I think not- it has to. Be, you have to be in your house or within yeah. your Wi-Fi range. I heard somebody else talking about that. Like, oh, you could turn your PlayStation on at home and go to your friends and connect to their yeah, Wi-Fi. Maybe. No, yeah, that's I not mean, gonna work. I think it's gonna be in your own Wi-Fi. Yeah, it has to be in your own network. I think. Yeah. Not positive. I could be. Not positive. Know. We could be completely wrong. It could be like, yeah, you could put this shit tied to your phone and. Have your that's, phone network do it. That'd that's kind of the vibe I got from it. Like it's just gonna be in your own network, yeah. and you can play it around your house, and you just you're basically gonna stream from. Kind of like what the Vita did, right? Yeah. Well, the Vita was its own thing. Yeah. Yeah, but it also streamed your PS4 games. It could, but yeah, but it was its own thing also. Like it was, it was a standalone system. It had its own games, its own exclusives. True. True. Yeah, it had its own ecosystem. This yeah. thing doesn't have its own games. This thing doesn't have any exclusives. It doesn't have its own thing. And didn't didn't it's, they say too, or, or like it's gonna be like a controller kind of thing? Are they kind of doing what the Wii U did? Like it's gonna be like a little tablet, and it's gonna be be they're gonna integrate some kind of controller aspect in. Well, it already know? has the controllers attached to it, so it's yeah. Like, but I think they said something like you can be able to use it as a device for your games on your PS5. Yes, like if you're playing your PS5, yeah, well, of course you can. You could just and so it's like a Wii U thing, but like, yes, uh, why would you use this as a controller? I don't know. Well, like, unless they throw some crazy feature on there, like, oh, it's like an extra display. Can you imagine like having those like a map? Like, you could just play your game on your <laughs> you TV, know, you'd have the map on your lap, you know what I mean? Like, they could uh, do something like that, but Wii I don't U, know. Wii U already did it, yeah, Wii, they did. You did that. We, like so we already had companion apps for other games, yeah, with other companion systems. Apps, I guess, which I, I I liked, wouldn't be a companion app, it would be like a, a thing, right? That's just there, yeah. But I mean, option, I just don't see how this is gonna be a big hit because you still need a PS5. Your games must be installed on your PS5 for you to play. You can play using remote play over Wi-Fi. And I really feel it, like they're making VR some games. Of course, are not going to work. VR games are not going to work on it. So, like, this is just a thing, like a second screen for your PS. I don't know. I think it's a stupid thing to build. I think they should have just went and said, "You know what, guys? Here's the Vita Three. We got to No, not even the Vita. Fucking PSP Three. Whatever the fuck, you yeah. Know? Like, I, just another hand. We're skipping right? numbers. We're going back to PlayStation. Just this the Vita is the five. New, no, no, not even five. We're just doing. This is the new PlayStation Portable. Just the new one. It's called PlayStation Portable. It's the new version of it. Just buy it. It's gonna have fucking games. All right, you want some exclusives? Okay, we'll give you some bullshit. Fucking Naughty Dog uncharted experience or like some last of us standalone game on here we'll throw that in okay whatever can i get some sack boy on there please? no fucking no, gunny. Sack you boy. don't get it no gunny i listen mail you want some fucking spider-man exclusive shit it's gonna be on there okay you gotta play it only on there whatever we, we're gonna sell it to you for 400 bucks <laughs> that's it that's it yeah that's all they had to do but no, instead yeah. they want to do this stupid Project Q crap. Like I said, I just, I don't know. I feel like they're I just guess making mistakes. don't know exactly what it is. Yet, this whole, yeah, the whole VR thing, I feel like is a mistake hardware-wise. I feel like this handheld is going to be a mistake hardware-wise. I mean, it could be wrong, but I just feel like they're kind of going the wrong direction with some things. Maybe. 
Hey, Apple mm-hmm. threw a lot of money at that VR. Well, that's AR, but AR VR is what it is. AR VR, yeah. Um, they got money to burn. Anyways, we sh- we saw all the all the all the showcases, right? My I biggest, saw everything but Ubisoft. My biggest hype for the Microsoft one was, of course, Starfield. I want to be in Starfield. I am Starfield. I am Commander Jesus of the U.S. SSS fucking HGP one. Okay, we're gonna be traversing the fucking universe and blowing shit up, taking names and stealing people's shit. You're just gonna be a pirate. No, I'm gonna be a badass pirate. Not just a pirate, a badass pirate. Alright? And we're gonna fuck people up. We're gonna land on planets, steal their shit, and sell it to other planets for more money. And we're gonna do that over and over and over like Christopher Columbus. And we're gonna conquer the fucking universe, okay? We're gonna claim all the territories, all the lands are gonna be ours. Alright, that's it. We're we're showing up, we're fucking yeah. shit up, and we're gonna take off in our big spaceships. I'm fucking hyped for that game, dude. I'm going to hire all the badass crew. I ain't hiring no little bitch crewmates. I want all the tough motherfuckers. The guys that have been through some shit, okay? Not not the fuckers. Oh, I'm your biggest fan. I'm You're your getting all the battle-hardened fan. fucking pirates. Huh? I, I want the bad motherfucker. I want the motherfuckers that seen some shit. They just, they just did 10 years in prison? Yeah. I want the guys that fought Master Chief in prison, okay? That's the guys that I want. All right, I want them to join my fucking crew. Half of them got one eye fucking yeah. gouged out. Yeah, they're missing a finger or two. It's cool. <laughs> okay, that's who I want on my crew. All right, we're gonna fuck shit up. That's that's the play. That's the gameplay style that I'm gonna go with in that game. I'm gonna fuck some shit up, and and be a badass. I'm not gonna be a little fucking sissy boy, fucking bullshit peacekeeper. What the fuck? We're gonna we're going to be shooting all the space cops, okay? We'll be shooting at the space cops, be running from the space feds, and avoiding tax burdens, okay? We're going to be fucking... All right, they're going to try to hit us with the RICO. All right, they're going to try to hit us with the RICO Act. They ain't going to get us, Gunny, okay? They're not going to get us. We'll be flying around space doing crazy shit. That's what I want. They're going to be like telling you like we are going to fucking destroy you. Or you're going to be like, oh, I'm calling your bluff. That game looks cool, man. Yeah, Starfield looks really cool, guys. Did you see that mail? Yeah, I did. That was a good uh, presentation. I think I was going to say one of the things like I, you know, we talked about earlier this year was, oh, gosh, is it going to be like Fallout 4 in space or Fallout 76 in space? Like we're just going to collect shit and. You know, it's going to have that same format, but it doesn't look like it. It looks like it's going to be different. Hopefully, you know, this is something new. And, you know, this is Creation Engine 2. And uh, I don't know. The fucking... The NPCs and the characters look to me like Fallout characters. They look like Fallout fucking uh, Vegas to me. Yeah, did it? I was like, yeah. these guys look like Fallout I thought, oh, characters. is this... And I thought for sure, I thought, watching this presentation... Yeah. Um, who was it that made Fallout Vegas? What What was the name of that studio that Microsoft bought? I don't know, man. Fucking whoever the fuck it was. I can't think of who it was at the time. And I thought, oh, they're going to fucking announce that they're helping work on this game. But no, they just said, this is a Bethesda game through and through. You know, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Okay, guys. Awesome. Okay. We expect um, the glitches. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus, right? this is Creation Engine 2, not Creation Engine 1. Oh, yeah. Okay. Even more glitches. This is a new engine. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, uh, uh, this is funny. What's his name? Not Peter Hines, but the other guy that is the Bethesda guy. Oh, the no. guy in charge. Todd Howard. Todd Howard. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, he had a pretty lengthy interview after that and during the presentation. And I mean, uh, look, man, I'm fucking hyped for Starfield. Like, listen, remember how hyped I was for No Man's Sky? If you guys listen to the podcast, I remember right? that. That was early oh, yeah. on. This, I was revival of this podcast. No Man's Sky. Okay. I was, I was in there, man. I was No Man's Sky day one, discovering planets, even though there was nothing to do in the game. <laughs> I was in there, bro. I was fucking hyped for that shit. All right, listen. This is that same level of hype, okay? I'm fucking there, Gunny. Listen, man, I'm buying the watch. All right, I'm buying that shit on eBay for $1,000. You can buy the controller now. Someone is selling me that watch for $1,000. Bill $1, got one. <clears throat> I'm going to buy the controller eventually, and I haven't bought it yet, but I will probably buy one. I just don't need one. I have my Elite, but whatever. I still want the shit, okay? I want to be in the mail. Listen, if they announce a fucking Xbox Series X fucking Starfield edition, you know what? I'm going to own an Xbox Series X. I'm not even going to open it. I'm just going to have the box. And I'm going to be like, this box is mine. I own this. And then six months later, you could put it on eBay. For $700. Yeah, thousand dollars. Thousand. There you go. <laughs> okay, listen, listen. This is a, I'm fucking hype, guys. I'm I'm in there. I want to be in Starfield, bro. I want it. I want to be in it. I want to play in it. I want to hang out in that universe. I want to fuck shit up in that universe. I want to build a cool spaceship. I'm not really big into the whole building shit, but whatever. I'll figure it out. But do you see some of those spaceships? They look pretty darn cool. Like, they made this one that was like a fucking Transformer. Like, mm -hmm. it was awesome looking. Look how it was made, like, fucking from, like, 200 fucking shipping containers, you know? <laughs> the way it was yeah. all connected together. But I thought, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And I'm excited for it, man. I really am hyped for Starfield. I really want it. I want to play it. I want to enjoy the fuck out of it. Um, That was my biggest hype. One of my biggest... Hypes as well was also Hellblade. Uh, what's it called? Senua's Senal Sacrifice. Senua's sacrifice. Is that the new sacrifice. one? Yeah. Senua's Saga is what it's called now. Yeah. Yeah. They so, didn't show much at this uh, presentation. But I liked it. And they did I the last, or, I liked well, the last one they did. Legit. They showed enough for me to want to play the last one again. Now, I never finished the last one. I got like a quarter of the way through it, maybe. Me too. But I want to go back now and play it and finish it before this one comes out. Um, because that game looked incredible, and it probably looks just as incredible now, even better on the PC that I could play it on. So, like, this new one looks really good. And I was like, that looks really Yeah, cool. I love the face animations. And, the I mean, the mocap is just, yeah, amazing looking. Mm -hmm. One of the bigger letdowns for me, of course, was Avowed. I thought Avowed was like, what the fuck is this? I was like, this looks nothing like the Avowed they showed us before. Yeah. And I did run across a news article today, Jesus, saying that yeah. they announced that 
a lot of it's being developed. The game wasn't even alpha stage yet, and it's going to change mm -hmm. and looks a lot. So I think they already heard some of that negative feedback the way it looked. It looked like Sea of Thieves mixed with like fucking something. I don't know, man. It, it looks Sea of Thievish to me. Yeah, very colorful, for sure. I'm like, what the fuck happened to the Avowed that I thought was coming out like some dark, gritty yeah, Skyrim shit? Let me tell you the difference. I you thought were it watching. was Skyrim shit, bro. This is like yeah, I thought it was colorful. Skyrim too. I like, thought this what? was this is like colorful fucking Sea of Thieves banana eating shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> so one of the things, Jesus, we watched from that that little teaser we watched from Avowed was like obviously cinematics, right? But this time, like this time, they said no, no cinematics. Like it's going to be in-game engine or fucking actual gameplay. But in-game engine is really just cinematics to me. My opinion. What's the difference? Not much, um, I don't think. I mean, it's just an in-game engine means the cinematics are done by the game engine. You know what I mean? Yeah, like right, it's right. Just, what it can run, right? What it, what its yeah. potential or something like that. Or like the cutscene is actually going to be yeah, in the game, like designed in the game. You know yeah. I mean? But I thought it looked okay, and I thought, okay, like what stage is this, is this game at? But, of course, they gave no date. Mm. No release date, of course. Yeah, but about look, I don't know, man. It looked cool at some points, but at some points I was like, I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll see. I guess they have to show me it again next year. See what they're at next year. Um, my biggest, another big hype for me was the new Flight Simulator 2024. With like I missions hear a lot now. of that. With like missions now, bro, you can like put out fires. Listen, man, I'm rescuing people off of towers, on mountains. I'm flying a fucking crane helicopter thing to like install electric power grid lines gunny in california forest okay i'm doing all that shit i'm gonna do all that shit and then some all right that's what i didn't like about the last flight simulator it was like well it looks really nice it plays well it's, but there's no objective, right? Oh, I think yeah. it, I think it had tasks, if I remember correctly. But no, it didn't really. Like you can set a flight path and like fly to a different location and like try to figure out how to land there correctly and shit. But like, yeah, that was probably it. Was like no missions. There was like no objective. Once I took off, I was like, "What the fuck do I do now?" I'm right. Just you just sit there and wait. I'm just and stare at the screen. I, I'm just flying circles right now, doing whatever. Like nothing to do. I'm like, okay, like this is kind of stupid. Do you but think eventually they're going to go with like a pilot wings route where you can do stuff like pilot wings did? Fuck is like that? Game. You don't remember pilot wings? No. That that was an old Nintendo game where you would like, um, you had like a parachuting game where you had to like jump out of the plane and land on this platform. Oh and, like, yeah, it was yeah. like a bullseye and the better. The better you got, you would get points. Or you had to like fly through rings. Um, it was just basically like an aviation game. Um, was that a side scroller, if I remember correctly? That one you're describing. Uh, um, I can't really describe it. It was like instances. Like, like there's one where you just like you did the skydiving thing, and like you're in a plane, all of a sudden you like jump out, and it's like, like you're looking down, and your character's in front of you, and you're kind of like moving left or right, and you like kind of like will get points as you're coming down, I think. But there was like a platform you have to land on, and it has like a bullseye, and if you got in the center of it, you would get more points. And you had to get so many points to be able to move on. 
It's just a, like a bunch gonna, of challenges. This is going to have, well, the challenge in this is going to be to be able to install the power line correctly, right? To right. be able to rescue the people and put out the fires in time and contain the fires, etc. That's the challenge in this, and that's what I like. I want something to do. It gives you an objective. I like that. I'm going to be flying all the firefighter planes, all the firefighter helicopters. I'll be rescuing people off of boats, Gunny, okay? Be rescuing people on all the like guard, Yeah. Be doing all kinds of cool shit, bro, okay? Like, that's that's what I'm doing, all right? I'm going to fly around and, and do that shit. I look forward to it. I really want to play it. It looks fucking cool, man. I I was hyped for that. When I was watching, I was like, is this an update? And they were like, no, it's next year's flight simulator. I was like, oh, lame. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it's going to be on Game Pass. I'll just get Game Pass and play it, and then I'll get tired of Game Pass and cancel it. But it'll be cool. It'll be cool once I play it. Um, but that was a big hype for me, man. Honestly, the, that Hellblade and Starfield were the biggest takeaways for me from the Xbox showcase. What did you I thought the game of? that looked interesting to me was the one that uh, the the clockwork game. Oh yeah, like, it kind of looked like it almost reminded me of. Uh, what the fuck is that called? Clockwork. Uh, that was like yeah, shit. Damn. It reminded me of Bioshock. Yeah, Bioshock Infinite. Oh yeah, yeah dude. Oh man, once I saw that, I was like, "This is fucking Bioshock." Infinite. I'm like, "Oh, there's a new Bioshock coming out." <laughs> they were like Clockworks <laughs> and a lot or, or something like like, it was like Revolution, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. That is a total Bioshock Infinite ripoff. It totally is. Like, it is such a ripoff that I thought it was that game. I was like, this is, this is fucking Infinite. And they were like, oh no, this is Clock, this is Clockwork Revolution. I'm like, the fuck? They got like the same looking enemies, the same looking bad guys, same looking city. Same looking little sky plane thing. They got the blimp. They got the fucking guns, like the spell things. It looked just like Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, yeah. It, it looked I thought, just I thought it like was. it. I thought it was Bioshock Infinite. I was like, holy fucking shit. I was like, is this Bioshock Infinite like another one? Like a, a two ver like a new one? And it's like, oh no, this is clockwork. But then it looks the same. I'm watching it again right now on their website. This is Bioshock, dude. It looks just like it. The same world, steampunky, like, robots and, and characters and the rich aristocrat-looking guys, you know? Yeah. The bad guy, mm-hmm. but I'll wear, like, a really nice suit or whatever with the weird-looking beard. This is fucking Bioshock, bro. And they got the steampunk look. It's there. It's, it's Bioshock. And it's okay with me because it looks it looks good. What about Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty DLC? Fuck yes, that too, man. You know the shitty part about that DLC? Okay, really bad part here is that shit comes out after Starfield. Yeah, Starfield is September six, right? Yeah, I think it's September six. Yep, and. Phantom Liberty comes out September 16th. Yeah. So it's like, ooh, I'm going to be deep into Starfield by that point. You guys have lost me. September 26th for the new Cyberpunk DLC. Yeah. But 
great things that I heard about that Phantom Liberty DLC is that they've revamped the game completely. So pretty much they're saying if you've never played Cyberpunk or if you played it before and like never beat it, this DLC revamps the whole game. So it pretty much they've reworked the entire perk system. So like they're more meaningful perks now. Also mm-hmm. the combat has been completely reworked in terms of like the gunplay is better and like the melee combat is way better now as well. And they said that uh, like the police system in the game has been completely redone. Like what? Like the police now react like Grand Theft Auto cops. So there's like a wanted level now, like a like a star level, like one star, two star. They have that in the game now, and like the police respond appropriately, right? Like they don't just pop out of nowhere. Like they don't just spawn next to you and whatever. Like no. They'll be coming from down the street or whatever, like in their cop cars or whatever. And like Max Tac will show up. Like, you know, the Max Tac guys, like the big cops were like the SWAT team cops or whatever. Mm-hmm. Those guys actually show up at like a level five. When you get the Max wanted level, those guys will fucking show up and they'll fuck your shit up. So I heard like that's been completely redone. Like the whole cop wanted system has been redone. The game's pretty much like redone. Like, I wouldn't say top to bottom, but, like, people that have played it have said, like, look, if you've played Cyberpunk before, this Cyberpunk is, like, almost going to feel to you like a new Cyberpunk. Like, it's a whole new section of the map, a whole new open world area. And I think you have to rescue the president or something like that from this area. They got kidnapped or something. And But, yeah, like, there's a whole new area. But besides that, the game's also been, like, completely redone. In terms of the perk system, that that's all been reset. It's all been redone. So I'm kind of hyped for that shit, dude. Because I love Cyberpunk. And the downside to Cyberpunk was... Spoilers. Your character died in the end, right? Mm-hmm. And this DLC seems to change that. Because even in the trailer for the DLC, the, the person talking to you is like, Hey, I know you have this thing in your head. Like, I know how to fix that without you dying. Like, I know how to get that out of your head. Right. So, like, that seems to me like they're saying, hey, you know, V doesn't really die in the end. Like, that was just bullshit. <laughs> like, they don't really die in the end. We're going to let you live now. <laughs> How does that work with game saves, you know? Is it going to be, like, a separate thing that you're going to have to click on on the start screen? I don't know, to be Yeah, that's weird. I have no clue how they're going to do that. Like, it's going to be separate. I don't know. Like, you said new area, but maybe, maybe the... uh it's a whole new area. Liberty this stuff time. might be in a different section. Yeah, that yeah, those missions. Whole new like thing. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think okay, just like uh, oh, like uh, The Witcher didn't wasn't the DLC different, right? Like you know, you there was main game and then there was the two different uh, DLCs, right? Yeah. Those actual missions, <laughs> yeah, they were different. They were it wasn't all intertwined together. Maybe. We'll see how they do it. I hope they do it right. And, like, even if they add it into the game, I hope, like, like how are they going to do that, though? Because if the game still has the end mission where you die in the end, right? Where you pick a choice of what you want to do. How how does V live now? Like, I don't understand, like, how they're going to do that. You know what I mean? They'd have yeah, to take out... Yeah. They'd have to take out that last mission of the game. They have to be like, no, this mission. Right. Isn't. So it might be like, like I said, like where Instead you're going to have to click the on. Game, 
instead of finishing the game now, this is the ending of the game. The Phantom Liberty is the ending of the game now. Instead of saying, oh, this is the final mission, no. The final mission is you're going to play this Phantom Liberty DLC. Yeah. And this is now the like final. That. Once you launch this, this launches into the DLC missions, and this is the end of the game now. Not the other shit. The other shit doesn't matter anymore. Now this is the new ending. That's what I'm thinking they're going to do. They're going to they're gonna scrap whatever ending they had before and go to this one. Or maybe, like you said, it'll be a standalone thing. Either way, I'm fucking hyped for it. I'm excited. Even though Keanu Reeves... That sounded weird. That audio was so weird. weird. I haven't like, stopped was, it because I watched it on YouTube, went like back and had my yeah, like watch it with there. me. I'm like, what's wrong with this audio? Uh, it was weird. I'm going to talk to you about the Phantom Liberty DLC. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like he was like sick. I think he was maybe sick. He must or, have like, been. Or, like, Do you think they could have like just recorded a different time? You know, like that had to have been a done. Voiceover. In, Put a fucking voiceover. A, yeah, on something. Something. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that he didn't do enough weird. takes. Like he's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna get in, say what I have to, and leave." That was uh, it. One hey, take. Guys, I'm Keanu Reeves, and you're amazing, or whatever the fuck he's. What do you say that one time he went on stage before? No, I you're don't remember. incredible. You're, you're incredible. Stun- no, you're stunning, or something like that, right? Because somebody said you're stunning, or you're incredible, and he's like, "No, you are." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it became like the meme or whatever. That was yeah, that was the reveal for uh, the reveal for Cyberpunk, right? Yeah, it was revealed when he was in the game, right? That's when they showed that he was in the game. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for it, man. I I want more Cyberpunk. I I love that world, and I, as much as I I want it to be as big as The Witcher, I don't think it'll ever be. I think The Witcher just had so much shit they could pull from and, like, do things with, you know? That this is just, like, they're trying to do it without really knowing, like, where to pull the information from, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I, I I don't know. Is there, like, where are they getting the cyberpunk story from? Is there, like, a book or something? Like I don't know. Is it have a, a, yeah, is, does it have there something there like that? Or? This? Like a book it's gotta have, like, I thought a book. there was. Before something came out, there was something cyberpunk. I remember when we were looking into it. Before the game was never officially there, released, it was like talking a, about cyberpunk. It was like a book, right, or something like that. Yeah, something like that. All right, there is books. There's a bunch of books, but I don't know if these books are after the game or before the game because they look like they're after the game. But they're oh no! So I'm looking at them now. Uh, Let's see uh, if they're on Audible. I'll check my Audible account. Cyberpunk 2077 books. Now, these all seem to be after the game came out, dude. But there is like a no, even the magazine or like the the comic is after the game came out. All right, here's Cyberpunk 2077. No coincidence, it's a pre order, uh, it's not available yet. So these are all after the game's already been out. So like yeah, August eighth, I'm thinking they just created this world. They, like so, like I'm thinking like they don't know how to like I don't know. They're trying to figure it out as they go, right? So that's why this is happening. But hey, man, it is what it is. I'm excited for it. I want it. I want to play it. But avowed, you're right, male. 
isn't even in its alpha state yet, and the game's yeah. art will be refined in various ways before they launch. So there's that. They had to show it, right? Yeah. They had to show this game. Did Dude, that tells me it's a long ways out, you know? So. Yeah. Did they release a date on that one? Or was that one of the ones they didn't say a date? No, no date. No. Yeah. No, no. Um, no. They didn't have. A, you know what they did have a date for was my game, City Skylines Two, Day One Game Pass, baby. Oh uh, yeah, I was hyped for that too, Gunny. That's. Oh, I knew that was like when I seen that area, like right there when they showed. Uh, I think it was like Cyberpunk and City Skylines, like right after each other. I'm like, Jesus is gonna be so hyped when I started seeing that Skyline City. Yeah, you know, yep. like as oh, the Jesus game. As soon as I saw the UI, dude. As soon as I saw the you building UI, I was like, "This is City Skylines." And I was like, "Is this a deal?" I was thinking it's gonna be a DLC, but no, it's a new game. Yeah, coming out a new fucking City Skylines. I am so fucking pumped for that, dude. Gunny, I'm gonna build the best city, the best fucking city. Me dude. too. I want to build a giant city. <laughs> Gunny, the best fucking city. And, uh, man, I thought you'd appreciate that Forza Motorsport featuring GMC yeah, Chevrolet the, cars. The Chevy stuff going on over there. Listen, the Gunny, Camaro, the Corvette. City Skyline, let me tell you the timeline for this, Gunny. Okay, City Skylines launches October 24th. Okay, listen, right away, right away, Gunny, right away. You don't even have to wait. Day one, they're going to have a DLC for it. Oh, good. I get to spend some actual money instead of just subscription. San Francisco DLC. Mm. So you're going to have the San Francisco set? My local city. And then, and then, Gunny, in 2023, Q4, like a few months later, I guess, Beach Properties will be a new DLC coming out for it. All right, with the deluxe... A deluxe relax station, a new radio station with it. And then in 2024, they're going to have something called Urban Promenades. That's a concept creator. Okay. And Modern Architecture. And they're going to add a soft rock radio station to the game. (laughs) All right. In in 2024, Gunny, they're going to add Bridges and Ports expansion with a Cold Wave Channel radio station. Cold wave, soft rock. Yeah. We are jamming now. We're jamming now in City Skylines. I'm gonna I'll be but those beachfront properties, those are gonna bring in some serious tax revenue. Oh fuck yeah, they are. I'm gonna tax those higher than anything else in the game. Make sure I'm gonna make sure I for make the, sure I don't put any of my heavy industry. The, that's gonna the be in the ghetto. Folks, that's, where the, that's where the rich folks live. It's not the <laughs> ghetto in my city. All right. That's where all the pollutants are going in the ghetto. Until, yeah, the ghetto. Yeah, of course. I'm going to put the dump next to the ghetto. It'll be drive by <laughs> yeah. shootings. I'm going to yeah. have all the all the police stations over there. <laughs> yeah. Heavy crime area. Because if anybody's ever played this game, it just shows all the like smiley faces or happy faces, you know? <laughs> be a lot of <laughs> sad faces in the ghetto. Yeah. No, no hospitals over there. No clinics. <laughs> No healthcare, no, <laughs> no playgrounds. Healthcare, no playgrounds, barely any schools, overpacked schools. Yeah. <laughs> so I have like two elementary schools, that's it. <laughs> yeah. I like, don't want I want to make sure because that's the thing with city skylines. If you make area. them too educated, they won't want to work. Dude, that uh, happened to my oh, city. Oh yeah, on they the get Xbox. too. I remember that. 
Yeah. That happened to my city on the Xbox. I made those fuckers too smart. Nobody wanted to work like, <laughs> like in the factories anymore. Like the labor industry. Yeah. Went no, they shit. won't. Right? They'll go to the high tech offices, or yeah. they won't everybody, travel that far. Yeah, everybody wants to work in a stupid office job. I'm like, what the fuck is this bullshit? And it's like, not enough jobs available for this sector. I'm like, what the fuck? So I had to build a bunch of like new areas in my city for offices and then these idiots wouldn't want to travel there go no that's too far for me to go we don't have to work from home so i had to like install a bunch of subway stations and bus routes and i was like this fucking sucks these guys are all too smart yeah it's cool but yeah they're too fucking smart my my poor hard labor blue collar hard-working men and women of the fucking city went to shit they don't exist anymore Yep, that's why you just stick with the elementary schools. They that's as high as the education gets. <laughs> so we're <doing> right. <laughs> Don't work at the factories, kids. Yep, that's how yeah, it works. Uh, factory, all the factories. Yeah. <laughs> In other news, next article I have: the first designed for Xbox projector is arriving in the United States next month, Gunny. By what Viewsonic. is this? The first time I'm seeing this. ViewSonic's Short Throw X2 4K LED projector, which is billing itself as the world's first projector that's been certified by Xbox, will be available in the U.S. Gunny in July for a low price of $1,599.99. The X2 4K was originally announced back in March alongside a non-short-throw model called the X14K, which is yet to be listed on their website or their store. Although it's the first projector with the badge of Microsoft's Design for Xbox program, it is a program that has existed for a while. You may have seen it in other games or like game peripherals, such as like gaming headsets or like keyboards, mice, uh, microphones. Uh, what else? That's really it, right? Like gaming shit. Yeah. And I think Razer is the one that has the contract with them where they make like Xbox keyboards, but with like a Razer one, you know, but it's like an Xbox branded keyboard or whatever. A lot of them will yeah. be headsets though. Mouse. Headsets is a big one. Like I know like Turtle Beach does headsets that are like Xbox certified or whatever. Um, Pretty much, you can plug your Xbox into any projector. This is just one called Made for Xbox. Um, but apparently, ViewSonic's senior biz- business line manager, Mia Shen, boasted that the X2 4K projector was, quote, developed to be considered a true gaming projector, Mayo. True gaming projector. True gaming projector. And okay. it went and it went through sixty three, not sixty two, <laughs> sixty three tests conducted That's by Team yeah. Xbox wow. to ensure the ultimate console compatibility. Oh yeah. Wait, it does say here, uh, whatever color scheme. Okay, not what? with your white Series S. I don't know what that means, but. It, no, they're talking about the color scheme of the thing itself. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So it's okay. black so, and yeah, green. Yeah, it's black. It's black and green, like an Xbox. 
They didn't announce a Series S Black Edition with one terabyte. I did see that. And I was going to ask you guys about that. Anyways, let's talk yeah. about this projector first, Gunny. Okay, projector's coming, Gunny. Are you buying it? Hell no. Where, whoa, maybe I can use this in the house. There you oh, go. Was, yeah, because I got bigger white walls there. I don't have much here in the apartment. Listen, Gunny, I want you the bigger buy, white wall experience. You could buy another projector for like just as much. Probably. I could probably uh, find a, sure, a good probably. one for four hundred bucks. I don't need. But Jesus, oh, like he is it going to be as good for gaming? You know, like we talked about oh. TVs earlier today. With about like OLEDs are no, you know, compared to a regular TV, an OLED is just so much nicer. And you can say like, oh, I have a, a eighty inch regular four K TV or a fifty five inch OLED. That OLED's still going to be nicer quality overall. Mm-hmm. You know, this may be just like a really high nice quality. Projector. But I'm looking, I'm looking at their website and their highest, ex- most expensive projector that's just like a. Oh, wow. This is actually a really nice one. This is an ultra short throw laser projector. Okay. Ultra. One, and it has Bluetooth speakers with it. That one's 2500 But the next one down from that is. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, oh, fuck. Like I click on it, it doesn't do anything. It's a. 4K UHD projector with 4,000 lumens, 240 hertz, 4.2 millisecond response time for home theater and gaming. And it's $1,175. Hmm. And that's something I would consider. I mean, it's like 300 bucks cheaper than the Xbox branded one. And I'm trying to look for the Xbox one on here to see what their specifications are on that one. Uh, But I don't fucking see it on their website. So, like, uh, I don't know, man. You know, uh, I only know one person, you know, that would play games via a projector. And that was uh, Rob from This Xbox Life when he would talk about that, like, Cause I, you know, he's in the business world of things, right? So he, that's probably why he owned a projector. But he always talked so, about playing his shit on a projector. Uh, I, I found, I found it. I fucking found it. I found the Xbox One. I'm gonna look at the specs for that one and the specs for this one that I found. That would be a great experience, right? For something like, you know, God of War, Halo, you know, something. Something epic like that. Maybe oh, a racing game. Right now, Mail. Okay. Mm-hmm. So both of them have a DLP LED for their light source. Both of them have 4K resolution. Uh, the Xbox One, the lens only has 1.2 optical zoom, while the normal one has a 1.3 optical zoom. Uh, let's see here. Throw distance, 3 to 7 feet. On the Xbox, you get a 100-inch screen at 5 feet. This one, the one that you have down here, uh, let's look at the throw distance. Throw distance, 0.75 meters to 9.76. I like how they put this one in meters and not feet. So what's 0.75 meters to feet? So that's 2.5 feet. 
to 31 feet. It's two and a half that, to 31, huh? That's the one that's a thousand something, right? And then I'm looking at the input lag is 37 milliseconds. It's the same on the Xbox. And it's 23 to 240 on both on the on the Hertz. Um PC resolutions the same on both 3840 by 2160. Internal speakers. Uh, the Xbox One has two six watt speakers or whatever. The other one has only one ten watt speaker. Uh, let's see here. In terms of like other shit, it weighs. They weigh about the same. No, not really. The the white one is actually a pound less than the Xbox. I'd love to see a demo of this. Something like at Best Buy. That would be cool. I, I honestly think says your light source life for normal hours is four thousand, and dynamic eco mode is twenty thousand. On the Xbox One, it's light source life is sixty thousand normal hours. Yeah, I'm, sure there, I'm sure there's a special screen that you can put on your wall that you can just, you know, like old school, you know, pull it down like blinds, you know, like it just, uh, that one's like specifically made for like projector honestly, gaming. I, I'm looking at both, man. And like, what I want to see, you would be better off buying the one that's a thousand one hundred and seventy-five bucks and save yourself the 500. Bucks right. Then the branded bucks. one. Yeah. And the branded Xbox one, honestly, because the specs are damn near identical. The only difference that I see, like some major difference, is the life of the light source. On the normal one, it's four thousand and twenty thousand with dynamic eco mode, and on the Xbox one, it's rated at sixty thousand. So that's the only difference that I see. Like, and I don't even know what that means in terms of like a, a fucking projector. I don't know if that means can you replace the bulb? Can you replace? I don't know what that means. Does it just die after that? I don't fucking know. Yeah, how long do those last? But like like I said, this one says 4,000 hours to 20,000. And the Xbox one says 60,000. In terms of everything else, the ports, they have the same amount of ports. Uh, The Wi-Fi, does this have Wi-Fi? And I guess the Xbox one has Wi-Fi. I don't even know why the fuck you need that, but... It has Wi-Fi. I don't know why you need a Wi-Fi for your projector. <laughs> but I guess. Oh, probably like the UI or something. Yeah, update. But yeah. Right. I mean, you never... think you'd have it for more than that, though? I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know either. All right, I'm looking at these uh, projector screens. They're not very expensive. They're anywhere between $120, $150. Yeah, so there's so some of these mean... that are... They're like the hundred inch. Um, know, yeah, this one's one fifty. You know that probably doesn't include like anything to it. You know where you're gonna installation stuff. Honestly, I'm gonna say buy a normal projector and play that way. Yeah, I would say too. You'll be fine. Another news: Valve has given Steam its biggest update and redesign in years. So. Uh, yeah. 
I didn't I even like notice. I've, I've been on Steam off and on, and I haven't even noticed it. Bro, you know I what I do it. notice? What, what, what are these updates? Jesus, does it say? Uh, the, so, okay, I'm looking at it now. One of the, the things UI I noticed is friends changed. online. What the fuck do you mean, friends? Like when they come online, like I can actually see now where it'll say, oh, like Nipron is playing this game and it seems to stay up longer on, you know, at, you know, at like the pop up notification. I haven't noticed the text that. Text is larger. That's Valve why you gotta turn on notifications. The most impactful changes are actually under the hood. Uh, so there's that. Uh, everything's been modernized, he said. Uh, whatever. Yeah. yeah, looks a little crisper and cleaner. I like it. Uh, I was kind of shocked by it when I, because you know, like I told you guys, I redownloaded the Windows OS on my PC. That means I had to reinstall everything, so I reinstalled Steam and shit. And that was surprising to me when I saw Steam. I guess the new Steam. Right. Uh, I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with Steam, dude? Why does it look so weird?" Like it looks stupid as fuck. I didn't like it, but now I'm kind of like whatever about it. I like at it. First, I was like, "This fucking sucks." I want old Steam back. I want Hobo Steam back, not this new shit. No, this is night, Jesus. You know why? Because all right, let's say you're at the store. Like I'm clicking over it right now. You know, you look down at the drop down menu, featured. You know, wish list, news and stats, all that stuff's on there. I feel like. It just feels like it's easier to click on what you need to. Uh, same thing with the library. I mean, there's only three options. Maybe. Community. Then your gamer fucking, you know, Steam fucking ID. Like, I don't know. It just feels easier to actually go to where you need to. But I haven't messed around too much, like, in the store itself or... I don't know. I just like the look of it. Everything's more... The colors are popping, baby. I like it. Uh, friends in chat... Yeah, that didn't seem to change much, but the notifications I do like. Those are those are more clear, more crisp. I can actually see what they're playing before. Like the text was super small and couldn't see what game they were playing. Yeah, it's a good it's a good update. Shout out to my buddy Gabe over there at Steam. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Anyways, another news. One more news. Redfall. Red fail. <sighs> oh, that poor game. Redfall has received I haven't played it. I, didn't, I uninstalled reception it. Upon release. And uh, since reports of a troubled development process have extremely begun circulating, you know, an extremely hands off approach from Microsoft. Speaking to Axios, the Xbox Game Studio boss, Matt Booty, commented on Redfall's poor reception. He said, according to him, Redfall is getting good play through Xbox Game Pass. He said, it was a miss, but how much of a miss? I want to support them to be able to keep working to deliver the game they had in mind. And uh, he said, uh, Arcane Austin will still support the game in the near future. That is the plan right now. 
They are hard at work on updates and continued content for Redfall. Yeah. I don't know if that last article from well over a week ago was like, they were like, ah, oh, we, we were just hoping, this is from the developers apparently, was that we were just hoping that when Xbox bought the studio that this game would be canceled. <laughs> that, that doesn't give me much hope, you know? <laughs> and they said, that's why the state you see it in today, you know, at launch is what you got, because we could decide what kind of game we want to make, whether it was co-op or single player or, you know, and, and of course, you know, COVID got in the mix of that too, but I was like, Oh, great. Yeah. But I'd like to know what are they, what are they fix? You know, is this another thing, Jesus? Like, you know, like, uh, fuck. What was that EA game that, that kind of fucking bombed out the gate? Um, that I can't remember uh, the name of. Yeah, that started the A. Yeah, that I, right, Anthem. Um, Anthem. I know, but it, you know what I mean? Like, as far as, like, you know, how when they, these studios, they come out and they say, we're working on it, we're going to fix it, or, you know, make it better, and I don't know. I always just say, like, you can't, you know, can't make a turd smell better, can you, I guess, if you spray it? But it's like, I understand. And like, not that it's a turd, I'm just using a bad fucking example, but it's like, all right, well, what's wrong with it that needs to be fixed, you know? Like, what do people want? You know, I mean, are they listening? That's what I want to hear from these studios, you know, like we're going to create more content and, you know, but still they got to get the the game to 60, right? Because that was the promise, you know, and why they had to put stickers on every freaking disc box that, yeah, I don't know. Give me some, give me something good. You know, let me know when this game's actually completed. I know you can complete it now, but. Yeah. I don't know. I want something community's playing, right? That's that's the that's the thing. But community's not playing it, I'm not gonna play it. In other news uh, Jeff Keeley. Game Awards acknowledges, acknowledges summer game fest diversity criticism. So he has responded to criticism regarding the lack of representation at this month's Summer Games Fest Showcase. Uh, featuring world premieres, live gameplay demos, and announcements, the high-profile event was billed as the global fan celebration of what's next in video games. But one thing that was conspicuously absent during the near two-hour event, which took place in front of a live audience at the YouTube Theater in California, and was live streamed to millions of viewers was the presence of any women on stage. Uh, so he said, I think we generally do a pretty good job with diversity in our shows. That was something that's a fair flag. We also want to be authentic to the games that are being presented on the show and the developers that are making them. So yeah, I think we're conscious of it. Um, I mean... Whatever, man. Like, okay. I, does he have to really apologize for it? I, I guess he does. I guess I don't know. It was kind of okay, but it was a half apology. I guess right. He's never conscious of it. He didn't say yeah, we're sorry. Like, yeah. Whatever, or, dude. Like, I get it. You know. At the same time, like, okay, maybe they just didn't have any women that could be on stage that day. Right. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know it. I don't know. Yeah, because I saw people attacking him on Twitter that day. I was working, but I was looking at it after, and I'm like, "Why are they attack? Why are all these guys attacking him?" You know, like just over this. Like, but yeah. I, part of me wants to say, like, "Okay, yeah, like, you know, you gotta represent everyone here." Um, 
But at the same time, I'm also like, okay, it's not like Jeff is like GameSpot, Game Informer, fucking IGN, you know, where they have all this diversity, you know, within their company, you know. Uh, you know, where I mean, a- who's here to tell these developers, oh, you must have a woman on stage. Oh, you must have a gay person on stage. Oh, you must have a Latin person on stage. Oh, you must have a colored person on stage. Like, what the fuck, dude? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this could be a little. What do you mean? Like, if a white dude is the one making the game, you know, you want us to hire like a colored person to come on stage to talk about the game? Like, like, I don't understand that. You know what I mean? It is what it is, I guess. But at the same time, I'm like, all right, Gunny, if I make a game, Gunny, right? I make a game. Right. Me. Jesus. I make a game and I want to go on stage and they tell me, nah, Jesus, you're a Latin male. You know, like that's not in. Like, we need a a, a blue haired woman to come on stage for you in your game. Yeah, PR man, it's not gonna look good for you, Jesus. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like, fuck you, you fucking pricks. Like let me go on fucking stage. You know what I mean? Like, people are like, what the fuck, dude? Like, be conclusive these days, my friend. You got to be conclusive. Whatever. I don't inclusive. Fucking... Sorry. I don't fucking care. That's it. Conclusive, inclusive, reclusive. I don't fucking care what you are. Do what you want. Fuck people, man. This is fuck the little... internet of 2023. There fuck. are keyboard warriors out there, Jesus, that fuck will destroy you. Fuck whiny ass people, man, that whine about everything. Oh my god, my feelings were bro. Fuck off, man. There's people out there struggling with real fucking problems. You wanna be a fucking world problem changer? Go help all the poor people in the world. Go fucking feed people that are starving. Go fucking change somebody's life impactfully. You know, impact somebody's life in a positive way where you can say you did that change. Yeah. Don't fucking be a stupid keyboard warrior, fucking hero, bullshit, fake fucking shit. Try to fucking appease everybody. Fuck out of here with that, dude. You know, that that shit literally pisses me off, man. Everyone wants to be this fucking hero, right? Everyone wants to be, everybody wants to be fucking Batman and (laughs) Superman. That's what everybody wants to be. But nobody realizes the sacrifices it would really take to be somebody like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Literally, dude. Fuck out of here. That's the difference, right? People get behind that keyboard. Yeah. They hide behind it. Oh, you need to be more inclusive. You need to have more Latinos in your show. You're fucking white, dude. What the fuck do you care if we have more Latinos in our show? The fuck do you care, you know? You're not gay. Why do you care if there's gay people in this show? You know, you're not fucking whatever. Like, fuck out of here, dude. People get so fucking, like, oh, but we need representation. Yeah, bro. It's called being equal to everybody. Not just, oh, we're going to just represent these people because they're the in crowd right now. Oh, no. Fuck that shit, you know? That's what I hate when people talk about inclusivity. They don't really mean it most of the time. They mean, oh, we want you to include what's hot right now. We want you to include what we think you you should include. No, no, no. Be equal to everybody, man. That's my point. I'm, that's my stance on everything. 
be equal across the fucking board. You know what I mean? If you're going to represent this person, represent everyone else, okay, and then whatever. But I get it at the same time, you can't put everybody on stage. You're going to have what? Is, is Bethesda going to have a white guy, a black guy, a Mexican guy, an Asian right. guy? They're all going to be able to stage at the same a Puerto, time. A Puerto Rican guy. Each, each have, state of line. A gay person, a blue-haired woman, a woman that can't have children, a woman that had children for somebody else, a surrogate mother. We're also going to have, like, the single mom who you're, got left. Don't forget you're the transgender. Have, you got to have transgender oh, up there. Oh, 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 you're assuming people's genders now. We're going to have a non-gendered person up there, okay? Okay, non-gendered gunny. How fucking dare you? Okay, and then... We're going to have a dog, but we also need a cat for the cat people. And we're going to have a fish for the fish people. And we got to have a lizard for the lizard people. And a goat for the goat people. And a chicken. And like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you're going to, like, you know, at what point does it get to be like, what the fuck, dude? Okay, like, we get it, man. There's too many, too many options. You can't make everybody happy. You know? Ooh, no, that is true. You, the white man has been in power for so long. That's what I hear. Bullshit, dude. It's been everyone's had power, bro. Everyone. You know? So this is what it is, man. It's, it's just life. Get over it, dude. You know what I mean? Get over it. Leave Jeff alone. He's, he Fucking, just He loves video games. He wants to yeah. represent them and... The motherfucker is the last guy who does a cool like gaming show where we can watch cool trailers and like see cool shit, you know. Leave him alone. Fucking scare him off. Now we're gonna he's do. Gotta be one of the nicest people, right? I mean, he's super nice on Twitter. Gonna, and people just attack st- him for anything. I swear. We're gonna be stuck with fucking nin- Nintendo and Xbox and PlayStation showing us their stupid YouTube videos. Oh, fucking got YouTube trailers for you. Oh. Fuck that shit. I want a fucking show with an orchestra there, Gunny. Okay? I want a fucking orchestra. I want motherfucking God of War music playing. Okay? Yeah. Jeff did that. Uh, yeah. That's what I want. I want Flute Guy to show up. Right? Sony yeah, used good old to, Flute Guy. Sony used to have Flute Guy. Now that guy's unemployed somewhere. Where's his representation at? Well, they had to replace him with... Uh, the non-binary. I, I don't know. What the fuck's come he on, at, just, Gunny? Come on. Yeah. Just let Jeff fucking represent the games, you know? Please, I'm, leave the guy alone. Gunny, I'm offended by you right now. How dare you? <laughs> he is. He's offensive. It's that California mentality over there I think he's yeah. got. How fucking dare you? You don't represent me, dude. I represent... Hey, you know what? I believe in uh, freedom. More, yeah. more freedom for war people. I'm, I'm, a, I'm offended by you right now. How dare you? How dare you be a white man? How dare you? I'm canceled. Just cancel me right now. All right. How fucking you too, Mayo. You too. How dare you? Two against one. You, <laughs> you and Gunny. How you dare can't be in this call? How dare both of you be on this show and be white? I will never. How dare you? I see. I don't get that. It's fucking stupid. Fucking dumb shits. Big fucking deal, man. Don't get offended. Live your life. Stop being keyboard warriors. Stop fucking 
letting everyone else dictate if you're offended or not. Yeah. Um, but my final point on this, Jesus, like I didn't, I did not watch this show. So I, I didn't notice, but because I was working and I watched the, the highlights afterwards, but, um, you know, I always got to say, it, you know, I, I definitely saw like that pile on, you know, like me too. I, I noticed it. I, I really don't like it. And, you know, and, but I always like the, the game awards, but I'll never watch again. You know, like I saw those comments, you know, uh, he's canceled and I've already unsubscribed and da, 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 right. The list goes on. And I say, good. Uh, you, you know, like we used to always say when we were younger, you know, if you don't like it, don't watch it. Right. See how gunny is, though, Jesus. No, but see, those people will always watch it, right? They're always going to come back and complain about it. Yeah. And other news. More news. Rockstar Games co-founder and former creative director, Dan Hauser, has a new company, Gunny. How dare he? How fucking dare he? A white so does he male? still work? So he's a former guy? Does he still work for Rockstar? No, fuck no. Fuck no, he Did doesn't. he leave? Fuck yeah, he did. He has a lot of... Trust me, bro. He has enough money to leave. Okay? Absurd Ventures says it will build stories, characters, and worlds across different mediums, male, including but not limited to video games. The 49-year-old left Rockstar Games in 2020. Storytelling, philanthropy, and ultra-violence. That's the tagline for Absurd Ventures, which launches with the two-minute video that shows more than it tells about the company's creative, abstract, and edgy vibe. However, the press release provides a tangible description describing Absurd ventures as like i said before building narrative worlds creating characters and writing stories for a diverse variety of genres without regard to the medium of the genre to be produced for live action and animation video games and other interactive content books graphic novels and scripted podcasts so yeah I like I like how Dan included that word in there, violence. He knows what sells. Fuck, yes, he does. He knows exactly what sells, right? How dare he, though? He's an offensive white male, rich white Using male. Using violence. How fucking dare he start a new company, male? Yeah, it's... Oh, I'm my offended. goodness. I'm fucking offended. How dare he? How did he not have a woman announce this? I how? did. I noticed that. How fucking dare he? How dare Xbox have Phil Spencer, a white male, be the president and CEO of the Xbox division? How dare they? How fucking dare they? I don't even know how they do it. A white male gunny? A lead. Ask the the president of the Xbox division male? Wow. Wow. Right. How dare they? Hey, but there there was conclusiveness in the the presentation, the showcase. Inclusiveness, Gunny. Inclusive. Damn it. I'm getting there, guys. I'm learning. Okay. Inclu- you would learn, yeah, because you don't know anything about it, Gunny, being a white male, a toxic white male that you are. 
you wouldn't know anything about inclusiveness, okay? Even though your wife I is I hate Indian. to gaslight the situation. Even though your wife is Indian, you don't know nothing about it, okay, Gunny? You know nothing about the struggle. She's an immigrant. How dare you, Gunny? Still doesn't mean he knows, right? That's yeah, true. How dare, yeah. How dare you say that, Gunny? You fucking wow. Just wow. Just wow. I'm going to let you cancel yourself. Wow. Okay. I'll see my way out. Thank you. <laughs> in other news, Gunny and Mayo, Dr. Disrespect has now responded to some criticism of this controversy going on. So, this comes shortly after Asanabi, the streamer, criticized him for boycotting Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. So, Dr. Disrespect, after his friend Nick Merckx, uh, so, Nick Merckx, back a few weeks ago, or whatever, left a comment on a, I would say, a, was it a video? Was a video? I think it was a YouTube video. It was. It was a picture. It's a tweet that he responded to. What was that tweet about exactly? So it was. It was about um, protesters about teaching sex ed to kids about LGBTQ and such, and they were fighting because I guess at the school they were like saying, you know. Um, the, there's people that believe that they should be the ones teaching their kids and they shouldn't be teaching that in school. And then, then there was ones that were saying, hey, you know, they should be being taught this stuff about their sexuality at such a young age. And so, it, uh, uh, like, a fight broke out within the school, like, close to the school. Like, like it was in front of the school, I think. Amongst the it parents. It was like a riot. It was like a, like a riot. Yeah, it was like a riot. So, so Merck's responded was, you know, because he said he was, well, he just tweeted out, leave the kids alone, was his tweet, right? He didn't say any more, but it was in response to somebody else's tweet of that picture of that riot. And then that's when he was removed from Call of Duty. His skin was removed from the game because Call of Duty, because of, because of his tweet. And so then he went back on on live on on Twitch and said that you know he wasn't going to apologize for his tweet because he's a new parent and that's what he believes that it's you know it's his right for him and his wife to discuss such things with his child as they're growing up and not some school teacher. And so he kind of doubled down. So then Activision Call of Duty removed him from the game, and then Tim the Tapman also who had a similar skin in the game, I guess he got at the same time Merckx did, asked to have his removed in support for his friend Tim Matab, or for Merckx, you know, so showing some support. So now the thing is, is like, you know, a bunch of the internet people are saying, you know, like every time Activision tweets anything or says anything or Call of Duty, they get ratioed and then just say, leave the children alone, is everybody's responses and stuff. And, and people were saying, like, Activision supports predating children and all this stuff. So, like, it's just it's kind of going on and on now. It's almost like another Target and Bud Light thing. Yeah. So, pretty much what happened, yeah, you're right. There was a protest, like, like a 
something happened where um, anti-LGBT protesters attacked pro-LGBT demonstrators or protesters, I guess you can call them as well, outside of a Glendale, California school board meeting. They were having a meeting about, or like voting, to recognize June as a Pride Month in the school, right? And in the school district, I guess. And the people got in a fight or whatever. And somebody posted this. And yeah, he said they should leave the little children alone. That's the real issue. And um, in response to that, a few, not even like right away, but like a few days later, Activision pulled his skin from the store. And then he doubled down on it. He said, like, no, I'm not backing down from my stance. Right. He wasn't going to apologize, right? And then, from that was there, his and then from there, like a few other streamers, including, uh, well, let's see, who else did it? Uh, Tim the Tap Man, uh, Dr. Disrespect uninstalled the game. Yeah. And uh, somebody named Phase Rain. Yeah. What was remember, the Phase Rain it? thing? Well, he's just a member of FaZe. So, like, yeah. anytime somebody that's part of FaZe Clan, they put FaZe in front of their name. Yeah. So, that's the esports organization, you know? So, okay, guys yeah, get I, contracts. I recognize that. I wasn't sure how he. Yes, yeah, so they get. Individual. So, they get like a contract with FaZe, and then they, they, they stream with their name in front. They don't have to be necessarily on an esports team, but they can sign a, a contract with, say, FaZe or, or the other, like Cloud9 or whatever. Yeah. And they put their name in front of it for their stream and stuff, and they kind of represent, you know. The face clan, but yeah, so I don't know. Hassan criticized Dr. Disrespect for boycotting Call of Duty as well. Just following this mockery, uh, Dr. Disrespect responded by referring jokingly to the leftist gamer as a fat phony. He criticized them for weighing in on drama that has nothing to do with him. And the phony insult comes in as a nod, most likely, to Hassan's controversial life choice, in which he purchased a $2.7 million home despite frequently advocating for redistribution of wealth. <laughs> yeah, hmm. it must be nice, huh? We'll buy everybody right. a, a home. Uh, he went on to state that everyone should just stick to what matters to or concerns them and stay out of other people's feuds. Dr. Disrespect has been no stranger to getting more serious on stream in response to a critique, but this time around, uh, it was not near as personal as when his mother was insulted a while back. Uh, Dr. Disrespect went on to repeat this insult more than once, calling this dude a fat phony, before mockingly telling his viewers that Hassan would be too chicken to say what he had said had the two been in the same room. <clears throat> oh, making threats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's that. Uh, so this is drama that has been going on for the last few weeks. Personally, I'm whatever about it, man. You believe what you believe. I've always, I've always spoken on the fact of freedom of speech, right? Right. Freedom of speech. There's freedom of speech, but there's not freedom of consequences of your speech. And that's a big difference. And I yeah, think right, Nick, yeah. Merckx, right. Nick Merckx has learned this lesson. He's learned, holy fuck, yes, there's freedom of speech, 
but there's not a freedom of consequence. Right. And right. even, right. even, even like with Activision taking the action they did, there could be a consequence of uh, enough people being insulted or mad by it that they will quit supporting their product. Just like Target and Bud Light or whatever, you know, like they can have a consequence as well. They can, but I honestly think Call of Duty doesn't care. Yeah, I don't think they do either. Because people, right. the video game community is so short. Like, we're like goldfish, man. We have like a 10-second memory, and we forget yeah, about Right. Like, you know, we forget, like, like look, Gunny's trying to put Jedi Survivor in Game of the Year when that shit launched like shit. <laughs> yeah, okay, right. okay? Right. he's over here. He's over here trying to put Jedi Survivor in Game of the Year when that shit was unplayable on PC. It's Game of the Year on on Xbox and PlayStation. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See what I mean? Like, like you know, we have like goldfish fucking memories, bro. We're like, we don't remember shit that happened three weeks ago. So like, people are gonna forget. People are gonna move on. People are gonna keep playing Call of Duty if they play Call of Duty. Trust me, people will keep playing Call of Duty. Because, you know, you're going to realize, oh, I'm going to boycott Call of Duty. Oh, well, that doesn't change much. It doesn't do anything for you. It's all it's taking away is your fun because you want to stand and support somebody. Right. And, hey, that's cool, man. But let me tell you something, Mayo. It's one thing to support somebody, right? Say, yeah, I support you and I stand by you. And it's another thing to actually fucking do it. And to actually stop your fun for somebody else's support or campaign or whatever, people don't do it. It's like people that say they want to support, like, like, oh, I support anti-human trafficking, Gunny. I am anti-human trafficker. But when an Amber Alert goes out, Gunny, Mayo, when an Amber Alert comes to your phone... Do you guys drop everything you do to look around and see if that car they're describing is around you? See if that display is around you? I just kind of see it and I'm like, okay. Like, okay, like, yeah, I'll consider it if I see a car like that. If you remember. Right, that's what I do. I actually, so I'll say like, like I don't get the Amber Alerts on my phone, but I will get those. Are they called Nixle Alerts? So I always click on those. And then I always look like to see like, oh, what's the suspect look like? What's the car? You know, and yeah, of course, if I'm driving around and I see it, I will be calling the authorities. But yeah, I don't. But I know I know the point you're getting at, Jesus. I'm in the same. You're not boat. driving around just looking for this car. Yeah, yeah, right. People won't do it. Like I said, people won't care. People are gonna they don't care. This. Yeah, yeah. People are gonna boycott this for two weeks and two weeks from now, no one's gonna fucking care. No one's gonna remember this skin even existed because mm-hmm. no one's gonna give a shit. No one's gonna care. Whatever, like who cares? I yeah, think Nick, at the end of the day it's whatever, man. Like, yeah, he said what he said. I, I give him that. He stands by his thing. I give him that. He supports it. Cool, man. Hey, I kind of believe the same thing, right? Leave the kids out of it. Sure, whatever. Like, I agree with that. But yeah, he definitely felt strong enough, strong about it, and he is definitely dealing with the consequences from that. That it's statement. Your, it's the consequences of that, right? Yeah, you know, I there's mean, a reason he's not, wrong. He's not but, wrong. But you know, like he probably they probably paid him to put a skin in the game. Do you think? You think he probably no. got some? You think he no. got nothing out of it? No. Like you don't think they would no. pay him anything? I, I think they would have well, paid something. He probably gets something out of all that. All each skin sold. 
a little bit maybe, but not enough. I don't think he likes to be super sick. Like maybe he probably gets five percent. He was kind of a big name femur for a little while for Call of Duty. So, but I mean, but maybe they paid him some upfront to put his skin. Because I, I mean, yeah, because say Jesus, uh, you had an opportunity to put your uh, skin of you in the game, right? No. Um, I mean, besides getting just being famous for having it on there, if you're famous enough, uh, famous enough to get a skin in the game, you're probably like, okay, I want something out of it. You know what I mean? So right. he has to be getting something out of it. At least five percent each. Not sale. just fame, because he had enough fame already to be offered in there. Yeah. So yeah, he's probably got some money from it already. So he probably got money. I know he's comfortable enough. He's got enough streamers, and I know it's like followers have gone up since then. Like every day, because of the tweet, like his tweet, Twitter or Twitter keeps growing, and he gets more and more people every day and support and stuff too. So I don't know, but he's probably made some money off of it or has made money in the past, you know. So even if he does part ways, he's probably made his money. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be streaming Call of Duty soon. Again. Yeah, maybe. I mean, if not, and then he might just move on and play something else, you know? Right. I mean, after this thing dies down more. Who knows? He, he I, might be I, really I, mad. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, the keyboard warriors are going to, right, they're going to move on to the next thing. Yep. Yeah, it'll happen. No, just forget about it. They'll forget about it in three weeks. I'm telling you, it's going to just happen. People won't remember. You think next year we're going to be talking about Nick Merck's fucking skin no no next month we probably won't be talking about the skin in this game <laughs> yeah, exactly so my question is though like they pull us maybe you would know jesus say they pull us out of the game right what happens to the people that bought that i think they yeah, still have they get access to, to it? it i think they do i think they still have access to it so does that make those accounts maybe. like valuable where people could sell those accounts i'm just curious i, I don't know like maybe say like ooh, i have the rare you know Nick Burke skin that nobody can get anymore. Is my account worth more money now? Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just kind of curious. Like, since somebody has already bought that and have it, have they just taken the name off it? And just, now you have the skin, but then maybe are you mad as a customer because you bought it as a Nick's, you know, say, Jesus, you're the biggest Nick Merck's fan in the world and you bought this skin because it's Nick Merck's and then now it's no longer a Nick Merck skin. So now it's nothing yeah. to you, you know? So it's like, how is that handled? That's one of the scary Ooh. things about, you know, digital sales, right? Give me a remove for any reason at any time. Deleted, lost forever. So it says here that Tim the Tapman or whatever got his bundle removed from Call of Duty yeah, as well. Yeah, because he was friends with Nick Merckx. Yeah, and he like went on a boycott or whatever and talked shit about Call of Duty. So... <laughs> Yeah, and I think he got popular off of Fortnite, and then he moved over to Call of Duty. All right, guys. I don't know. It is what it is. I'm, I'm out of here, guys. I'm done. I'm finished. I'm calling it a night. All right, man. Okay, All right, uh, before I go, guys, hey, so one thing I wanted to mention was there is a game on Steam on PlayStation and Xbox called Lies of P. That's that Pinocchio game. It's a Souls-like game, so there is a demo that you can find on yes. all these devices. Lies so, of Pi? Lies of Pi. I know, I know, it's, it's, either pie or it's, it's just P-I, uh, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce P. it, either, like what they want to... Pinocchio, you don't call him Pinocchio. 
Okay. Oh, Life's a, Lies of P? Lies of P. It's Fuck. based on Pinocchio, thinking, bro. What do you think dude, it's I'm thinking, based I'm on? I'm thinking Life of, Life of Pi here. I'm, I'm getting those two confused. I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> it's it's based on Pinocchio, right? Because didn't the Pinocchio like? I, I wasn't yeah. aware of that. But it looks like yeah. dark. I've heard some, you know, talk about it. Like how it's supposed to be a really difficult game, and it's. Uh, I think uh, on VGO they were talking like it looks like a direct ripoff of like Dark Souls, like. Yeah, it's Souls like, like the yeah. menus and everything. But everything. here it's coming to Game Pass, so. Yeah, day one September. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm checking it out right now. So. All right, guys, go find me on uh, Xbox, Steam, all that shit under there, under Gamertag Gunny Chief, over there on PlayStation, HTP underscore Gunny. All right, guys, I'm out. Peace. All right, see you, Gunny. What are you finding over there, Jesus? All right, I'm looking at is Pinocchio Public Domain. okay so let me tell you something mayo pinocchio okay okay so listen the creator of pinocchio died in the year 1890 okay okay 70 years is the trademark like like thing or whatever like you have to have 70 years for copyright, you know, so in seventy years, someone's gonna be able to take HGP and do whatever with it, like the podcast. They could do whatever they want with it without us being able, without me or anything, be able to say nothing about it. So, Pinocchio is in public domain. You can use the license of Pinocchio, but you can't use Disney's Pinocchio, like the Pinocchio that Disney drew for the movie, like the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Do they even have a live action? They probably do. I don't know. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. remember if they do or not. I was thinking, do they? They might, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. I think they do, though. Maybe. Anyways, but anything that Disney has ever drawn for Pinocchio, that's under their copyright. They own that Pinocchio. Same with, like, Snow White, Beauty and the Beast, The Little Mermaid. They own those likenesses. Like, So you can't have like an aerial that looks like that aerial. You can draw a different aerial and call her aerial probably, but you can't have that aerial in your movie or your book or your game or whatever without Disney signing off on it. But apparently a lot of the shit Disney owns is public domain, but like their characters aren't public domain. So that's right. Like, let me look this up real quick. So, like, Mickey Mouse, right? Mm-hmm. You know the black and white Mickey Mouse, the whistles, and like he's driving the yeah. little boat. Yeah, it doesn't have a voice really. And steamboat Mickey Mouse. Yeah. So that Mickey Mouse will be copyright free. Okay. Okay. Like, pretty soon here, like, in the next two years or the next year, this year maybe, I think, he's going to become copyright-free because he was created... uh, Oh, he was created in 1928, so in five more years. So he was created in 1928. They drew him that year. 
So if like Disney doesn't lobby enough congressmen to pass a law to extend the copyright law, in five years, that Mickey Mouse from that steamboat, you can print that fucker on your podcast, put him on your fucking t-shirts, put him on your fucking CD album cover, put him in a fucking, put him in a fucking movie for all you care. It doesn't matter. You can do whatever you want with it because it'll be copyright free. But the current Mickey Mouse, like the Mickey Mouse now, the colored one, he's not copyright free yet because that Mickey Mouse was created later. So that's how that works, right? They still own Mickey Mouse now, but they won't own that Mickey Mouse anymore. Mm -hmm. That's how all that works. And apparently that applies to a lot of their shit, a lot of their movies and all that shit. Like, that's why, like, uh, you ever see like that horror movie, like for Winnie the Pooh, like that, what was it called? Remember it was Winnie called? the Pooh? It was a Winnie the Pooh horror movie, bro. Okay. You must, <laughs> bro, come on. How do you not know this shit? Uh, I'm just not sure what it is off the top of my head. I'm sure I heard of it. I don't watch this, horror movies, but there's a Winnie the Pooh movie coming out this year. Okay. Gunny or male. Male. Yeah. All right. Listen. So Winnie the Pooh movie coming out this year. It's called Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. It is a horror fucking film where Winnie the Pooh is killing people. Okay? Interesting. (laughs) Okay. All right, listen. Let me me give you the plot. Many years ago, a young Christopher Robin met and befriended a group of animatronics. and Animatronics? Antroform, anthropomorphic oh, no. okay. family. I don't know. I can't even say this word. Anthropomorphic animals. An owl, a rabbit, Eeyore, Piglet, and Winnie the Pooh in the Hundred Acre Wood. However, Mayo, when Christopher went to college, he stopped visiting them. Without Christopher to feed or guide them, and with the arrival of winter, the animals went into extreme starvation and were forced to eat Eeyore. This traumatized all the animals so much, they developed a hatred for humans, particularly toward Christopher for leaving them behind. And they vowed to renounce their humanity and return to their animal feral instincts and never speak again. Five years later, Mayo, Christopher, fresh out of college and now an adult, returns to the Hundred Acre Wood, accompanied by his fiancée, Mary, to reunite with his old pals, right? Uh-huh. Uh, he finds the place desolate. Piglet fatedly strangles Mary with a chain. Dun, dun, dun. Then Pooh and Piglet burn Mary's corpse and show a horrified Christopher Eeyore's skeletal remains. And then a group of university students, Maria, Jessica, Alice, Zoe, and Laura, rent a cabin in the Hundred Acre Wood. Tina, another friend, gets lost on her way there, and Pooh ends up grinding her up in a wood chipper in an abandoned factory. Okay. In this treehouse, Pooh, oh, in his treehouse, Pooh 
who as Christopher Prisoner, <laughs> reminisces over their childhood memories and angrily breaks down, brutally whipping Christopher with Eeyore's tail before showering him in Mary's blood. As the night falls, Pooh and Piglet will seize Laura from the cabin on the road. Pooh slowly drives a car onto her head, crushing her skull. Maria and Jessica find Laura's corpse, and the girls are then attacked by Pooh. Piglet kills Zoe, and the pair abduct Alice. <laughs> they are followed by Maria and Jessica to rescue her. In Pooh's treehouse, Maria and Jessica free Alice, Christopher and another hostage, Charlene, seeking revenge after Piglet severely scarred her face. Charlene summons Piglet to kill him, but Piglet mauls her to death. Alice will then subdue Piglet, fatally bludgeoning him with his own sledgehammer, and then Pooh returns and impales Alice with a knife through her mouth. So, yeah, like, like, okay, bro, like, you get the point here. Like, the motherfucking shit is gonna be dark, bro. It's a dark movie, okay, yeah. because you know why? Like, so many years ago, the Winnie the Pooh license went copyright free, so if you can make something original with the Winnie the Pooh characters, you can do it, Mayo. You can make a whole podcast with the Winnie the Pooh cast. You'd be like, oh, I'm Winnie the Pooh, and this is fucking Piglet, and this is Eeyore, and this is fucking Tigger, and this is fucking whoever else. You could totally do it, because it's doable now. So, right. like, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> dark, dark stuff. Another news I have for you. Marvel Spider-Man 2 Collector's Edition is available right now, mail on the PlayStation Store. Okay, Collector's Edition mail will nab you a Marvel Spider-Man 2 full game digital voucher code, a steelbook display case, a 19-inch Collector's Edition statue, which features Spider-Man Peter Parker, Spider-Man Miles Morales, and Venom. So like fighting or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, this includes pre-order bonus items. It includes the Arachnite suit for Peter early unlock. This includes the three color variants. It also includes a shadow spider suit for Miles Morales early unlock with the three color variants. The web grabber gadget early unlock and three skill points early unlock. And then you will get the digital deluxe edition content with which includes ten unique suits. Five each for Peter and Miles. Addition, additional photo mode items. Uh, an extra two skill points. And then Peter Parker's digital deluxe suits or whatever. Like it's just five different suits and five different suits. This collector's edition will set you back a price of $229 even. What do you think, Mel? Is it enough for a statue and some unlocks no it's expensive isn't it like, yeah and the statue looks okay it doesn't doesn't even look that cool man like I don't know looks like a statue to me male <laughs> I, I mean, mean it, it's just a statue a 19-inch statue is not even that big. 
I guess it is, but it's yeah, not. Yeah, it's decent size. It's not what she said. Mm. <laughs> 19 inch statue. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It looks okay. It's, it's like they're fighting Venom or whatever. Rumor has it that Venom is actually going to be Harry Osborn. Really? That'd be, wouldn't that be like cause you remember, canon? Well, I yeah, don't know. because you remember the last game how uh, you end up what's the dude from uh, who runs Oscorp? The dad? Nor- Nor- Norman? Is it yeah, Norman? Remember, remember he talks about his son Harry being away in like Europe? Yeah. But then in the end of the game, once the cutscenes play, like the ending, like secret cutscenes play, you find out Harry's been in Europe, but he's not been in school. He's been like sick or something. Like he's actually been sick and he wasn't in Europe. He was like at the lab at Oscorp and they were like keeping him alive or something. You remember that? Yeah. That was, that was like after the credits rolled, you find out that like it shows them going to Oscorp and it shows them like they have Harry like under sedation in like a lab or something and yeah like he was in like up. some kind of like thing floating or something and then yeah yeah he, i can't remember he, which so which people are thinking there. people were thinking they think that they inject them with something which turns them into venom which is what makes him venom and makes him the bad guy that fights harry uh fights spider-man or whatever which would be kind of cool right I yeah, I don't know. Cool. I mean, so far everything has been pretty hardcore with the the comics, all right? And I don't think it's ever. But who knows? Cool story. I mean, I don't know. I've never read the comics. So I don't know. Um, isn't it like Eddie Brock? Like it wasn't like a he becomes Venom, right? So I, I and know. I think it's like Flash or something like that. Or I don't remember. I'm not real sure on canon either. But there's a guy who becomes Venom. Like he's. Uh, maybe. Who's Venom in Spider-Man? Everybody's probably yelling at us right now. Uh, I don't know, man. This is like just telling me for the movies. Spider-Man game. Yeah, it says here Harry Osborn will be the role. Interesting. Okay. Uh, in the second game. Where he is is a symbiote that bonded with the host body, and I, mean, I guess they could do it because you know they, basically awesome. it was just uh, the symbiote that bonds with whoever. So it says here, sometime after Harry Osborn needed treatment for his something syndrome, a black substance presumed to be venom clings to his body inside the stasis chamber. Until a cure for Harry's condition is found. Following the Devil's Breath crisis, Norman Osborn visits his son. When Norman places his hand on the tank in despair, he does not notice that the substance has reacted to Norman's movement. This happened in the first game, apparently. So he puts okay. his hand on yeah, the Yeah, I don't tank. remember what happened in which one because I played them right after each other. And it says here, in Miles Morales, while a black substance, which is presumably Venom, still attached to Harry, and after the end of the game, off-screen, 
Uh, Kurt Con Connors is enlisted by Norman to examine and study young Oxborn disease and the substance which kept him alive. Just as Harry wakes up, hearing the news of Rio Morales becoming the New York City Council member and the fall of Roxanne and Underground. And it says here, Norman becomes impatient of seeing his son remain in the container long enough and orders Kurt to get him out despite the doctor's warnings. So yeah, so he is the new Venom. That's kind of cool. Whatever. We'll see, man. Yeah, it's just cool as in Venom's going to be in the game. You know? Fuck, yeah, he's a cool character. Because don't you get a skin like as a symbiote as well, like symbiote Spider-Man or whatever? I, I think as well, yeah. Because that's, that's what they showed. That's what they showed in the gameplay, right? Where he was symbiote yeah. Spider-Man, right? Like he had that cool black skin. Yep. Yeah. I'm excited for that game. In other news, man, I don't know if you've seen this, but hopefully these people get found and rescued. But so okay, Mel. Listen, would would you ever pay two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to go on a submarine? Mm, no. Would you pay? Okay, let me tell you this. Would because you pay? I, I don't. I don't like water. I don't think I'd want to drown to die. Would you? <laughs> and pay, I would not have two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So would you pay two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to go see the Titanic in a submarine? No. Like a special tour, like a special yeah. like one yeah, of the time no. tour. No, no. Well, these people did, and there's now a rescue operation underway in the Atlantic Ocean. Oh no! Okay, these people on Monday, um, went down there. Okay, five people. Um, so one of them is the pilot of the ship of the submarine. Uh. Three people are like a guest, like they pay 250000 to be on there. And the other guy is like a research guy or something like that's going down there with them. So they all went down there on Monday to like, I don't know, take a tour of the ship or whatever, like in, underwater, right? Mm -hmm. But about an hour and 45 minutes into the dive, after a launch successfully, it was fine. They lost contact with the submarine. Like, they lost the, the radar, they lost the contact, they couldn't reach them. So now, like, the U.S. Coast Guard, a bunch of other fucking boats and shit are out there trying to scan the ocean to see if they could find this submarine. Now, the company that does this, Atlantic Ocean, is what I think that's what they're called. Uh, no, they're called, what the fuck are they called? Whatever they're called. Anyways, they said that this submarine thing has enough water and food and, like, air supply to keep these people alive for three days, 72 hours. And they said, after that, okay, we're not sure okay, if they're going to be alive because, like, that's, like, all the air we have. Okay? You can't put any more air in, bro. You can't open right. the door and get more air mail. Okay? That's all the air you have. And all the water you have and all the food you have is for 72 hours, and that's it. And, uh, yeah, but these people are being, uh, they're looking for them. Ocean Gate Expeditions is the company. So they offer an eight-day mission to see the Titanic debris 
at a cost of $250,000 a person. Uh, apparently, it says here that British billionaire explorer Hamish Harding and renowned French diver Paul Henry Nargiolet are feared to be on board the missing Titanic tourist submarine. So, yeah. So this this crew is missing, bro, and they're like fucking trying to find them, man. Like, that is crazy. Can you imagine how scary that'd be? Yeah, I couldn't imagine. Like, I would not. That's so scary, dude. Yeah, just knowing, like, somebody's got to come save you before you run out of oxygen. Knowing you're stuck, you can't leave, right? You can't, yeah, you can't do You're just stuck there. You can't even o- try to open the door. It's probably too hard to open. So you couldn't even try to open it. And even if you did, you'd be crushed immediately and killed by the water pressure. So you're stuck. And, like, the Coast Guard and, like, the people in the Navy, they're like, yeah, we have no fucking clue where they're at. Like, bro, like, they could be anywhere in the fucking water. Like, we don't have a clue where they ended up. You know what I mean? Because the current could have taken them out that way, could have taken them that way, could have fucking whatever. They they could be, like, too deep for us to reach. Because they have to be able to reach them, right? So they have to send, like, another submarine down there to, like, attach to it and get them the fuck out or, like, hook onto their submarine and pull that submarine out. They'd have to do all that, right? And, like, mm-hmm. that's a lot of work, a lot of money, a lot of efforts. Uh, yeah. That's crazy, dude. I mean, I think after this, this company is done. <laughs> this this ocean yeah ocean now like anybody's ever <laughs> diving with them again I, I don't think ocean gate's gonna be uh in business very much longer after this gun email i don't know um yeah, even the canadians are trying to help find them i bet they, they sent a they sent a canadian coast guard boat out there as well the u.s did as well um, oh, it says here they can be alive for 96 hours in the boat. That's what they estimate. They're, they're like, yeah, we think they could survive in there for up to 96 hours. But it's been since yesterday, like Sunday night, that they disappeared, dude. Like Sunday, like in the, like sometime on Sunday, they fucking started the dive. And they said the dive went great. And even what's crazy is that, like, that uh, Ocean Gate company or whatever, the company that did the dive, mm-hmm. they even did like an Instagram post. They were like, oh, we're excited that so-and-so is piloting our new or our ship or whatever today. And he just had a success- successful launch or whatever. Like, Let's celebrate this, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Something launch of the fucking whatever their little ocean submarine is called. It's not really a submarine. It's, a, it's called a submersible because a submarine apparently is it's something that like you can just stay in the water for as long as you want. And a submersible has to come up and like get power from like another boat, right? From a ship. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't have their own power system. They have to have power from another ship. That's what they're saying about this thing. They're like, that thing doesn't have its own power, dude. It's just stuck. Like, yeah. Can you like, imagine? They, <laughs> you they don't have power. 
They don't even have power down there, dude. They're just fucking stuck in the dark. So what do they do? Yeah, I was going to say, that would be even worse. Like, you go and run out of oxygen in the dark. You're just stuck, dude. You're stuck in the water, in the dark, in the cold. So somebody comes and gets you. <laughs> yeah. Or you die. One of the two things is going to happen, right? Like, you're going to die or... Are you going to live? Like, that's scary, dude. That is so scary. I'll tell you what. Who knows what happens? If they live or they don't live, there's going to be a movie about this. Oh, yeah. There's somebody in Hollywood right now writing this movie. Oh, yeah. They're already, like, recording everything already. They, they're, they're, like, they're doing it. They're going to use all this footage from the news. They're going to use all the footage from the rescue. It's going to happen. There's going to be a fucking movie about this, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And the Navy apparently has, like, a deep diving, like, rescue thing or whatever. Like a Like a fucking submarine rescue thing but that thing could only go 2,000 feet in the water like deep and let me let's look at what does the Titanic sit at how deep is Titanic I lost you there for a second Jesus alright so I was telling you that the Navy has okay so they're using a, a rescue vessel right and their rescue vessel it goes only 2,000 feet. All right. These fuckers were diving to see the Titanic mail. So they were probably pretty close to the Titanic, right? Well, the Titanic has a fucking depth of 12,500 feet. So these people are I'm not stuck. sure if we lost Jesus or I lost him or what. If Craig Bot and I are recording together or not, but so uh, if I'm with Craig Bot, I'll just kind of sign us off. You can you can find me, you know, as the Mayo on Discord, PlayStation Network, Xbox, and all that fun stuff. Uh, you can find Jesus. Jesus walks a lot on every system over there. And now on the PlayStation again. Here you go, Jesus. You back? I've been here. I lost you. Like, I didn't hear a word you said. I was getting ready to sign us off because I'm not sure who Craig Bot's recording. Where are you at? Where have you been? You were frozen on my end, so we're having some Discord Bro, issues. Bro, you've been here the whole time. Yeah, you were frozen on my end. It's your internet, man. Gotta fix your hobo internet. Yeah, it, it's storming here, so I don't know what... It could be that something could to do be it. That could be it. I can legit hear you and everything the whole time. Oh, okay. Well, that works. <laughs> I heard you signing me off and everything. Yeah, yeah. You were Find you us were on everything, people. We're out of here. Peace out, bros. All right. And hopefully they find the Titanic people for all. Yes. That's scary fucking shit. I hope they find them. We're out of here. Peace out, bros. Sprouts. All right. We're playing some, some PlayStation or something. Bye. See ya.